isn't a more perfect thing that a leader of the nation could have chosen to say at the time other than I can hear you. I know what just happened. We're all in this together as Americans. I can hear you. The, the body of the government, yes. You think about it as a body, has its own defense system that will fight for its own survival. Yes. And that's those, the nameless, faceless, gray, gray suits yes. that, may, that all work for it. They don't want to lose their jobs and they right. might even believe in what they're doing. And so they don't, they're not going to let some random person that gets elected by some weird system that some some people understand and most people don't right. dictate what the future of their lives are and the future of the country is. You are being actively stolen from when you pay them more money, when mm -hmm. you have to pay taxes to buy anything, to get gas, to buy food, to buy anything, to pay your bills, you're paying taxes. Every time there's a transaction of currency, you're paying taxes. To not allow the government to further steal from you is not wrong. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome back to Salt the Streets Podcast. Most pro-America, anti-government show that you know, the show where we discuss news, politics, culture, and all that stuff, and how it pertains to you, your natural rights to life, liberty, and so on. Whatever the opening is. <laughs> I, went, I went naked today. As, as usual, I am your host, Big Bird Offie, a.k.a. Colin the... Nothing. I'm not thinking on my feet. Straight off the cuff today. <laughs> <laughs> what up, Donovan? Thank you very much for joining us, everybody. I'm happy. I'm thrilled to have everybody here. I'm feeling good. How feeling thrilled good are you? Extra thrilled. Extra Ultra thrilled. thrilled. You got the Ducks gear on. You're so thrilled. Jordan, the same deal. Jordan told me that I should put on yellow. Um, something, oh. about, uh, something about confidence or whatever being in the solar plexus, and this is yellow, so I should put on the color yellow to... So I was like, okay. Sounds good to and me, I really dude. like this sweatshirt. Sounds good to me. <laughs> well, and I've had this sweatshirt tucked away for a while because it was too small. And now that I've fucking lost all this weight, I'm like, oh, I can actually wear this. So it's very comfortable. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to re-embrace this sweatshirt. It has a uh, it's good. hole in this Ooh. elbow here from me being drunker than shit and uh, falling at my old house. <laughs> I've had this since I was in high school. So I was like maybe 17. I was still going to school when that happened. I remember running out of my house, and there was we had a two-car driveway, and then there was a third, uh, like, little gravel driveway that went into the back, you know? And there was a small rock wall that maybe at the height of it, at the, the pinnacles, at the peak, was maybe a foot high. Um, and so I went to jump over just a small bit of the rock wall, and my foot caught the one rock wall. Oh. Right boom. Went just right down. Oh, that's yeah. rough business, dude. Balling. Drunk that's as rough. fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Tore up my favorite sweatshirt. Well, good, good, good. Uh, what what are we what are we going to be discussing today? What do we got for the peoples? Yeah, we got episode one sixty three going on today. It's Saturday, January twenty seventh, twenty twenty four. I don't think that we did the date last week, so I think that's oh, might yeah, be the I first time so. that I've said verbally twenty twenty four out loud. Um, there just isn't that much occasion for it, yeah. you know. I know every Tuesday when Plum comes in, I'm going to write the date down, and he gives me shit if I do the previous year. So I'm pretty <laughs> adamant about making sure that I get it right. Um, we have lots of things going on for you guys today. We have a couple of good local topics. Obviously, it's back to just the two of us, so we have a little bit more time to hit some topics and things. Mm -hmm. I had a great time with Larry last week. The uh uh, the triumphant return. Yeah, and the unplanned exit, but it was a good time either way. So you can see I'm doing things a little different. We've got a fucking printer. We have a printer now. We're a very official. I am using the backside <laughs> of the... Did you, did of you the, straighten the papers yet? I did, I did. I am using there the backside <laughs> of the test sheet, so don't worry about that, because I'm not a fool and waste any paper. But uh, but we do have a printer now, and it, it works really well. <laughs> <Look at that. laughs> 
So that's what a, that's what the test sheet looks like. This huh? one and um, and that and one. That oh, one there you go. There used these to the, test the various it. dots and colors and yeah, things. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, for the color and for the I don't fucking know. It looks good though. The print works well, works well. So like a laser, bro. Yeah, it'll be easier for us to make some gear, some merchandise for you guys and stuff. Now we can make it in house, so I don't have to go to Jordan's grandma's house to print yeah. things out <laughs> and then fucking. It was. It's a. <laughs> it's a whole deal. It's a whole deal. We're official now. <laughs> this is a very legitimate operation that we have here. I don't know if you guys. Know know that um no we have lots of good stuff we have some local topics for you guys today some gun law updates that i've been talking about for washington for a little while longer we have some homeless shelter updates for local bremerton um we think uh we may or may not talk about the initiatives on the november elections it's obviously only january so we have some time here yeah. um colin has an article about the sex offender board i don't know if you guys even have one of those in your town in your city but we have one in seattle um we have in part two we're gonna be talking about a little bit about the uvalde report because there's a federal report that finally was released regarding kind of the breakdown and the overview of the Uvalde shooting. Uh, was it last year? We'll yeah. talk a little bit about the government funding bill that they have going on, um, 2024. And we have a few different Biden topics, some things that he has going on in preparation for 2024 that he is going to try and or that he is trying to get done so that he can try and Boost himself up in the polls. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's right. St steal more freedoms and liberty says what he's looking for. We have a uh, part three border update. Big, big border update. Lots of stuff going on there. Colin oh, yeah. is tracking that very closely. And then we have some updates on the Israel, Middle East, uh, the war, the war that's going on the in the wars. Middle East. It's uh, yeah. We're just going to call it what it is we because like to call it anything else other than a war, I think, would be silly. You Indeed. know, if you're conducting military operations in multiple countries and multiple continents, then seems like war. It's probably a war that's going on, especially if it's not directly self-defense, even though that is a justification yeah. of being used for all of it anyway. And then, of course, Colin is going to close it out for us with a grab bag. I have a couple of chats for us in the, the IG DMs, but nice. um, Colin's going to bring it home for us, so it's going to be a good time. Um, I like bringing shit home. Yeah, before we go any further, <laughs> of course, I want to remind you guys you can follow us on all of our social media. I'm at Salt of the Street on Twitter and at Al Pack on our Instagram. Colin is at Bibberdoffy on both those things. And just so you know, it is my intent for you to not understand what I am saying, but only for you to be able to see it there <laughs> on the screen in regards to my own Instagram name. I did uh, design it just that way for our own show. You can find us at Salt of the Streets on Instagram, Salt of the Streets, Patreon.com, Salt of the Streets, and of course, everything at Salt of the Streets.com. This segment of the show, every other show, all the things that we do are executively produced by Zeke in the chat here. Shout Hello, out, Zeke. sir. Are you? We're happy to have you here. We hope that everything is going well for you. Indeed. I know that your January is looking crazy. I talked to you a little while ago. You said you had a lot of things going on, so I hope that everything is going well. Swimmingly. Yes. Uh, I believe. No. What did you do yesterday? What did I didn't see I do you yesterday. yesterday. No, I didn't see you yesterday. Yeah. I uh, you just had a sinus headache crack in the morning. Oh, dude, it was it was gnarly. Yeah, yeah, I woke up. I felt like I had been out like. Like I got fucked, like fucked up on brown liquor the night before. Like yeah. my head was just pounding. That's what Kathy assumed and when I came back for my haircut. She said, "Is Colin here?" I said, "No, he's not here." She said, "Oh, so he didn't make it home for the bar last night?" It's like <laughs> I don't think that it was that. Is it? He told me it was no, a well, so I guess it could be bar sick, but I don't think that that's yeah, what no, it is. Yeah, no, it was all right here. And after some Dayquil and some Natty Pots, got everything cleared out. Big Natty Pot guy. Yeah, yeah, especially anything sinus related. The yeah. fucking just get that thing flown and flush all that garbage out, dude. You should, oh, it's gnarly. Have you seen the Navage that the, the Bomb Gardeners have? I have heard, yeah, the, like the little power machine yes. thing. Yeah, I've, I've heard of this. That's gotten to be very big. Aaron has a lot of really, Jordan's sister has a lot of sinus issues. Her and her dad both. Bad noses, fucked up noses, those guys. Mm -hmm. um, and when 
and like Aaron's I think second week working at Benick. She was, you know, having sinus issues and Den is like, Oh, you should get one of these fucking things. She's like, Oh, I don't really have, you know, extra money. This thing's like four hundred bucks, whatever it's a fucking oh, yeah. it's, a, it's, it's one it's of those gadgets machine. Yeah, and then the next day Tim is like, Oh, we got this for you, this fucking Navage and so she's like, They're so nice. I was like, Yeah, just fucking stick around. <laughs> There's all kinds of weird shit like that that's gonna happen. You're gonna bring up a thing that you saw and be like, But well, I don't have the money for it and a week no, later no. that's gonna be on your You're desk. Like, Here you go. Yeah, it's it's just a how things go in a yeah. good small business. Indeed. So if any of you guys want to volunteer to work here, of course, we can't pay you now, but when we can, we will just shower you with gifts. So <laughs> just know that that's what's coming. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, yeah, so I started the morning doing that, and since I was feeling, you know, down, I just decided to just start hammering out all my hardcore show prep in the first thing in the morning. And by the time I was done, I was feeling better and went and got my ears lowered and ran a couple errands, got, you know, topped off the nicotine situation and ended up uh, going to hang out with the homies a little bit last night, which was fun. Get some beers. Get some beers. It's yeah. rare that we get haircuts on the same day. It is rare. But yeah, we did talk about it because I was still planning on going. I just yeah. changed the place I was going to go. I made my hair appointment. I think I told you Thursday morning that I just like woke up and I was like, I got to fucking do something. Yep. You know, Jordan, I was, I was talking about cutting my hair. Jordan's really into having long hair. So she really didn't want me to cut it. Yeah. So you got a good thing going on. I, I know. I appreciate it. I know you weren't totally looks sold, good on camera. I, I think that it's good. I, I do think yeah. that it's, it's a big adjustment, you know, and I've never I haven't had it's different. Like a, I'm not used to it yet. I haven't but. had a hairstyle in quite a while yeah you know um even when i did have like shorter hair it was pretty standard you know yeah, it was really, kind of just cut i don't venture out of the norm but no. i told you jordan was especially with this whole red bar thing going on you know um seeing the difference between him like four years ago to what he's got going on now he obviously something happened oh yeah like, this is really who i am and everything <laughs> that i'm going to be it's all this here so i've been talking about red bar ton because we've been watching red bar is a new show that i've been watching red bar radio with uh mike davis mike david i don't even know what his fucking real name is because yeah. i've heard him be called all these different things red bar um you just uh, red bars watching yeah check it out scars club it's all the things uh, i'm not gonna hype it up too much because that would be weird but yeah, oh, it seems that, very anti-scars club yeah precisely <laughs> i want to do that you know the last thing i want is to catch it i'll be on his radar for the bad for anything oh, bad. To, be, to be torn up on red bar it would be a fucking nightmare so for and again he any, does any not go place, he does not go soft no i think any other place i would be like oh this is good like this is going to be a good thing for me you know if we somehow made it in a negative fashion on the red bar radar i would be Devastated. Very upset. <laughs> I would not be happy about it. So oh, you got tissues over there? Yeah, I got tissues. Can I have some? I'm still leaking. You hang on to those. I'll grab another box during the break. We'll make sure that we are freshened up. Oh, but with that, yeah, Jordan has just been like, uh, you know, your hair, image, blah 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 blah. You gotta, you know, embrace it. You can't get rid of it. All the things. And I'm not sure whether she's really saying that or if she's just trying to fucking hype me up so that I won't cut my hair. Because you know, <laughs> it could go both ways. She knows how easy I am to influence sometimes it might be a little column a little column b especially regarding the success of the show you mm -hmm. know if you're if you're going to tell me it's going to do good things for us i'm then you're gonna be like okay to do it so i decided if i was going to keep my hair i needed to figure out some type of hairstyle you Dude. know i wanted to do something with it mm -hmm. i just didn't like it being so unruly yeah so i decided i would yeah with test the out the undercut. undercut yep so we have the whole oh yeah back you know it goes down a little bit i like the and then i told you when i have it down it kind of covers up everything so yeah maybe for the grab bag i'll let my hair down and we'll fucking chill out Ooh. and have another beer and we'll uh it's good it looks really good i nice. think because you just kind of get little peaks of the yeah it's yeah it's nice i'm very satisfied with with mine I've, it looks good i've uh i think i finally after like 10 years of figuring out my hair yeah i'm like i like where this is at now 
I almost it's, it's, it's pretty good. reminiscent of when we did the ad. Um, oh which yeah, is yeah, yeah. Funny because I almost if I was gonna excuse me cut my hair short, I was gonna go back to what I had in the ad. You yeah. Know? Still be able to push it over and do you all the things. Look sexy. Stuff. I was a good look, you it's know. Look. She looked. I showed her to Jordan when I was talking about how I was going to cut my hair, and she's like, "You look so much younger." It was only two years ago. It was, um, and she was like, "But you look so much younger." I was like, "Yeah, it's only two years." She said, "It's a whole reason ago." I think is, oh. is what you're missing out. <laughs> it was an entire reason ago. Is was when you did this ad. I was like, "That is an extremely wow. good point." A whole reason ago. Uh, an entire reason ago. Yeah, she'll be two in May. Dude, five year old and a two year old can't it's be insane. doing that. That's nuts. I know. When we first started the show, no babies, no nothing. No, <laughs> good God, it's way too much. Way too There's much. so much. Yes. So with that, right? Uh, we're thinking about a lot of, with children. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about the future. All these things, right? I mean, we talk all the time about revolution, right? All the Indeed. time, revolution. We need revolution. We need all these things, mm -hmm. you know. So, um, and I listened to the interview earlier this week destiny ben shapiro the lex freeman episode is very good and so i think with that i have a question for you with that let me ask you this yes so, i could feel you building up to it i was like I was is he gonna is he gonna find the spot for the drop? trying to decide exactly how i was gonna work right into it i'm gonna find something i'm gonna find mm -hmm. like an exact phrase that's gonna lead into it because i don't like saying with that and then in the drop it says with that let me ask you this like yeah. i don't want you know i don't like doubling up like that it doesn't feel like good You're professional it, precisely it's very unprofessional Indeed. you know it's precisely um so in this episode <laughs> you like that in this episode of the lex Freeman podcast ben shapiro destiny don't know anything about destiny and he's a streamer, right? A Twitch streamer. Yeah. He does, what does he do? Does he play video games or he just he talks plays about video games or? while talking shit? While and talking about things. Yeah. Yeah. He's, and he does a lot of like speaking tours and stuff nowadays. And, you know, he got, <clears throat> he's big in the internet world. We'll say, okay. in, in the, in that, in the streaming end of the internet world. So it was a very good, <clears throat> excuse me, debate that they had. It was very uh, chill, you mm -hmm. know, it was very relaxed. Didn't get too crazy or anything like that. Um, one of the things that Ben Shapiro said during this interview, during this debate, was I think he was talking about 2024, the different kind of Republican factions, right? Mm -hmm. He was said, we don't need a revolution, we need an evolution, right? We need an evolution. And he's talking about the government. We need to evolve to, to kind of the next level of what this is meant to be, Um he had blue hair for a while. Right. And I've seen him on other stuff. I've seen him on Tim Cast and stuff before, but yeah. I don't know that I've ever watched an episode with him. So I didn't know anything about I've heard you talk about mm -hmm. him, so I knew very cursory things. But oh, yeah. Like, I've never experienced him. Um, it was very good. We'll talk about that after this because he did say something that I thought was crazy. Yeah. Um, so we'll get into that afterwards. But so that's, yeah, Benjamin said, we don't need a revolution. We need an evolution, right? Which seems to me my interpretation of what he's saying is that, you know, we don't need to completely start over. We need to keep the basis that we have here and then just kind of move forward from that. So I guess I wanted to, and I, from that, I assume he's talking about like the Constitution Bill of Rights, mm -hmm. you know, obviously the, the, the basis of the government, the founding of the government, foundation of the government, if you will. So I wanted to get your take on that because to me, like, I'll, I'll talk for a second, I guess, and I'll let you think. Um, revolution doesn't necessarily preclude that. Um, mm -hmm. Like, it's to me, that's just a turning over of, of the government of like the ruling structure you know is what that means to me and so when i've always thought about revolution when we talk about that you know i don't i don't see or desire for us really to stray too far away from 
the basis that we have now. I think it's very good. I think that we've moved too far away from that as part of the issue, in my opinion, what we have as a country is that we've not stuck to more a, a truer interpretation, an originalist interpretation of the Constitution, if you will. Mm -hmm. So I thought that that was very interesting. Um, but I, I imagine with that comment, he is thinking a revolution is more of like a tear the whole thing up and fucking yeah. com start completely over. Generally, you it does. That's the way most of them usually go. It's yeah. like they just it's, it comes with a toppling of government and it's, all of the societal basis generally shifts in one way or the other. Um, but I don't know. It sounds to me like we need a evolution, not a revolution. Just seems kind of real, uh, real. Uh, like corporate speak almost in a way it's yeah. like at the end of the day you guys are talking about the same thing you're just trying to just change the word the i don't see anything that is classified as an evolution of the united states government and our american society as a whole i don't really see that happening without maintaining all of the bullshit that we have going on now everything the, the massive size of the entire government would not change in an evolution. It would just do better things and maybe do different things. Right. But it's the same shit <clears throat> versus if you thought of it as a more of a revolutionary thing, it would be a, a structural change from the ground up, which, yeah, I think more or less it's not a bad concept if you, if you want to look at like the original, originalist or textualist kind of reading of the constitution and try to get back mm -hmm. to that but obviously it, it wasn't as ironclad like as we would hope so because otherwise we wouldn't be in the position we're in now yeah i mean if there's you need some form of like enforcement mechanism or something to make sure people cannot stray from from the constitution because otherwise we'll just end up in the same place we are now in another 200 years actually probably way faster than that now that technology is so much farther advanced but right i don't see how you would evolve our current state of government and society without carrying over so many of the negatives to go along with it you, you'd have to you need a structural reform from the bottom up right evolution instead of revolution kind of sounds to me like well if we just put the right people in power yeah everything will be okay you know yeah, yeah. which i don't think is it's not we're past that yeah we're past we're, that dude we're and, so past that and just to, it nothing would change right nothing would change and that's why people are talking about revolution right mm -hmm. and the this is the political science definition of revolution which is going to be most the most relevant one we're talking about a revolution is an attempt to achieve fundamental and relatively sudden change in political power and political organization it typically involves a revolt against the government due to perceived oppression or political incompetence so that doesn't that isn't a complete redrawing of anything you know no. that's a that's a shifting of who is in control of power but a very deep and fundamental one one that is deeper than yeah. just different people let's elect to the right people that's like uh everybody at the top is being swapped out yes yeah. would it that you know it kind of sounds like the difference to me yeah and even then you kind of do that most of the time anyways every election every kind of presidential election cycle mm. all the top tier people more or less get replaced yeah with somebody else um, you know somebody in the newer regime if you will, but 
the a lot of the people like the CIA director and stuff like that the usually hang out for a while. Yeah, the figureheads. Yeah, but we've also talked about you know all the or the the deep state. You know the nameless, mm-hmm. faceless creatures. Those people have worked there. Those for guys are years. all going to Those people there, yeah. aren't going anywhere. It's and the that I think is more of what it's the, the overall C suite. Yeah, yeah, that is I think more of what the revolution talks to or speaks to is not just the shifting of the figureheads, the yeah. people in the not main, just the director and the no, assistant director, all of the people. Yeah, the entire top floor. Right. Something all you that, guys go away. That would actually affect change in the structure of how those things work not just the people Mm -hmm. who work there you know because if you just like you said if you just change out the top positions nothing really is that different that's just the things that people say yeah Yeah. for for there to be which that is what evolution sounds to me like whereas a revolution would be we are going to put people in all these positions that will make this system look drastically different than it does now Mm -hmm. And that is, to me, what we're talking about here. That's what I'm talking about. You know, that's what I think is necessary. That's what I think would be beneficial. Mm-hmm. That's what has inclined me in our conversations about 2024 to lean towards Vivek, you know, is that, like, this is yeah. the one person that I think might actually have just cut offices out and been like, we're just done with this. Yeah, you we're know, just we're, not going to do yeah, this we're anymore. we're not going to do these no more department anymore. of education. We Goodbye. We don't need these things anymore. Um, yeah. Interesting, Shapiro. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't surprise me coming from Shapiro. He's a big statist anyways. At the end of the day, he's he just wants to make sure his guys are in power because when his people are in power, everything is good. He's in a lot of ways he's just as bad as most of like the hardcore leftists that you know, the giant bloated state of government is just fine as long as we're in charge. Because when then what when we're in charge, we can get what we want, and if you disagree with us, you're wrong. Right. Versus somebody that actually, you know, Destiny is more of a revolutionary in in the way he wants to kind of remake society at large. Anyways, yes, he's a because he's a hardcore progressive. Yes, and he's a smart one at that. On some for the, stuff, for because, the most part, yeah, because yeah, him and Ben agreed on more stuff, like uh, the foundation of more things than I kind of figured they would mm-hmm. uh, the application was a lot different you know yeah. the way they would get it done but the goal of what they wanted on a lot of things foreign policy and stuff like that was very similar which i was surprised by because of the way yeah. that he had described himself and the way that you had described him uh joseph said that he thinks that he lost a bet i believe that he lost a bet destiny For in, the order, blue hair? in order to i don't know or to go on the to do the debate i'm not sure you tell me, Joseph. Do you mean the blue hair or the debate? Kevin yeah. Garcia, I just got a paperback copy of the Federalist Papers. Shout out. People need to read them. Oh, yeah. Yes. Because that's the context of the Constitution. Yes. Without context of the con- the Constitution, you don't really understand yes. fully what you're reading. It's quite literally <laughs> it should some be the of preface. the founding fathers explaining to you why they did what they did. Yeah. You know? I mean, at the you know, you buy a little pocket Constitution and stuff yeah. like that. There's usually like a handful of the Federalist Papers in the back. Or, actually, do we have one of them here or no? I think they're at the old studio, I think they're at your house, yeah. Yeah, shit, I'd have to look. But The blue hair, just Like, the entire front of a pocket constitution should just be nothing but the Federalist and Anti-Federalist papers. Because you should read those before you get to the actual text of the constitution itself. Because that'll give you context into all of the important parts of the constitution, not the rights part, but, like, how the system is structured and supposed to work. Right. You get all the context you need from that before you even get to the, before you taint your mind with the clean, sterile words of the first part of the Constitution. It's 
that should be the way you read it in my in my mind anyways. Yeah. But it's a good read. It's a heady read though. Make sure that you're in the right fucking mindset for it because oh, it's yeah. a lot it's heavy shit. It is heavy. It's Some very... heavy dope, dog. Yeah. <laughs> well, then, you know, they were just like kind of weighing the entire future of like the freest society that has ever existed on yeah. Earth. So, you know, they do get a little heavy. Kevin's a big early morning reader. I'm a big big proponent of that. I like to keep a book in the bathroom, you know, instead mm-hmm. of sit down in the morning, read some pages of that before I get in the shower. There you go. I think that's a good time to be doing that type of thing. It's better than at night because all you're going to do is read a couple pages and pass out. Shout out, Kevin, at yeah. the triangle. At the triangle, that's bro. Right. Jim Rader, what are your Trump VP favorites? I heard some crazy crap today that Trump contacted rfk oh jesus christ early on for vp i like vivek or tulsi i heard tulsi yesterday i'm not mad at that tucker would be great but it's a pipe dream i also do not think that tucker would serve in government um the and that's as much as i would like to see vivek do it i think that's the hesitancy around vivek too is that he doesn't have experience that would uh lend him to be in a high office like that yeah. you know and even though they know what they're talking about they're very intelligent i don't have any reason to believe that they couldn't do that job mm-hmm. i think mostly for appearance reasons they need somebody who's served in some form of office before yeah to show that they've even though fucking donald trump did not before he was president i still think you know mm-hmm. well let's how mike pence got there donald trump and mike pence did not fucking know each other no. you know eight no, years ago yeah and so the whole Nine, ten years ago, I should say. Eight years ago, being on Twitter. This will actually, I think this will be good just because it's like a little mini topic in itself because it's it's 2024 related, but parallelly, right? It's yeah. like, it's not the same conversation that we'll have in part two about 2024. No. But, um, so the VP thing, there's a couple ways to try to examine who you would want to be your VP. Um, kind, of, kind of based off of what you, your end goal is. A lot of times, um, people pick a VP in to kind of bring in a group of voters that they that the main candidate would be suffering trying to pick up. Right. Like when Donald Trump picked up Mike Pence, he right. was looking for like the Christian conservatives. The, the, yeah, the Christian conservative vote, and then now he doesn't need those because all them dudes are all on Trump's side, hardcore, and they don't even like Mike Pence anymore either. But he did bring that evangelical. I think that's what they call me, yeah, the e- e- yeah. evangelical voting block. He brought that originally. <laughs> um, but Election now... Election journalism is dumb as fuck. I hate it, dude. <laughs> it's like, how, how racist and, you know, categorical do you have to get? I got a good let me ask you this for this, guys, for part two to explain Ooh. to you why we're... You know, <laughs> make it a little bit easier to fucking... Right. We're going to talk about our motorways 2024. It's the country. This is what's going on. But mm-hmm. to make sure that it's this is relevant. <laughs> right. But yeah, I don't know what voting block, like... Trump could solve by picking up a VP. Like, I don't know if that's anything that he could do. I used to want like a Vivek as VP, but also I think he's better served as just like a, a Steve Bannon level like presidential an, advisor. An advisor. Yeah. Somebody, cause Vivek needs to keep him up to date with what the government like would need to do. I feel like you got to let that dude flex though. Like you gotta, you have to give that dude a little bit of power so he can, let him close some shit down, you know, or at least yeah. like if he's an advisor, he's got to <clears throat> have a strong position to be telling you, telling Trump, 
these are the things that can go. Yeah. Like, these are the offices that you can cut right now. Yeah, and, people and this are is gonna, how you do it. Yeah, they're going to talk shit, but you can get it done. I already talked to the lawyers. These are the avenues and the, the levers yeah. that need to be pulled in order for you to cut this agency out. And yeah. it'll take a year or two to fucking spin everything down or whatever and reallocate all that everybody because you're not going to cut that many jobs out of the government. Yeah. They're going to find different places for them. But this is how we can remove this office from, you know, yeah. from the people. And that's why, like the Vivek thing like he needs to be involved in some capacity but he needs to be involved somewhere where he can get screen time and can actually be effective in whatever it is he does and I don't think he would have that effectiveness as a VP that just you know but some people also look at the VP position as somebody you can groom for four years to run for president when Trump can't anymore the there's been a lot of talk about Tulsi there's been a couple people out um roger stone and another guy i can't remember his name um but they did a big twitter spaces thing last week where they were kind of like or two weeks ago i think it was like not not yesterday friday but the friday before last um and they were kind of like loosely putting out concepts of who trump's vp is going to be because supposedly Mm -hmm. he has picked it but i think they're also probably running some like misinformation just to get people talking and stuff like that because they were dropping things like it's a he it's a white man he's from he's from new york and so like all the signs kind of and he's not in politics right now wouldn't it be funny if it was rudy giuliani oh, it's not gonna be wouldn't that be it, so funny that'd be so funny <laughs> you can't be doing <laughs> that that would be, chaos. <laughs> that would be, that would be utter dude. chaos but no like the through like the process of elimination by the categories that were supposedly said on this Twitter space, it was going to be Lee Zeldin, the guy that was running against Kathy Hochul for New York okay. governor. But that does when you look at like what good that would do for a Trump run in twenty twenty four, it doesn't really get him anything. And Vivek will get him the youth. Like yes. Vivek gets him the young conservative votes that they already like Trump. They're already mm-hmm. into Trump. You know, they're already like a MAGA folk. Yeah, but the that gives them the longevity because I think a lot of youth, Gen Z, whatever, will perceive it that exact same way that, um, you know, Vivek is now being groomed, like you said, to run when this term is over. Yeah. He's going to be the next guy up. And I agree, Joseph says, the vast majority of Trump voters want Vivek, and I, I think that that's true. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that I believe it would be a good idea. Vivek would be a good choice. I think oh, he yeah. would be an extremely good selection. Uh, one thing I do believe well, Vivek works. is smart. Yes. Trump is not that smart. Trump doesn't know. He's not tapped into the yes. culture like Vivek is. And this is something that actually I think works against Vivek, that Donald Trump doesn't want to be outshined by his VP. Yeah. And so he's not going to be Can't one. Can't be having that. He's not going to be one to be open to a vice presidential relationship where Vivek has a ton of power and can run around doing a bunch of shit because if he's making more moves and more media coverage even if it's negative media coverage than Trump is I don't think he's going to be pleased about that no he needs his Um, he needs to be the number one guy in the spotlight and Trump is looking at real big picture stuff I think when it comes to presidency um the Tulsi thing no I don't know if that would help much because she's not going to win a a ton of Democrats, you know, mm-hmm. you'll get some moderates, but also most of the Tulsi people already like are soft conservative anyway. You know, mm-hmm. they may not be Trump people, but they're soft conservative people. I don't think they'll be. I don't think that will win them over. I don't think so either. I don't think there's anybody that would vote for a, a Trump Tulsi ticket that wouldn't already just vote for a Trump ticket with anybody else on their name. 
I don't think she's going to bring anybody in particular over. And especially with her background in, like, her recent background and, you know, like, common sense gun control and shit yeah. like that. Like, no, don't. Right. Don't be doing that, dude. You're going to. There's going to be some MAGA people that are pissed off about that. And that could cause issues for Trump because even though it's a little bit of like a technicality thing, mm -hmm. technically more gun legislation or negative gun rules were implemented during the Donald Trump presidency than even during the Obama presidency. Yeah. So that's again, it's a it's kind of a whatever wishy-washy thing, but the ultra conservatives who are more politicky about guns than I am. Um, I hope that that makes sense more like traditional politicky about guns than I am are yeah. really going to stick to that thing of, Oh, well, remember when this happened with Donald Trump and this is just him yeah. leading more. Do you remember the, this the thing. bump stock ban that yeah, ultimately exactly. got overturned anyways. And like, now he's picking a gun grabber like Tulsi. She's in for the red flag yeah. things. She's like, I, I don't think that would. Oh yeah. And that's not going to be a death sentence for him or anything, but it's not going to work well for him in the conservative circles for that to be even yeah. in the news cycle or even in our case the same problem too yes except worse because he's also got that hardcore like climate change background too former environmental lawyer and all that and that would be difficult for them to parse because <clears throat> donald trump is going to be walking around saying drill baby drill all day uh -huh. well, rfk is like well actually don't drill baby drill please yeah. don't do please that. don't do that yeah that's what i don't yeah, I, I have no idea. That would idea. get him those other votes for sure. If he had RFK, that would that's well, I believe that would bring a lot of people over because I think that RFK is getting a lot of moderates right now. A lot yeah. of people right in the middle of that um, are yep. disgusted with either side, Republicans and Democrats. That mm -hmm. I don't think it'll win him a huge number of people, but the people that are RFK people, the voters that are RFK voters that are already a little bit more conservative, will yeah. Like, all right, well, I'm down for this now. Yeah. Democratic voters that <laughs> Dana would Dana White VP, Jim Ryder says. Let's fucking go, dude. <laughs> Dana White VP would be amazing. Dude, C-SPAN would just have to be constant bleeps if that's the whole thing. Yes. When Dana gets... And Dana talks like us. There's a there's yeah. no fucks given when Joseph he starts talking. Garrett, the only reason we might not give a vake... Oh, that's the only re reason we might not give a vake. If VP is picked to draw voters, which... Is why I think it should be vague. At this point, if you don't vote Trump, then the VP isn't going to change that. And I, that's kind of where I'm at. Is that yeah. I, I think that's what you said too. Is that I'm not sure there's struggling to find think of a person who's really going to draw in a ton more people that are not already Trump people. Yeah, you know. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot. I mean, fuck. We'll talk about it later in, in like the more 2024 talk and part two. But I mean, there's a lot of people that are coming out to like these open primaries and stuff voting for like Nikki Haley and stuff like that that yeah. aren't planning to vote for Republican president anyways. It's it's super, super weird. But you're not gonna get how would I put this? The anti Trump vote is so hard. I don't see that many people will choosing to vote for Trump just because of whoever his VP is. Yeah. That wouldn't be voting for him already. And Nikki I just don't see it. You can't pick Nikki because she is has terrible. already... She's also already been so anti-Trump the whole time. Not necessarily anti, but, you know, we need to move on from this. That's like mm -hmm. uh, counter-Trump, I think, is going to be the best way to put that. Trump called Glenn Beck and asked his opinion. It was Vivek. Trump told him that's what everyone he has asked suggested. Dude, that would be fucking sweet, though. I, I would just say that would we be We do know cool. he tends to listen to the people that, if he's asking opinions, especially a specific person, it's because he gives a shit. Yeah. It's because he cares about what your yeah. opinion is going to be. Yeah, he's going to ask 
Tucker Carlson a question, and he's going to listen to what Tucker Carlson has yes. to say. He's going to ask Glenn Beck something, and he's going to listen to what Glenn says because he likes the people that like him, and he can trust them in his mind. Oh, Trump a vague presidency would be amazing. It would be pretty dope, <laughs> it would be dude. Just such a fun time, dude. It would be so much what fun. A fun time to own to like run a program. It would be, oh. you know. Let's just hope for the best because yeah. that would be fucking sweet. Because I can't think of anybody else other than some random no name politician from somewhere. Trump of eight. What about yeah. Carrie Lake? That's always the thing I keep hearing about too. <laughs> Trump Carrie Lake. But that's like the same, the same person. Thing. It's the same thing. Yeah. Their audiences are the exact same people. Twenty twenty eight for Vague Trump. Oh my god. <laughs> Let's go. That would be amazing. Oh, oh dude. Oh, oh, that would be hilarious. Yeah, Trump would be like eighty eight at that point. Yeah, or something like that. He'd be super fucking something old. Something like that. You know, it's wild to think about is so that funny. sometime in the relatively near future, like in the next ten to twenty years, Trump's going to die. I He's not young, wanna... dude. People's lives are going to be devastated, dude. There's, it's going to be the. Uh, you remember when he first got elected? There's the most famous like teacher out there on her knees, like screaming no at the yes. sky. That will happen around the nation the yes. day Trump actually dies. Dude. There's a gal. <laughs> who... Just be the fucking hardcore mega people. No, um, Lacey from our fantasy league. You know, she. She, like, makes big posts for Donald Trump every year for his birthday, you know, on social media and stuff like that. She would be one of those people if Donald Trump dies, when Donald Trump oh, dies. Yeah. yeah. She'll cry. She'll Dude. drop a tear, too, for sure. Like, it's... You've got to remember, a lot of these people that have been around for so long... I mean, they're fucking old as shit, dude. Yeah. They're all... You know, Donald Trump's going to live longer than Joe Biden is, for sure. For sure. For sure. But, it, I mean... Joe Biden could die at any time. Literally, he any could, fucking he second, too. any moment. <laughs> He gets more and more like old every day. You got to be, he's got to be walked around by handlers and he just shuffles along. And it's, it's scary to think, dude. It's scary to think that dude's got the keys to the nuclear football. If he takes too deep of a breath, you're like, <laughs> crack, right. crack the rib. <laughs> we got some guy that comes in, in the middle of the night and just puts the mirror up to his nose. Okay, you know, he's, he's, he's still he's good. 70% of Nikki voters are Democrats who will vote fuck Joe Biden and not drawing many votes by that VP pick. I totally agree. Yeah. His body may be older, but Trump's mind is young, way younger than Sleepy Joe. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. That's, people have really started to, um, like, search out audio clips and really play these any mistake that they can find of Donald Trump, you mm -hmm. know? I think we also forget he's also running a presidential campaign, that this is... <clears throat> All the reporting, all the reporting, all the things that we hear every year. You know, this is arguably as stressful as actually being in the presidency itself. Oh, all dude. the traveling, all the bullshit, all the speaking. Even mm -hmm. though he's not running a traditional campaign, he's yeah. still out there campaigning all the time. He's oh, just yeah. not in the standard primary states. And he's and he's having to go to fucking court hearings yeah, and shit too. He's on top of that, all over the place. So I'm not, you know, not that I'm. In love with the idea of geriatrics running the government. I think this is a generally <laughs> bad thing. Yeah, right. But 
let's you know if we're going to make excuses for joe biden let's make an excuse or two for donald trump that he is running a presidential campaign joe biden is not he's yep. hanging out at the white house he's not doing anything <laughs> they're not even doing primary shit they're not doing any of that type of stuff they're running ads which have mm-hmm. nothing to do with him they're probably just fucking uh ai'd up into whatever they need oh, for him to say because yeah. he's spoken so much and it's probably easier than trying to get him to read something that's coherent for four minutes oh yeah so that would take four hours to try to record one four-minute statement. Yes. We can type it out in fucking chat GPT, and it will say it for us, and then we can just put together a collage of images and videos in the background, yep. and then we can use the same clip from 40 years ago, I'm Joe Biden, and I approve this message. Yes. And then cut, send it out. Done. That's, this is exactly what's going on there. So there is no campaign being operated or being run at the White House. No, it's, dude. They're, they're doing weird background write-in fucking campaigns and shit. It's... We'll talk about it later, but it's some weird shit that's going on. So, weird shit, bro. Yeah, let's remember that there is <laughs> he is running a presidential campaign. I think that it's reasonable, you know. Yep. Vivek was talking about it. He's some night he's getting four or five hours of sleep, you know, stuff like that, or two, three, four hours of sleep. Yeah. Donald Trump is probably operating in a very similar fashion. Mm-hmm. So when you're 80, if you only sleep for five hours, you're going to be a little on the rough side, you yep. know. Trump and, strikes me as one of them dudes who gets very, very little, quote-unquote, like, night sleep. I feel like he he's like a power nap dude. Like, you think so? Catches 15, 20-minute power nap throughout the day and then stays up for like 18 hours a day, crashes for a couple few hours, and then right back at it again. How do you keep your hair like that if you're napping? Oh, I mean, it's it's probably an army of stylists and people that are just ready to go. Anytime he goes out. Anytime. I bet he, there's no way he lets uh, multiple people handle his hair. I wonder if he does his own hair. You wouldn't surprise like, me. Just don't fucking touch it. I got it. I've been doing it He's this like, whole I, I time. Got this quaff thing going right. on, bro. I wonder if he does his own hair. Yeah, I because wonder. I think he might. He it wouldn't surprise me to be honest. Yes, it would not surprise me. He's done it multiple times. Oh, Trump recites. Uh, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? He does his own hair multiple times. <laughs> I was like, what? I'm seeing an awakening in various communities that previously voted Dem. It gives me hope, thousand percent. Uh, Trump recites a story about snake. About at, a snake at rally? Oh, as a cognitive test and absolutely nails it every time. He's done it multiple times. Oh, yeah, that whole... Uh... Yeah, he's got like a thing that he says all the time. Okay. It's like snake, apple, whatever. I don't remember what it was, but he, he, <laughs> okay. he did it like, he's done it a gang of times. Okay. It's pretty funny. Trump and Carrie Lake would just be bad for us. Yeah, the media would explode, and she doesn't bring anything to the table that Trump doesn't. Bill Belichick needs your. <laughs> oh, Bill Belichick <laughs> needs a job, dude. Oh, Bill, the PPC. <laughs> Our fucking military will be insane if Bill Belichick is in the PPC spot. Dude. Our defense will be uncanny. All of New yes. England votes for Trump at that point. Let's fucking go. Maine, Vermont. Wow. New Hampshire. Every, everything becomes a red state in, in in New England at that point. Jim Raider, you may have just unlocked the key to 2024. Is yeah. it Bill Belichick? VPC? Somebody get a hold of Glenn Beck and Tucker Carlson and let them yeah. know to start dropping Bill Belichick in there. Trump Belichick 2024. <laughs> I need a Trump Belichick 2024 sticker. That's amazing. Belichick, oh, that's amazing. <laughs> I love that so much. That's so fucking funny. Dude. We're just out here to do. We're just gonna do the work, man. Everybody's gonna do their job. Oh my god, I 
love that. <laughs> I love that. That'd be fucking so sweet. We are going to take a harsh shift to local Skirks! politics. <laughs> um, we'll take a soft, sh- a soft shift there. You had told us a couple weeks ago that there was a local push to get Trump off of the ballot. Yeah. Right? In Kitsap County. Tell me how this resulted. It didn't. It just, it, he, they, they got it up to a judge, apparently. And he just was like, I'm not. This this has no place in my courtroom. A Kitsap County judge. Yeah, you said it started in Bremerton, right, or in Kitsap? Yeah, it started in Kitsap. Yeah, and so it got its way to a, a county judge, and he's like, "We're this is not the place to do this." And so he told him to pack it up and try again. And so they decided to go for a Thurston County judge, which I think they're still in the process of doing that. But I don't think anything is actually going to come from that. I mean, <clears throat> go over to the fucking King County. If that's what you really want to do, right. you know you get some support over there from the Seattle folk. I think there's a lot of shit going on over there in King County, though. You, yeah. A lot of the court system is real tied up in King <sighs> County. It's a tough. Lot of, a lot that's of right. people being moved through there, even if they're just being fucking pushed right out of the building. Still a lot of... A lot of yeah, a lot of court dates to yeah, be. Court yeah, court dates. Thank you. <laughs> <clears throat> Did you see all the... Uh, there was a... For the George Floyd riots that happened during the summer of love, a bunch of them sued the city of Seattle for pr- police brutality when they were throwing fucking yes. tear gas and shit like that. And the court sided with the protesters and the city of Seattle has to pay out, I think it's $50 million to a hundred people or something like that. And if you guys don't remember, people. right, if you don't, it's fine. There was a lot of crazy video footage around that time uh we played a ton of it there was an awful lot of fucking standing around by police officers a lot of hanging out a lot of fucking yep. chilling right i took the gun class with the uh, john karugi right shoot a rugi shoot a rugi the man had to go and disarm a fucking protester who had pulled a rifle out of a police vehicle tell yeah. me where the police are when a private security officer who is there protecting Brandy Cruz, who can do reporting down in downtown Seattle, he is the one who needs to use his private firearm, right, his personal firearm, to disarm a protester and then try and deliver that firearm to a police officer who's staying at a checkpoint. Explain <laughs> to me where the police officers were. Not that I'm, I mean, come on. It was what real, the fuck are we doing, you yeah, guys? It was, it was dumb. But it's yeah, a that's, perfect use of our money. That's Seattle. That's Seattle in a nutshell, really, isn't it? Give it to the fucking assholes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Perfect way to go. But yeah, that's with, that's yeah. really the only update on that that Trump getting him off the ballot thing. That's not going to happen. Fools. 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 Why do people put ice cubes on their burgers when they're grilling? That's called clickbait, Donovan, and I don't nonsense. know. Uh, uh, Why would you do that? I'm trying to think here. It might be if you're going to cover up the grill... You would probably, you know, to create steam or something like that, maybe, or so that the, uh, yeah, so that they don't get dehydrated, I guess. Don't get dried out. That's know. weird. It seems like or a, don't overcook your fucking burger. Yeah, place an ice cube on your burger when grilling. Here's why. No thanks, clickbait. Yeah, we're not clicking on it, but we want to talk about why. Do it. I don't understand a single reason why you would do that. No, it just means that you're cooking your burgers wrong really i've seen people do that to like you said melt cheese you know yeah. if you're doing it like in a pan put an ice cube in there cover it up yeah melt the cheese but i wouldn't do that anyways because you're going to cool down the pan too much how about nick freitas for who's nick freitas nick freitas i know that name who's nick freitas nick freitas is that uh that's oh i'm thinking about nick fuentes but i don't know who that is let's give her a goog real quick give her a goog jmo Yo, did you see that video of Mark Norman? The Vegas State Delegate. Virginia State de- Delegate. 
Interesting. I don't know I who remember, that is. I remember the Virginia State House social media influencer. Oh. This guy. Yes. Okay. I've seen this guy on the Instagrams. Uh, yeah. Mm. How he's always drinking Green coffee. Bray? Yeah, he's always drinking coffee. That's like a very close, like a TikTok style. You know, let me tell you, fucking about. Oh this, yeah. You know, I'm talking. He has a beard in all these videos. So that's yes, why. yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. I know what you're talking about. I know people like him. I know people really like that guy. Oh, look at that. Lean back to the Constitution. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I think you're probably right about that. Interesting. Interesting. I know. I knew. I knew that name. Yeah, it sounded familiar. Well, good for him for fucking... Uh, so he's running to be a delegate right now. Yeah. In Virginia. <coughs> Interesting. Well, he is in the House of oh, Delegates. Okay. There it is. Okay. So this must just be his emailing list. Yeah. Get Future. on there. And yeah. Give us money. Good looking cat. Good for him. Yeah, man. Former Green Beret. Shout out to that. Nice. It's pretty cool. Cool guy shit. Yeah. Hanging he does out with his the own teams. podcast. His wife is, in an, is also on it. It's amazing. Nice. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, I've seen him on the Instagrams before. On okay. the Instagrams. Um, let's talk about Bremerton stuff really quick, right? Okay. I can send you this article if you would like. Um, let's see here. I like so your articles. Um, some movement on what we're going to do for housing for homeless people. That uh, is, is what this article is about. Obviously, didn't think about exactly how I was going to deliver this, but... Um, <laughs> You know, housing for housing solutions people. for homeless people, temporary housing solutions. There's been a couple of different. We've talked a few months ago about, you know, uh, there was the proposed city ordinance to like let homeless people camp on select pieces of city property, yeah. and um, so this is that was voted down, um, but made it so there's like okay to par like if there's. If there's no beds open is what it is. If the yeah. shelters are open, there's no beds. It's okay as long as it's not parks and stuff like that. So this has to do with something that was voted in within the last two weeks. And there were kind of two plans that were going on, right? There's the mayor, Greg Wheeler, who operates independently of the city council. He's, like, not a voting member of the city council, I don't think. But, you know, they work uh, together but also independently to kind of do things, whatever. They make their own rules, propose their own ordinances and things like that. It mm -hmm. was up to Greg Wheeler to – he had been tasked with coming up with – a solution for the number of homeless people that are existing on the streets of Bremerton and the surrounding mm -hmm. areas in Kitsap County. And his solution was what is called a congregate shelter, right, in Oyster Bay, which is not too far from here. It's uh -huh. right here in, in West Bremerton, around Kitsap Way. And a congregate shelter is essentially a giant building filled with beds where people can go and stay, right? Okay. That's like what this is. There's going to be some showers there, some stuff like that maybe. There are no... Transitional, transitional services, there is not anything to help you get out of this thing. It's just a place that you can go and stay at, right? So the other option that uh, they're looking at, which I believe, yes, is this article here, is what they're calling a hybrid-style homeless shelter, right? And what this has to do with a hybrid style is we'll read this article and then we'll talk about it a little bit. Okay. Um, so Bremerton O.K.'s homeless shelter with options, right? Cheers erupted inside the Norm Dix government center in the late hours of January 17th after the Bremerton City Council headed to the words, heeded the words of its residents, voting 6-1 to one in favor of a hybrid homeless shelter that supporters say will maintain human dignity and safety. The resolution includes a $1.3 million contribution from the 2024 city budget. 
The proposal was introduced as an alternative option to the proposed 100-bed sprung congregate shelter on the Oyster Bay Avenue. The partners are Kitsap Mental Health Services, Bremerton Housing Authority, Kitsap Community Resources, and St. Vincent de Paul, which is, uh, is that a national thing, St. Vincent de Paul? I think. If I it's feel not, like I've heard yeah, of that If before. it's not, it's a local religious charity thing that they have like a... Uh, thrift store that you can go and buy things there. They also mm-hmm. host a homeless shelter for men and then like a separate one for women and children um, that operate in the local area. A third proposal introduced by Councilman Eric Younger would have potentially allowed both options to move forward. Quote, our vision ultimately is to create an intentional pathway to permanent housing, kids and mental health services CEO Monica Bernard said one that incorporates elements of low barrier shelter as it is being proposed by the city but also incorporates transitional housing and the permanent housing options low barrier shelter means like it's easy to get into mm-hmm. you know um, just so people aren't thinking that it's like literally low barriers like not small fences oh, yeah, it's got half know. walls that's well <laughs> They're called pallet houses is one of the things they're talking about. And I was confused by that. And it's kind of a colloquial term because it's a tiny house that like can fit on a pallet. You know, Mm. it doesn't really, but that's like, it's a very small house. So that's when they're talking about pallet shelters and congregate. I thought they were talking about literally building like a fence of pallets and like y'all motherfuckers can stay here. And I was like, that's not a good idea. Don't (laughs) don't fucking do that. So that's, I was very concerned when I originally had read this other headline. Um, Tony Ives with KCR, which is Kids Up Community Resources, talked about collaboration efforts that have come about as a result of the proposal and common questions of whether it would be better to do the easy fix or the right fix. We can be one of the models, he said. At this point, everyone is looking for innovation, not going backwards, but going forwards. The lack of shelter shelter space contributed to a homelessness crisis downtown last summer, and despite the early opening of the Salvation Army seasonal shelter space, excuse me, several encampments remain on the outskirts of city limits. Many of those camps are visible. For example, to the drivers on Highway 303 commute between East Bremerton and Silverdale. I don't know if you know what they're talking about, but up behind the hospital, um, if you are coming from Silverdale to Bremerton, right, if you take that first left, if you're to get onto the highway right after work, right, if you're going to go into Bremerton instead of whatever the fuck. East Bram? Yep. Okay. And you're going to go past Ridgetop, right, that yep. first big corner, the hospital is kind of over that little hill. Yep. There's a bunch of trees right there. It's all fucking full of tents. Oh, shit. It's all shit. full of people. It's really? all full of people, yeah. Ooh. You check it out. It's all full of people. I don't like that. Um, so that's what they're talking about. Is <laughs> There's just a fucking... It's got to be 30 tents in there at least. Like, it's a gang of people that are in there. Yeah. Dude. It's wild. Well, the hospital's uh, right there. It makes sense, yeah, I guess. Precisely. It's... They all... It, none of these things take much reasoning to be like, why is yeah. this here? You know, like, oh, this is right here? Okay, I understand how one person's here. They told somebody about it, and now there's fucking 10 people here because it's right next to this fucking gas station or, you yeah. know, any number of these things. So there was a huge one um, right next to Kids at Mental Health, kind of behind Fred Meyer in East Bremerton. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a fuckload of woods there. There used to be a shitload of homeless people that live there because it's right behind the Kids at Mental Health Center. That's yeah. where if you're losing your shit, just a hop, skip, and a jump right over there. Yep. They'll hook you up and then send you around on your way. There's a, there's one developing one next to, uh, it's in the parking lot of the old Pier 1 next to Hobby Lobby. There's a couple really? dilapidated RVs that people are living in, and I saw a few extra cars that were definitely not drivable anymore, but yeah. people were living in them. Well, yeah, I saw that be, today. 
there used to be the one uh, kind of in front of the Y, you know, the YMCA mm-hmm. and the Kitsap uh, Sheriff's Department, actually. And then they fenced that all off. So I would imagine that's yeah. what a lot of those things are uh, is from there. Because it's just, uh, we talked about the rocks, too. They've started to, yep. uh, this Put is a crazy place around. to live, you guys. It's, a, it's insanity that's going on here. <laughs> one of the things they've begun to do to deal with the homeless encampments is when they clear them out, right, then you have a big uh, right away or something like that where you used to have 10 tents there. So now they're using tax dollars, right? The cities, the counties, wherever these things may be, are buying about a fuckload of boulders. And then they're just filling these right-of-ways with boulders so that you can't camp there anymore. So yeah. that it's impossible to sleep there. It's just Yeah, you just rocks. you just drop a bunch of big-ass, like, two, three-man rocks around yeah. just so that pe- there's no room to set up tents and shit. Yes. And people can still walk through there and hang out and do the, do the whole thing, but you can't be setting up a, a tent. tent. That's right. That's how they're solving the crisis. Rocks. Just fucking fill it up with rocks, dude. What is going I mean, on here? That's how you drown cats at a farm. We're going to put them in a bag with rocks and just throw it into a fucking lake. Like, that's a, what, what are we doing? That's how you drown cats on a farm. <laughs> <laughs> seems right to me. I don't know. I've never lived on a farm, but I've heard people talk about it. That seems like a way to go. You guys let me know. Joseph, you had a whole, if you had a slew of cats that you all needed to get rid of. You know, I don't, I'm not saying that I would do it that way. I love cats. I'm just saying I've heard people talk about <laughs> putting them in a bag with, with rocks cats this way. Yeah. It's like you, you hear about it in like movies and stuff too a lot. Yeah. Also the media podcast. This is a thing, you know, oh, a yeah. lot of real country motherfuckers. On that. <laughs> I've, I've heard more than one person talk about having to murder cats in a bag with rocks or other various heavy objects oh. because that's how they handled things. They had too many feral cats around the barn. Yeah. They're like, we'll fucking bag them up. What is going on here, dude? I don't like, like that. I'm not saying I would do it. I don't like that. I, that's me. why. That's yeah, why I, I use it because it evokes such horrific imagery. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. Dude. What we're doing to these homeless people? They're still people. We're just fucking putting them in a bag with rocks, treating them like cats on a farm. <laughs> cats on a farm. That's what we're calling this episode. Maybe I'm writing cats that one on down. Cats on a farm. I just the the farm aspect of that statement. I was just like, I don't, I you know. That's how you get rid of cats on the farm, I guess. Let me know if I'm off base here. (laughs) I'm I'm telling you. It's not right. I'm saying it's not a good thing. I'm not arguing for it. I'm saying it's a bad thing. Yeah. (laughs) Treat them like cats on a farm. Don't be doing that. Council member Jane Rebelowski said two words for what she saw in the summer encampments: severe suffering. It was horrific what was happening to a lot of the people on the street. People were dying down there. People were being trafficked down there. That is true. There were little children living in horrible conditions. Also true, she said. She did say the last part. She said that. I said also true. Community members showed overwhelming support for hybrid options, imploring the council to trust the experts and not subject those who are already uncomfortable with the sole congregate shelter space to another potentially devastating environment. Apparently... I don't know where it's at, but another article that I read uh, was quoting a bunch of the people who were at the meeting when they voted for this. And one of the women who spoke had a daughter who was homeless. 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 And it's like it's a homeless, religion just, now. Yeah, ish. it's uh, with long hair. Um, so. Tassels. <laughs> so An unkempt mane. There is apparently a congregate shelter somewhere. I don't know if she's talking about the... Um, Salvation Army one or a different one but that her daughter had spent time in it and she said you know my daughter was like um, assaulted there and she didn't feel safe there and she's like oh makes sense you know oh, yeah. um, and so that's part of the concern about a congregate shelter is just that 
you the know, safety aspect. The level of monitoring the safety. What's the fucking point here? What's really going on? Like, is it? Uh, and you know, Jordan's stepdad. He's a. Di- we really got to have him in here because he has a different job now that's even better. It's even more hands-on. Mm. It's a be- he's he's going to all these city council meetings now as like a oh, representative nice. for whichever one of these fucking things that he's working for. So. It's- He's in an even better position now to answer some of these questions for us. Um, I, I foresee us disagreeing on a lot of things, uh-huh. but he's going to have a ton of information. He's got all the knowledge. So, especially the chat. Chat's not going to be a fan. Chat's <laughs> not going to be a fan. But he's going to answer a lot of questions. He's gonna Chat's be able to not answer. a fan of us half the time. <laughs> Chat's not going to be a fan. But <laughs> it's going to be a good time, I promise you. So I will the talk G to him. The G unit will get yeah, very upset. The G unit, you guys are going to be. He's not going to tell you that you should have people in your house because he's definitely. His grandkids are my children. So he totally understands the safety aspect and concerns of it like that is a 100 understood so he has a very realistic understanding of what's going on but um he's a little more lefty than i am you know that's bit. all just a little more lefty little than bit. i am that's all so that's I mean, one of the concerns he's in a punk rock band so. <laughs> he's in a punk rock band so that's one of the concerns about jaded mary shout out um we don't we'll call them the sponsor for this segment um, not <laughs> not an ad um but <laughs> So that's one of the concerns with the congregate shelter. So the hybrid option they're talking about is uh, a large uh, building shelter that also has like a children's area and like play stuff and a bunch of services built in there. So transitional services to like uh, figuring out what's your barrier to housing. And I was talking mm-hmm. late about this on Dax's birthday about this specific thing. And that's part of why it's in here today is because he was telling me about this. Um, it's like that's uh, the big difference between the congregate shelter and this large shelter that will be involved with the quote unquote pallet shelters. Um, um, and I think I'm talking about like 30 of those outside of this mm-hmm. large building. And then the building, from my understanding, will be mostly women and children. Like that's the focus on the large building. And then the transitional service will be able to get, like get your laundry done and be able to get a shower and get cleaned up. And you can get medical services there. And you can get uh, to fucking school if you need to or like help you get a job. Figure out, like I said, what your barriers are. Help you get into a zero rent apartment or something like that. It's outside of this shelter. And mm-hmm. then get you a job or get you a job. Slowly start you, building your life precisely. back together. So that's the goal of this hybrid style shelter shelter um and then for people who are not drug addicted and shit like that and can live in, in their own little thing then you can live in this pallet shelter outside of this congregate shelter mm-hmm. quote unquote because that's not really what it is it's not congregate but that's i don't know yeah. what else to call it large style shelter women's shelter, whatever the fuck the big building is going to be yeah. with the services there so that you can still access those services during the daytime when you're living in your pallet shelter and you can also have a place where you can have a job and come back to here and you're not it's not costing you any money you can build up money and then go and live somewhere else and it's also like uh, adjacent to apartment complexes and in one of these articles was like this is strategic so that they can you know look at the apartments and be like i can fucking live there one day and they have something to dream on it it's real fucking hokey and yeah. you know fucking gay but it is what it is <laughs> we were in there a it's little bit super like i said super gay super duper gay <laughs> but um this it is where we live so it's where the people are um a lot of them. so it's very interesting i yeah. think this congregate shelter this multiple shelters thing right it almost feels like there's kind of two the different times we've talked about this, right? Especially with the time after I listened to all the stuff with Greg Wheeler and we we're talking about the size of Bremerton and uh, Kevin's like, you don't fucking live in a small town, you fucking idiot. All the things, you know. It kind of feels like there's two different kind of schools of thought going on in Bremerton, right? That there are, especially when I think about the Greg Wheeler thing, because when I was reading quotes from him, you know, it's like, oh, this is dangerous and, you know, we're not thinking about the safety of a community and blah, blah, blah. That's all like, he said the same shit to me. You know, but the things that I hear 
about him and see him doing are counter to what he's presenting to us. Mm-hmm. Greg Wheeler's a fucking snake. Okay, don't yeah. let that be confused. Yeah. There was I, he had me fooled for about five seconds when I talked to him on the phone. Then I was like, oh, this guy might not be a total asshole. And then ever talking to multiple other people, like, no, he is an asshole. So mm-hmm. Greg Wheeler's a fucking snake. Don't don't let that be confused to anything. Typical politician. One hundred percent. You know, yeah. and that seems to be kind of the difference between him and the city council. City council are people who have jobs. And then also serve on the city council. So yeah. they're a little more tapped in. They're definitely on the you know upper crust of Bremerton society that they're a little separated from things. But oh, yeah. they do work regular jobs, quote-unquote regular jobs. I have yeah. no idea what any of them do, but they work jobs. And then I think one of them used to be my math teacher, actually. Oh, I kind of think one of them used to be my math teacher. Um, yeah. Her name was Jennifer Chamberlain. Um, and I'm pretty certain that that is my junior high math teacher. So... Oh, yeah, but there's a picture of him on the website. I hope so. If not, yeah. let's see here. Website. Jennifer Chamberlain. So that's the one I was talking about. Um, why don't you scroll down and see if there's a picture of them? There might be like a members page or something. Or uh... So I'm thinking like just it's going to be like our, our government. No. Oh, my God. Wow. You're doing guys. too much stuff, City of Bremerton Council see here do, 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 do. boards and commission Meh. council president council president all right that's her oh that's not her that's wait not her maybe no i don't think so no does no. it say anything about her past appoints appoints approves monitors no yeah i don't because it was an older lady when i i don't think that's her mm-hmm. oh well she seems real young to be the president of a city council, to be honest. Well, uh, it's hard to tell, though. True. People these days, you know, it's it's difficult to tell who, just by looks alone, like how old somebody is yes. anymore. The miracles You're not of wrong about that. modern science are interesting. Yes. So, oh, two schools of thought. This is what I was getting mm-hmm. at, right? Um, one where they kind of want people to eventually be housed, right? Where, like, they have, like, the transitional services. They want people to eventually not be homeless anymore. And uh-huh. the other one is just kind of fucking scoop them all up off the street and get them in somewhere else. You know, that's it's kind of the vibe that I'm getting when I'm hearing the different comments. Like, because that's what Greg Wheeler, his proposal is not to get, not to make people not homeless anymore. It's yeah. just to have them not be on the streets. Yeah, which, put, him, put him somewhere concentrated. Yeah, to a certain extent is like the goal. Obviously, none of us want to see people, tons of people living on the street, you know? Mm-hmm. Nobody wants that for our own optics and because it's fucking people living on the streets. Nobody oh, yeah. wants that, you oh, know? Yeah. But if and it gets not, more dangerous. But if you're not helping them not be homeless anymore... Then what are you then, doing? Because Greg Wheeler's also saying that, you know, part of the issue with the hybrid shelter option is that it doesn't address the people that are homeless that just want to be off the grid you know they just want to like maybe resist fuck those people that's not yeah that's you, not that's not you who you're talking be about. off of the grid go be off of the grid you don't get to be a burden to society and then also not be on the grid it does not work that way if you mm-hmm. want to be off the grid you're self-sustaining that's what off the grid means if yeah. you want to get government services you have to do shit. You don't get to come here and fucking do nothing. That's Again, right. Now, I think we're huge proponents of government services here. But if you're going to come, that's what you're going to get. You don't get to do nothing. That is not how any of this works. That isn't mm-hmm. the rules of the game in fucking liberal America. Yeah, it's right? supposed to be a – you're supposed to be on a path to not being homeless anymore. Yes, that, there, is, there is a trade-off here, right? I'm not opposed to you living off the grid. Remove yourself from society 1,000%. I don't care. I don't care if you want to be here or not. No. I don't want to fucking be here. I don't want <laughs> – Man so ought to do what he I, thinks is best. I get it, right? 
you don't get to be a burden on society because you want to be left alone. No. That is not how any of this works. No, that's counterintuitive to being off the grid. Yes. So You're supposed I'm not... to be by yourself doing your own thing and saying, fuck the rest of the world. Right. So fuck the people who don't want to Don't be tapping live... in. Right. Oh, a right-of-way is not off the grid. No. A, if there are power lines running overhead, you are not off the grid. No, dude. That is, if you have a cell phone, you're not off the grid. That isn't how any of this works. No. So I don't care if this doesn't address their specific needs. Your needs are not going to be met in the city. Yeah. That's not – there's a – This is uh, a per- person operating outside the system. You're not going to – Yes. You're not getting those. Yes. The, you're the not getting those. The system does not help you if no. you want to be outside of the system. No. I've, That's a stupid fucking thing to say. I'm telling you. Wheeler's a fucking snake. I don't like this guy. I don't like the mm. bullshit that he's like, oh, this isn't a good option. He's just no. a fuck. He doesn't want to do anything, you know? Nope. So, it's a stepping stool on the on a more politically powerful career. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm interested to see how this is going to go down. I don't I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. You mm-hmm. fucking have to do something. Yep. You know? Got to do something. You have to do something. And if you're going to... If this has a chance of instilling a little bit of personal responsibility and motivation in the people that are there, then I think that's a good thing. You know, if you're finding a way for people to not be homeless anymore, that to me sounds like a good thing. Yes. Um, and it seems like the goal. Yeah. Setting aside the government expenditures, whatever, blah, blah, blah. They're going to spend this money already anyway, whether it's going to be on the Oyster Bay facility or on this other facility. I would rather it be on a facility that's going to help people learn to not be fucking homeless and victims anymore. Yeah. That sounds like a positive thing to me. Yeah. That's, that would be the best way to go. And yeah. it doesn't surprise me that he's uh, not sold on the the hybrid idea just because it's like you said he's going to try to find something to to stick to and if it's the off the grid folks if that's his the hill he wants to die on it's not like you're going to become a very popular person like that for if that's your stance and because of that you're going to advocate against this hybrid system i don't think the people are going to like that very much because the most of the people just want people off the street so they don't have to they don't have to walk by them and and he you know. hears from the people a lot so that's what his you know to a certain extent i kind of understand also you're the mayor the whole idea of you being elected to run the town is that you are looking at things from a higher perspective than everybody else not like looking down at everybody but mm-hmm. you're looking at more than just people are telling me this okay you're the head of the government, You, this local government. You see all of the shit, right? You have access to all yeah. the data, all the information, all the people who are doing all the research, all the things, all the counting, all the oh, yeah. all the heads, whatever, right? All the city services are under your You, you have the information. I, you shouldn't be making decisions. I. This feels so counter to like everything I've argued. But your, your decision-making can't just be people are complaining about this, so this is this, you know? Because there's a lot of not in my backyard type of shit that you know i'm certainly semi-victim of the children are home um that is reasonable but does not solve the problem and yeah. that's your job supposedly in the government is to solve the problem not to just address complaints oh, yeah. but to actually solve the problem he's the president of bremerton yeah he is in charge he's the executive of the city and so the city council is his legislature that passes proposals or whatever it is and says okay we're going to do this and then it's his job to execute the will of the council yeah and if he has to do that with the contextual knowledge of everything all the the information that the city gathers yeah and the desires of the people that live under his rule 
He's got to check with the plebes and the serfs, find out what, what they really want. And then when the city council says, do this thing, he has to take all that into mind and then act on it, which he's not very good at doing, which is no surprise because he's just, he likes being mayor. Yeah. He likes to be important and sit in that really, really expensive building. Let the underline to all of this be. I'm not sure that this is uh, really working the way that we designed it to. <laughs> no, so imagine that. Let that be the underline to all of this. Man. Yeah. So I'm interested to see kind of what's going to happen from this, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it will be interesting. We'll see, you know. Indeed, we will, good sir. Yeah. We have a, what do you got there? So this is interesting. My brother sent me this the other day. Can you read that at all? Yes. Kitsap taxpayer. As a concerned member of Kitsap County, I am writing this letter. This is like the same thing that I got about mm-hmm. the... Because I didn't get this. Okay. And I'm also someone... in this like district. Yeah. As a concerned member of Kitsap County, I am writing this letter to inform you of some issues coming up with regard to the North Kitsap School District. The North Kitsap School District is running a $242 million plus interest bond in February. This will cost you as a property owner... 84 cents per thousand of assessed value or for example $420 a in additional property taxes per year on a five, half a million dollar property. I have no confidence in the current board that it is in charge of this and in my opinion is just another yes board. The superintendent's base pay is $221,000 a year plus benefits. With health care and other benefits that would be an estimated $250,000 per year. No one has explained what education, skill sets, and experience the superintendent has to justify this generous salary. In addition, they never do. No. In addition, we have five administrators who have a base power, base pay of over $190,000 per year and a community relations person making $123,000 per year in base pay. That's a lot of money. Oh, yeah. These generous salaries are not for our kids or how hard these people work. Are not for the kids or how hard these people work. I think most of us know what it takes to earn $200,000 a year. And they earn these salaries while grades and enrollment continue to drop. The Pearson area has had a school for 100 years and the district plans to close the school and has bought property on Thin Hill for $4 million, about four times the assessed value to replace it. Why? They plan to tear down Wolf Elementary School, only a 30-year-old school with four empty rooms, and build new. Why would you tear down your 30-year-old home or office? I do... Yeah, this is that school you drive by every time you come out to Kingston, the one right up. It's where, like, the... On the right side? Yeah. Okay. That one. This is where I, went that to, one down. where I went to elementary school. Okay. Is it closed now? I don't think so. It's still up and running, but they're going to tear it down? Oh, yeah. I mean, my, uh, the uh, Jake's family, mm-hmm. uh, you know, their kids went to Wolfley. I mean, I, I don't think they're, I think they're all at elementary school now, but I'd be, I'd be interested because I still see, like, the fucking school traffic and shit that comes out Well, they there. changed the sign. Yeah, that place is still open. Yeah. Okay. That's weird. Yeah. I do not trust this board. They've recently had two board meetings out of town, making it difficult for working people. Why would they do that? Working people to be able to attend to learn more about what is planned to, to challenge it. Three people tried to attend the board meeting that was held in Bellevue, which that's fucking in Bellevue. Yeah. Which was posted for two to six p.m. When they arrived, they were told the meeting was over and it had started at one thirty. The deceit goes on and on. Please help the North Kitsap School District Bond Committee to oppose this. I do not like to ask for money, but we are in need. When they failed this. I am hopeful that it ends here, but they may try again. Would you consider a $100 or $200 contribution in support of a no vote or anything you can do to help us stop this? Keep in mind our state constitution mandates that the state's paramount duty is to apply funding to amply fund education. And, in fact, schools have received significant new funding from the 2012 McCleary Court decision. If you would like to support this, please mail checks, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Interesting. And, and I just I, – that popped into my head – like it was one, on his door? One, yeah. One might say it was top of mind 
for me because I while we were on that uh, that Kitsap Daily News article, I saw this one too. Okay. A detailed look at North Kitsap School District bond proposal. Oh. And so I I haven't read this yet, but I just saw it pop up like that, and it reminded me. About. Yeah. Um, so voters will decide on North Kitsap School District estimated two hundred two hundred forty two million dollar. 20-year bond proposal during the February 13th special election uh, requiring 60% approval to pass. If approved, the bond would pay for many projects across the district in efforts to modernize and expand deteriorating schools and to improve safety. North Kitsap School District document says um, it would only add 84 cents per $1,000. Yep, that we, what we just covered. Uh, specifically, the bond would rebuild Wolfley Elementary, so it would be a rebuild. Um, rebuild Pearson Elementary at a new location, including additions at Gordon and Paulsville Elementary, along with the Paulsville Middle School Phase 2. Upgrade Kingston Middle School, improve North Kitsap and Kingston High School's uh, baseball, softball fields, and athletic facilities, and make district-wide safety improvements and critical repairs. Uh, additionally, the bond supports... Equitable access to safe and modern schooling, of course, um, eliminates aging portables and includes district-wide improvements with stable taxes per North Kitsap School District's website. Key component to is to reduce or eliminate portables as they are 36 as there are 36 across the district housing approximately 900 students. 25 are over 20 years old. What's Do wrong you, with a portable? I guess they're just. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong. It's just a. It's just a. It's I've a taken, single. I took a bunch of classes. I've taken many classes dude. in portables. I don't yeah. know what the. Maybe they just get really old, and the like the longevity isn't there, and then they become really expensive to maintain or replace. Who knows? And I kind of thought that they were cool when we were in high school, like because it feels like the campus is bigger. You know, yeah, like you're, like you're not in other, the main building. Right, you're going you go to go to the portable twenty one. Yeah, super weird. I had them in fucking elementary it, like, school. It sucks during the rain and stuff, but ever it rains here all the time. So yeah, get fucking used to it. That's what's the problem with the portable? That's yeah, interesting. I and I wonder what the incentive is to rebuild the schools as opposed to repair them. Like whatever's wrong with them. Yeah, I don't know. I, it can't be cheaper. It's weird. I mean, a remodel definitely seems cheaper than doing... It would take a fucking long time, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, how long did it take to rebuild fucking... Uh, what is it? Uh, Olympic? Olympic, Olympic High School? High School? Yeah. Long time. Yeah, yeah. And you... And that was a multi-million dollar project. the kids that, that go to the elementary school when the elementary school is not there anymore? Like, for the time, they have to go to other schools? Yeah, that's... You fill other schools with the kids that go there? Because yeah, usually it's just like you just put more portables out there. Yeah. To close down the sections of the school that you're working on for fucking two years at a time. And I then wonder, you turn around and upgrade them. And I wonder what would be less distracting. When I was in elementary school, we got a new roof. I remember getting a new roof through like two or three years because it's a fucking school, you know, so it mm -hmm. takes like a long time. There's multiple layers oh, yeah. to all the stuff. Um, I wonder what would be more distracting, like having the work go on while you're conducting school or having to go to a different school for like two years while they're rebuilding your new school. I was pretty young when that happened, so I don't remember, yeah. you know, how distracted I was by that. I know kids are impressed. I would, I'm just interested in... Yeah, me too. I That's, don't know that you could okay. quantify it or whatever, but... Yeah, because where are you going to put them? I mean, if if this is the way it's talking, like all these schools are too small, essentially, and yeah. they need additions and all this stuff. 
can you afford to like cut out a whole school for a year or two and then put them in already overflowing schools i don't know we had schools closed when i was in school and if a lot of kids, man. There's a lot of kids that go to the schools around here. I don't know oh, yeah. if all schools are like that. I have only ever gone to school here, but their schools have always been very full here. Always, always. been very full here. Even when I was a kid, we were all still full back then. You know, average 30-plus students yeah. in a class, you know? Yeah, we had some that were up to, like, 35. That's so many kids, dude. It's a ton of kids. Ugh. Sorry, my nose is leaking. No, you're good, bro. The, uh, That's really interesting. That yeah. I'm very intrigued by that. And like, I will why? say that, I mean, the, what was it, 48 <clears throat> cents or 84 cents? 84 cents, cents per thousand dollars. Yeah. So every property owner now is going to get fucking hosed on their, on their property taxes for that. And you, we already pay a shit ton of money for that, too. I mean. Yeah, what, fuck property taxes. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like a, first the percentage. Years, a it's gay as shit. Oh, dude, yeah. It's super fucking gay. It just always be going up, huh? Always. Always be going Always up. be going. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, well, you, the, the value of your house went up X amount according to the to the county. So now your tax has got to increase by X Ooh, amount, too. Oh, yeah. I got a letter from the auditor. I bet that's what it's about, too. Because yeah. we did the, the HELOC stuff, so they, like, reevaluated our home. Yeah. I bet that's what it is. I'm like, oh, it's looking worth more than you thought, oh, you look fuck. At <laughs> look at that. Those and, oh, bastards. by the way, your taxes went up, too. Bastards. Because you... Uh, I mean, they do it every year, too. It's not great. The assessed value. Well, and the levies and the fucking... Uh -huh. a, we just got a ballot for a levy this week for a Burlington school district. Hell no. I ain't sending my kids that gas. Fuck no, fuck dude. Out of my face. Don't be doing that, man. Get out of my face. There's, there's got to be a better funding mechanism than taxing the fucking homeowners, the property owners around your school district. Yeah, I told you... I hate that so much. And I think there might be grow to like, certainly Western Washington. It's Gotham City over here, right? It's And not in the way that, you know, it's dark and terrible and you get robbed any moment. In the way that it's hopeless. This city doesn't want help, right? Think back to the Batman Begins movies. Yeah. Like, the city doesn't want help. They don't. They don't want. They don't want help here. They want the government to solve their problems, which will never happen. Yes. It will never ever work. So, they are destined. They are doomed to continue to have more and more of their money taken from them, more and more freedoms taken away from them, and less and less choices as the years go on. I don't want to do this. I would rather remove myself from this. I'd be talking. I've lived here my whole fucking life. Yep. I've lived here my entire life for the last. Certainly five years. I have done everything that I can. To all the people that I know here, you are getting fucked. You are getting fucked by living here. They are taking your freedoms from you, and you do not give a shit telling them how to fix it. These are ways that you can try and do this. Oh, I don't, it's hard. I don't blah, blah, blah. Then this is what you fucking get, yep. and I don't feel bad for you. This is Gotham City. Bremerton is because it's where the people are. This is the biggest metropolitan area in Kitsap County, all of Western Washington. This is fucking Gotham oh, City. Yeah, These dude. people do not want help. I am no longer here to tell you a pathway forward because you, you aren't going to fucking do it. I'm going to tell you the ways you're getting fucked because that's all that I can do for you. This is what you get. This is what you've done now. Are you pleased? This is this is what comes from this decision is this thing right here, right? We're going to talk about a gun law now that's an expansion of whatever. As I'm writing it down, I'm trying to think of like, oh, we know we just need to do this. We need, nope. No, this is an expansion of what you fucking already want. This is what you asked for. Everybody in Western Washington, this is what you asked for. When you start getting fucked at your house, when your property is stolen from you, when you can't defend yourself, when your family is taken from you, when members of your family, people you know, are murdered, and you can't do anything, this is what you get. 
when people try and come here, whether they are your fucking government, whether they are a militia that you don't agree with that is big enough to gain influence, I don't care who it is, whether it's the fucking Chinaman on the other side of the ocean, I don't care who comes here. When you can't defend yourself, this is what you get, and I don't feel fucking bad for you. I told you the whole time, we tried to tell you, we explained to you exactly how you were getting here. This is the decision you make. If you do this, they're going to take this from you. Here we are now. This is no longer about how you can turn it around. I'm going to tell you, I will give everything. I hope it is. I hope that you can turn it around. I hope that we fix this because God damn it, do I love here. I love it here. This is my home and it probably always will be, even if I don't stay here. I'm no longer here to tell you how to save this place because unless you take the responsibility upon yourself and kick these dumb pieces of shit tyrannical motherfuckers out of office, you will never exist in that freedom. You will continue to be subjects of their will and this is just the future that you're choosing. So Word. there's a new gun law that happened over the new year. Uh, it is like House Bill 1143 or some such shit, right? It institutes a 10-day waiting period for all firearms now. Um, there is an additional background check that is going to be done by the state police officers as well as the federal background check that's being done i don't know because i looked at we'll talk about that in a second but mm -hmm. there there's nothing uh seemingly additional that i can tell on the state patrol background check than the federal one uh, on, it like, can't be more intense on instagram stuff you know people were saying they're gonna look in your social media and they're gonna i didn't see anything that said that i know obviously yeah. nothing like i guess precludes them from doing that but there's nothing on the website on state patrol website mm -hmm. and in the state law the rcw that said that they're gonna look at your social media so um i wonder what because there has to be something markedly different that would happen on the state level than that have either that or it's just another layer of bureaucracy so that they can raise the cost and there is an additional fee it's like another fee of twenty dollars or something like that i think it gets added into the purchase price of the firearm Jeez. and maybe it maybe it covers just more state laws like if there's if you have state convictions that wouldn't mm -hmm. necessarily pop up on a federal background check um, because we have some other things that like might that would potentially preclude you on a state level from owning a firearm that maybe are not the same as like a federal statute mm -hmm. maybe that's what it is um, yeah. but i try to look it up it's, it's a list of shit so you would have to just compare and contrast you know what's on the federal list compared to what's in the state list but yeah. looking at the list of the state things i didn't see was anything that said directly like your social media or your whatever we'll go over it yeah. um and so it's the 10-day waiting period it's the additional state patrol background check and then there is also the same safety course that you have to take to purchase an AR-15 now, you have to purchase or you have to use, you have to take to purchase any firearm, right? So well, I want to share this link with anybody. Mm. Um, there it is, because this is the same one that I used. And I don't fucking, you just heard me. I'm like so torn about this whole thing. You know, oh, you take every opportunity, make sure people understand. I fucking talk about it all the time. You understand this is tyranny. You understand this is dog shit. So all I'm going to do now is tell you ways to get around it, okay? This is a free class that you can take if you live here. It's online. It takes about two fucking seconds, and it will get you the certificate or whatever that you need to go and buy a gun. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to pay any money at all. You don't have to do, because obviously the state has ones that they sponsor, but they cost money, you know, all the things. But this one is through sporting systems or whatever. It takes like five seconds. You can do it online, click through all the things. It's very simple. And then you have the certificate in case because i've gone sometimes and been asked for it and other times not been asked for it so yeah who knows um like when i went to 
sportsmen to pick up an AR. I did have to show them this certificate thing, but then I went to buy a lower somewhere else and I didn't have to show it. So yeah. I don't know if, if it's even different store policies, if whatever. I keep all the shit in one folder and I just bring it with me every time I fucking go buy a gun in case anybody needs anything because it's all dog shit. Anyway, I should be able to go to my fucking <laughs> neighbor's house and say, hey, that's a great gun. Do you want $700 for this? Exactly. I would love that. Here you go. Yep. It's not uh, so watch intro video, click get started, read and understand material on each page, pressing carry on uh, button to move to the next page. On the last page, click uh, complete course, enter date required and complete checkboxes. Get you, certified, you baby. Download yeah. and print, baby. That's it. You That's just print it out. Yeah, so awesome. it's the same thing that went through I-1639. It's the same training course, yep. to my understanding. Excuse me. So I took that one. Like I said, it takes five seconds. It's nothing. It's all it – it covers – it says the classes covered eight specific topics before purchasing or transferring any firearm. The things they cover are – again, I've talked about – we have a whole video about 1639 after yes. I realized how fucking dumb all this thing was after telling people to vote for it because, again, I'm a fucking Washingtonian asshole. Wait, we. We, uh, we that's bro. True. You weren't alone um, in that. That it goes over just the basic things that any reasonable person would tell you before you shoot a gun for the first time anyway. Yeah. The basic gun safety rules, suicide things, safe storage, like regular shit, you know, that if yep. I, one of my friends asked me, what are the things I need to know before I buy a gun? Here's the things that I do in my house and the shit that you need to do if you're going to handle a gun. Exactly. That's It's literally all of those things that I would say to them. So. It's nothing. Um, nothing new. Nothing surprising. Nope, it's, it is it's what nothing it is. special. It's all bullshit. It's all nonsense. But this is the reality that you have chosen. Not anybody here in this show because you guys aren't idiots. But, That's right. Uh, the mass voting block that is Western Washington that consumes the legislature of this state. It's fucking um, insane, dude. I mean, yes. they're looking at proposals now for uh, allowing state felons that are currently incarcerated to vote and to sit on jury panels so that's fun while they're serving time that's going into committee this week and then same with that sex offender bill that i don't think we'll really talk about today um that's also in committee again or coming into committee for this session too the jury thing is super weird. So you've, oh, yeah. you've proven to us now that you don't have a good moral base, or the, at the very least you're making poor decisions in this particular time in your life because you're in prison. Mm -hmm. But in um, the name of equity, we're going to put you on this fucking jury so that we can make sure that all facets of our society are having an input on people's future. Because I'm, so sure, equitable, that's, bro. I'm sure that's what it is. It's is a thousand percent. It's the same thing as the sexual board, you know, making sure that all walks of life are being considered and all effects and yeah. potential whatevers are making sure that they're being considered. That's nonsense, right? We have you, to have somebody in, that's currently on incarcerated sitting on a on a fucking a jury yes of your peers you're because, in prison right now yeah <laughs> i don't know if convicted felons are are you know a member of my peer group necessarily no just no. because they're of the same yeah age listen i got a lot group of or something like a lot that. of friends that have done time but i don't think that while you're currently serving time you should be dictating whether or not other people have made good decisions or um, affect state fucking public policy yeah, through you know voting what? the voting thing the voting's not real anyway so i'm kind of that's I, true I, i'm it's dog shit i hear you but at the Go same time same time like it's 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 very similar to me with the government funding thing like you want to continue to show people this isn't real do that expose yourself yeah. because that's all this does <laughs> you you're just showing people more and more that it's not fucking real mm -hmm. we can take it away we can give it to you we can give it to some people we can take away from these people we can do whatever we want it's yeah, not whatever it's fine. that's fine well you talk about how it's an intrinsic right you go ahead and fuck it around <laughs> like it's a privilege because that's exactly what it is it's all nonsense if you oh. want to continue to de degrade people's faith in the voting system you fucking go right ahead yeah because the more elected 
predictions you try and pull off where you're like, oh, we won resoundingly. You just look more and more like fucking Putin. You yeah, know? So dude. Go for it. If yeah, uh, if you want to delegitimize the they election love it system, too. I support you because you are a goddamn idiot. <laughs> these people are fools, dude. That's the same deal with the fucking, uh, you know, illegal immigrants that are like voting in like in new york and stuff like that local elections i get it i understand your justification like you live here this policies are affecting you also you fucking came here illegally you have no legal protections to exist here so in what world should you be receiving some form of legal rights that are granted to people who fucking do live here under legal protections what are we talking about here this is nonsensical it's yep. absolute dog shit. i have no <laughs> idea what you guys are doing it doesn't make any real sense i hear your argument you sound like a fool and <laughs> I'm you're a fool. I, yeah. So <laughs> if you want to continue to show people it's not real, I'll, I'll keep telling them. That's oh, fine. That's I'll right. read the stories and say, do you see how it's not real? Do, do you, you see, see how it's completely fabricated that this isn't a right? It's in fact a privilege. Do you see now? I'm asking you to look, but that's fine. We'll keep I, doing it. I got my rights, bro. I got my rights. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah sure. Show me. Fools. Fools. Yeah. What do you got here? Oh, this was just, um, I was going to ask you how much you love uh, traffic cameras. Sounds like cameras. taxation without representation or something. Yeah. It sure does. Isn't it weird, Joseph? Yeah. We've got, we've got a uh, new set of traffic cameras going up on like uh, red Highway light cameras? 305. Yep. I don't like. I don't like any of that. Surveillance state. Let's go. This is just a, it's, this is taxation. This is a way to coerce extra ta tax money it's out, of, out of the base. It's just there so that. Without the the use of a tax collector with a badge, aka a police officer, that'll write you a ticket, this will just take a picture of you, assume all of your guilt for whatever alleged crime this was, and then send you a fine in the mail that you will have to pay or you'll have to go to court. So I don't I don't like it, but I if anybody in the the local area doesn't know about this. They need to be knowing about yeah. it because the first time they're going to know about it is when they get a fucking ticket in the mail. It's right at that big ass intersection on Viking. Yeah, that's yeah, that's they're going to put those um, Viking Avenue, Knoll Road, and Highway three hundred five. So it's just it's just Paul's boat doing Paul's boat shit, dude. Yeah, that's just what it is. Same pe same people trying to spend all that money for the school district. So it's self checkout for the popo. It's a thousand percent. Oh yeah, do you yeah, not yeah. have these in fucking Florida, Joseph? That's, self checkout for the popo. It's all yeah, it's all over the place here. Yep. It's the and it's a weird like. We talked about this not too long ago. That you know of of all of the rules of all the laws, right? I can begin to get down with like traffic laws because people die in cars all the fucking time oh, yeah. there has to be a, some form of general understanding of how we're going to conduct ourselves in a vehicle you know to try and keep ourselves mm -hmm. safe however right however we've also talked about the examples of the red light syndrome that if you're if no one is around for you for you to hurt for you to harm what are you doing you are in fact not doing anything wrong there is no problem here if you are smashing through a red light at viking when all of the there's a problem here right yes. when everything is full <laughs> you're an asshole you're gonna fucking kill Shouldn't somebody be doing that right also if you Robots shouldn't be catching you doing crime. So, no. you know, that's not how any of this works. That is not police work. That's that's, that's real I, bad stuff, yeah, dude. There's a difference between, like, a, you know, whatever, AI searching for CP on the Internet. You know, people like spreading CP and shit like that. Like, that's very different. But a robot sitting around waiting for someone to do a no-no. I'm not yeah. going to. That's no. Yeah, and what are you going to do? You're going to sit out of traffic. You know, let's say cameras don't think. Right. Right. They just do what they're told to do. And so like you stop a little late or something like that, come to a yellow light and you cross the line just a little bit and then boom, you get a ticket in the mail because you ran a red light supposedly. Happens or, all the time. 
Yeah, or, or you, you're inching over it because you're going to turn right and you yeah. fucking yeah yeah you just got a little too far out in the other lane and then boom you get picked up. Yeah, like, what? You, this is not how. Because this is a justice system issue. It's a justice system yes. issue because this is you automatically. I mean, these if we switch to a really authoritarian system of like driver licenses with like points and shit like New York does. You can rack up a bunch of points that'll go on your fucking driving record. Next thing you know, your insurance right. cost goes up. The you point can, system, you know. yeah, I didn't know about that until I was in a deal. That's super duper interesting. Oh, it's fucked. I only got three more points left on my license. Points on your insurance, yeah, that's really weird. Yeah, because it fucks your insurance and stuff too. And it's yeah, that's weird. It's not good, dude. Yeah, it's it's you know we're just it's just another step towards the good old social credit score system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I saw that and I was like, oh, that'll piss everybody off. You shouldn't that's be good. doing that. No. Tell Word. Um, well, I think with that, we could probably close out I this think first, so. uh, first part here. I think that's probably good. So um, with that, I think we'll call this um, an end to part one. Of course, I want to remind you, you can follow us on all of our personal social media. I'm at Salt of the Street on Twitter and at alpac underscore Donovan Instagram. Collins at Bibberdoff. You have both those things. Everything at saltofthestreets.com. Patreon.com slash salt of the street. You can go there for uh, the beer shows that we used to do, the book club. I have all these things over at the top here. The newsletters, the review previews, all these things we have here on the YouTube. It's all beautiful. We have lots mm-hmm. of content there for you guys to check out. Of course, we have the SOS IDs. I need to adjust my uh, template for my notes here at the top. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, this was IDs that dropped last week, and the first ones did. Uh, go to the Patreon. Make sure you get signed up. Everything at SelfTheStreets.com. Right. Yes. This segment and all the others brought to you executively produced by Seek. The man, the myth, the legend. With that, we'll be back in a few minutes for part two, some national topics. Thank you very much. And we're back. Thank you very much for joining us, everybody. This is Salt of the Streets, episode 163, part two. My name is Donovan. I'm Colin. We are thrilled to have you here. It's been a great episode so far, and we are here in part two, closing it out. Just kidding. We have more parts after this. Closing it out. Um, So, let me just write something down here real quick. Um, We're going to be talking about a couple different things in this part. We're going to start with the federal report on the Uvalde shooting. We're not going to spend too much time on this because... There's not really a lot of new revelations here, but I want to make sure this is brought up so that we can talk about the inherent dangers of uh, entrusting your safety to people other than yourself. So that's what we're going to go over a little bit of that stuff. And then we're going to talk about some government funding things, 2024, and then a couple different Biden topics to go over the things he's going to try and do to retain that office in 2024. Ugh, so, the worst. God forbid. Indeed. Gross. So we're going to start with this report here on the Uvalde school shooting. We have a report here for an article here from the New York Times. Five key takeaways from the federal report on the Uvalde shooting. Uvalde massacre. Massacre. Um, More than a year and a half after the school massacre in Uvalde, Texas, the Justice Department on Thursday published a painstaking independent examination of the law enforcement response, finding broad and unimaginable failures that delayed medical care to the victims. Nineteen children and two teachers were killed, and at least 17 others were wounded. Officers took 77 minutes to confront and kill the gunman, who was contained with his victims inside a pair of connected classrooms at Robb Elementary School. Quote, people would have survived, Attorney General Merrick Garland had said, had there been a swift response. I'm going (coughs) to write something down real quick. Um... Link to original. Original. Yep. Uh, I'm going to oh, make sure I'm yeah. going to link to the when we talked about the Uvalde shooting when I post this uh, on Monday. So if you guys want to hear our original coverage of the Uvalde shooting and all that type of stuff, because that's going to be a more animated response, maybe a little more what you're looking for. Indeed. Um, I cried. 
I got yeah. so emotional. I yeah. got very upset. So if you want to see that, I'll have that linked in the Spotify notes of this on Monday. Shout so out. Check out for that. That was a whatever a year ago, whatever it said, yeah. more more than a year and a half. So you know, it's been a while. Go back eighteen months in our YouTube, and you'll find it. Um, the six hundred page report describes an in in describes in often Jesus Christ that one, that one threw me for a loop. In this six hundred report six hundred page report describes in often minute detail the maybe minute detail, the breakdown in leadership, training, coordinated, and communication uh, among the large number of local, state, and federal law enforcement agencies that arrived at the scene. It highlighted the misinformation and poor handling in the immediate aftermath of the school shooting on May 24, 2022, that deepened the pain of the victim's families who, in some cases, were told their children were alive, only to later find out that they had been killed. Here are the five key takeaways of the report. Federal investigators faulted the school police chief for delays. Within days of the shooting, blame fell on Chief Pete Arandondo. Talked about this, who led the small police force in charge of the Uvalde school shooting uh Uvalde public schools the director of the texas department of public safety steve mccraw accused mr arandondo of being primarily responsible for the delay in confronting the gunman mr arandondo who was fired has defended himself saying he never believed he was in charge you're the police chief you fucking idiot yeah others among the scores of officers who initially responded also did not move to quickly confront the gunman including state police troopers and texas rangers but the justice department report refocused scrutiny on mr arandondo whom they called the de facto on-scene incident commander repeatedly highlighting decisions he made that investigators said had been wrong in particular, the report faulted Mr. Arndondo for a critical decision, transitioning from treating the gunman as an active shooter who must be immediately confronted to a barricaded subject who was contained and can be approached more slowly. <clears throat> Obviously, the inherent issue that we find with this is that we know that Chief Arndondo and other people around him had uh, expressed knowledge that there were students, children who were alive in the classroom at the time. That, in and of itself, would should have stopped them from transitioning their consideration of this subject or this situation in to a barricaded subject. Yep. That's nonsense. It's still an active shooter. There are still people there whose lives can be taken or can be saved if you act. We all know, everybody knows, because of how much school shootings are talked about in America, since 1994, since the Columbine shooting, the across the board, the the playbook has been to go in and stop the shooting as quick as possible. Yep. Right? That's That's been the whole idea the entire time. And uh, as we talked about the first time around, you know, the idea that there are police officers there who are not that's literally your whole job right mm -hmm. there are um i mean just stacked up in the hallway just standing there yes. waiting and then being held off starting to go towards it and then being you know told to <coughs> to go backwards and oh, we're going to clear the school first we're going to clear the school first and then we're going to come back and we're going to do this stuff so we're going to do there are far too many people with badges who shouldn't have them um <coughs> i still very much Feel, sympathize, empathize with the origins and the genuine intentions of law enforcement, um, which is not to control people, but like quite literally to keep the peace. You know, that's what the original intentions of this of this service was. Uh, these people are cowards. Fear is natural. Obviously, everybody feels fear. That's totally, completely natural. What is supposed to set these people apart, police officers apart from the everyday person, is their willingness and training to push past that and act when it's necessary. Kind of like your if, whole job. If this is what you've done, if this is how you're going to conduct yourself, you have no no business being a police officer. You should have be nowhere near a badge or a gun. If you're not, you shouldn't be anywhere near a gun, especially if you're. We've said that about people who are 
carrying firearms to defend themselves every day for personal use, right? If you're not prepared to lay your life down, you shouldn't be carrying out. That's the potential of that happening. If you if you're going to pull your gun out, you might also get shot. That's part of what's going on there. That's this is what's happening. You're entering a deadly confrontation. Yeah. That is what's happening when you introduce a firearm to it or you introduce yours to try and combat somebody else's. You are entering into a deadly confrontation. Which is your job. This is the reality of this. If you're not thinking about these things to their logical end, if you've not considered, oh, my God, is this really what I'm doing? You shouldn't be carrying a gun. Yes. This is a very, very big decision that you're making here. If you're going to allow the state to give you a badge and a gun and give you control and power over other people, the way that they control their life or the way that they live their lives, whether or not they're in a fucking cage or not, you, you owe us to step the fuck up when the time calls. That's all these regular people out here who have ceded their safety to you. You owe it to them to do your fucking job when it comes down to it. They're depending on you. Literally. That's wrong as it might be because they're fools for doing it. They're depending on you. They've ceded their safety to you because you've offered to do it. You've said you're willing to do it. You're a piece of garbage. You are a piece of trash. These, these people gave it to you. They trusted you with their safety. Wrong as they are. Stupid as fuck as they are. They did that because you said you would do it. Yep. You're a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. But you shouldn't far be too many of just look at it as just another job. Yes. Yeah, I don't know what the numbers are. There are, you know, there are good cops, there are bad cops, um, but obviously. Uh, mm-hmm. We know we know some people who are police officers. They're good people. They're not. They don't do that job. Fucking Caleb or whatever down in Texas, you know, he's not a police officer because he wants to control people. That's not why he entered into this industry. Uh, officer Brian. Officer Brian is not a police officer because he wants to control people. You know, that's not. I don't have any inclination of any of the times that I've interacted with him, but that's why he's a cop, you mm-hmm. know. I have every reason to believe he's doing it because he wants to do a good thing. You yes. Know? So, yeah, I get the vibe from him that he is actually there to try to yes. make his community a better and safer place. There are good police officers and there are bad police officers, right? People who give their lives and people who use their power to take advantage of of the other people, right? That's there. We see that all the time. I've been watching, I've been talking about it here, just a, a retarded amount of police footage. It's, it's <laughs> unhealthy. And, um, uh, you know, a huge portion of it is like, a, you know, 13 times police officers knew they fucking lost their job, whatever, you know? And it's like, a, that's because that's how they're all, you know, that's how they're all labeled and stuff like that. And so it's people who are, they're planting drugs. They're fucking lying to people. They're arresting people when they know that they can't. They're intentionally infringing on people's constitutional rights, thinking that they're going to find reason that's going to justify it afterward it's bad it's it is bad. horrific and this is not unique to america this is how people work there are there are good people i don't even whatever it doesn't matter i'm, fucking, <laughs> I'm telling this is how life works there are good people and there are bad people. i don't even know if i believe that for the sake of this argument this is how i'm going to lay it out for you there are good people and there are bad people there are people who are fit for this job and people who are not fit for this job yep. right i Nope, we're going to keep going with this. We'll talk about the other part later. Uh, there are people who are fit for this job and people who are not fit for this job. The people who are not fit, they are going to, in some cases, quite literally try to fuck other people with this power. Indeed. This is not a good thing. This needs to be weeded out as deep as possible if this particular industry, this portion of our society, is going to have any hope of continuing to, ex- to exist in the future because it's that behavior, the murderous behavior, the deceptive behavior, uh, the blackmailing behavior, all of this stuff, right? The coercive behavior that's what lends to things like the george floyd riots right that's when you start to get to places like this where whether or not they're out of line there is legitimacy underlying their claims of uh improper treatment by police officers there is some element of truth here whether or not they're fucking crazy or not there's some element of truth to what they're talking about and you can't you can never 
you know, fully weed out wrongdoing and bad things. But there are some places where we should try harder than mm -hmm. others. And if you're talking about an industry where you're going to allow other people to put other individuals in cages, we should really be doing everything we can to make sure the people locking people in cages are not pieces of shit. Yes. You know? It's very well stated. You can't be... You can't build an institution to have a low trust with its society that they're supposed to be. You know, their entire core purpose for being is to, quote unquote, serve and protect the community. Right. And by having an inability, a seemingly, it, it seems to be it's very, very difficult to get rid of bad cops unless they do something blatantly hardcore illegal. Yes. Um, and even then, a lot of times the investigations are done internally. You oh, know, yeah. it's the it's the sheriff's department that does it, or the police department that does it, and mm -hmm. they're like, oh, it's only up and up, it's fine. You we know? have a division, okay? It's yes. a special division. They they're into investigating, you know, the office. It's, well, really, right? Really? So that's that's real good. I, I love it when the government investigates itself because it's never going to find anything, or you're going to find a scapegoat or an <laughs> yeah. excuse. But it just it breeds that low trust in that institution from the society, which just, that's how you get a cab. That's how you get defund the police and everything else. It just takes one viral moment of, you know, like a George Floyd situation to like, to really, really do some hardcore damage, which right. that did. And this was a perfect example. Like the entirety of the Uvalde shooting in the fallout was another, that was just another brick in the wall, if you will. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> Um, the same, I don't know how you balance, you know, the sheepish need, like grasping for safety, uh, with the morally necrotic nature of the top down leadership that exists in the country, you know, because there's a, uh, we're at a rock and a hard place between these two things, uh -huh. you know? And so I'm not sure how you balance those things, but I, I fear that the centralization of power has gone too far for law enforcement to remove themselves from the clutches of power. The people that are already in the industry, they're just, the influence over them is so great. And I think that COVID is like a, was a decent example of that. You know, we also saw a lot of people pushing back. There's a lot of that type of stuff mm -hmm. um, with gun laws and things like that. So there is some element of hope here. I'm not, not by any means saying ACAB or any of that type of shit, right? Yeah. That's, we just whenever we know multiple police officers that are good people that I, mm -hmm. I have really every reason to believe that if they were given an unconstitutional order, they would say no. Um, However, yeah. there is an inordinate amount of people who would not say no. Indeed. And, <clears throat> and it's been on full display for years. That's a huge problem, right? That is a huge, huge mm -hmm. problem when you are that kind of like where they describe them as like a buffer, you know, between fucking safety and chaos or whatever. Like when you're when you're act when you're acting as that buffer in society, you have an extremely high responsibility not only to oh, yeah. to watch out for the people who are not able to watch out for themselves or choosing not to watch out for themselves. Also, when you're receiving bad orders that you know are going to harm those people, your responsibility is to these people under the Constitution. That's what you swear an oath to. Yeah. You have to uphold that. You have to have a higher moral fiber fortitude than what the other people around you, mm -hmm. the, the necrotic nature that I talked about, you have to be above that if you want to be involved in something like this. And you, you know, that's, I think, where obviously the, the a lot of the question comes in. You can't, you can't, 
it already it seems as much as possible they have uh, moral demands instilled in the job you know you have to be upholding this you have to do this we see people still every day break those things and go against what the supposed moral codes are supposed to be for those jobs so mm-hmm. i don't know how you more strictly enforce those things the shared moral guidelines that we want them to have especially when because we talked about this in the show before the shared moral guidelines we have as a country are so far gone you know there's a huge portion of this country that we can't agree on what fucking murder is you know like what a fucking baby is what a person is like that's there's a this is a problem here on what the baseline of morality is and if that's if our country's baseline of morality is shaky i don't know how you structure something off of that exactly that makes sense yeah yeah because that's all fruit of the poison tree at that point yes. right? that's a that's a thing people say right yeah, yeah it's fruit off the poison tree or whatever because uh, yeah if if the foundation is toxic every ex- extension built off of that that relies on that is going to be toxic as well yeah and like you said that it's that centralized it's the centralized nature of it that makes it so damning is when you're tied back to an internally corrupt system like the state itself and all you are is a, a an enforce you're the enforcement arm of the state right you just by the transmitted property are going to be tainted already by some form of corruption because you're already having the roots are poisoned right and then you can carry that out as much as you want but at the end of the day you're still going to be the one having to actually carry out the unconstitutional laws or edicts or whatever it is, because that is also your job too. And And to not have the moral fortitude to identify that and choose to not do that in whatever capacity you are able to do, you just become part of the problem. Right. And we've seen kind of the side effects of this go both ways, right? In the, like a back and forth nature of police policy, right? And I think this is similar to what we're talking about, the the lack of moral founding, of moral basis there, that um, because there isn't a few things, Larry, last week, right? There isn't a few things that we can all agree on. It's just whoever is in power, whoever is in control of the police commission, whoever is in control of the police oversight board mm-hmm. that is dictating how they're doing things. So, you know, we've already seen this when it was all George Floyd and all this stuff. We're going to cut a bunch of these police officers. We're going to put in these uh, civilian care units and all this type yeah. of stuff, right? We're going to make it so the police can't pursue people who are who have stolen cars or like any of this type of stuff. That's flipped back around immediately because we saw the crime rates go up, just like it happened in all these other cities around the country. You know, this is going to continue to happen if we don't have something to agree on, a few things to agree on that like, hey, if the police see somebody who is actively using someone's stolen property, we should allow them to try and procure that stolen property. This is a good thing. Property should be a basis of our morals. If you own a thing, you own that thing, and it's wrong for someone to steal it from you. And if we have a group of people who are acting as that buffer between right and wrong, right, you need to enforce the right side of this. That's a stolen car. Go fucking get the stolen car. That's a, you know... We're talking about the likelihood of people being injured and all this stuff. We can't control what a a criminal is doing, right? This is, again, a moral problem that this person is con- choosing to continue illegal, immoral behavior as opposed to reckoning with what they've done and stopping, right? If mm-hmm. that person continues to choose to subject other people to harm and put them in danger— 
we there's nothing we can do about that other than try and mitigate that danger yeah and i don't know that allowing them to continue to maintain that stolen property is the right way to mitigate that danger sure doesn't seem like it it doesn't seem like maybe the best way to go especially if the end goal is to try and reclaim that stolen property yeah or Um, deter other people from doing the exact same thing when or that same person is going to be that same criminal is going to be much more apt to do that again or escalate the the crimes in which he's committing because he continues to be allowed to get away with it yes uh, precisely if that person when they are caught and then are then quickly turned back oh, on yeah. the street there's no incentive for them to do anything different other than exactly what they just did yep. there's no incentive for them the next time they because it, it's rare that people who are in the life of crime immediately turn around right there is usually kind of a a slow turnaround of like, oh, I, them, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad, and then yeah. we, you know we're making a difference, right? So the next time they're conducting a behavior like this, it's it's about trying to interrupt that thought process. And if they've received no disincentive to do that, they're just going to keep doing it. Yep. So this is and this is bared out yeah. over the last you know five or six years. It right. just continues to get worse and worse and worse. California is really good example. California is California is great. We New talk York City is great. All the time, but I mean. The way Gascon, right, in L.A. has has continued to choose to turn people out on the street, like lower those, the, not prosecute people. I was trying yeah. to find exactly what I'm looking for. Choose to not prosecute people and allow them to just get away with what they've done and oh, yeah. receive no punishment at all. That lower the bar for, or, you know, raise the bar for crimes. To say right. you, can, you can't technically steal stuff, but if you steal less than $1,000 worth of stuff, we're going to let you get away with it. And okay, right. then stealing stuff underneath $1,000 is not illegal anymore. Right. It's effectively illegal or yeah. effectively legal if yeah. you only get a ticket if you get caught. If you get caught. If and they'll then, even pursue. And even if you're caught on video, we're not going to try and find yep. you. We're and just, and there's no way for restitution for the person whose property was stolen. No. That's and just a big fuck you to the system. And the way that the mindset works in those areas, oh, they're businesses anyway, so they're just going to eat the cost. It's fine. It's not they a got person, insurance, you know? bro. Yeah, it's not a person. It doesn't matter. And not that I'm arguing, you know, corporations are people. They're not, but they do own things. They do mm-hmm. lose money when you steal things from them. That is a reality. Yep. And, that's, and when that store closes because right. the crime is too high, all the people that work there that live in the community are out of a fucking job. There is a person or people who own that business who are losing money by those choices. Yep. This this matters. Like oh, yeah. these things are still relevant. Yep. So. And your <clears throat> your friends or family that work for that business aren't going to have a job anymore yeah. because after, you can only steal so much money from a company before they have to close their doors and, or go somewhere else or what ha- I mean or the business shuts down. Yeah. You know, something. Joseph says, I don't think I agree with Trump on this subject. He has mentioned giving Popo immunity. I would like to know what that means exactly. And I think that's a very good question because Mm -hmm. this is not something that I'm in favor of. Even this qualified immunity, all this type of stuff, right? I don't think that... I don't think there should be different standards for police officers as opposed to private individuals. No. There's the same... The same standards that I am held to for self-defense, for discharging my firearm, you also should be held to. If you are mm-hmm. if you shoot somebody, you you are also at fault for this. I don't care if it's because we trusted you with public safety. If yep. this is a good shoot, then you don't need to worry about it. Same deal with me. If it's a good shoot, I don't need to worry about it. I'm good, right? I, you don't get different rules because you're a cop. That isn't no. how any of this works. You are no. not immune to anything because you're acting on behalf of the community. Yeah. That if anything, you're under more strict scrutiny because you are acting on behalf of us. You, you should are, be. You are 
in very close relationship with other people's rights. You're not in, you do not dictate them, but you are mm -hmm. in very close relationship with them. You are, have the ability to put someone in a cage or put them in handcuffs to restrain them, oh, right? Yeah. You, what you do matters very, very much, and you should not be given any extra leeway for doing things that may or may not be questionable yeah. uh, because of the uniform that you're wearing. Yeah, and at its base, uh, a police officer is still a private citizen. They just work for the state, right? So it is there, and by being a state employee, it should be required of you to be an upstanding citizen. Yeah. As the best citizens in the area should be law enforcement officers. They should be pillars in their community. They should be doing volunteer work. They should be, you know, the best of us because their job requires them to be, like you said, in so such close proximity to the removal of citizens' rights. Yeah. And it, it is on them to be the best of us. And unfortunately, it's not usually the case. And because of that, right, because of that, mm -hmm. I believe, I think we both believe it to be a mistake for you to entrust your safety to anybody outside of yourself, right? Yep. It is incumbent upon you to, to protect yourself. It is incumbent upon you to defend yourself. Um, at best no one is coming to save you no. at worst they are sending people to come and get you yes no one is coming to save you no you cannot depend on anybody to save your children to save your wife to save you to defend your rights you cannot you cannot especially if they're agents of the state you cannot depend on yep. them and you should not you are a fool if you do that right there were 11 officers there in the hallway at one point and one gunman they did nothing they will not protect your children. They will not defend you. They will not defend your rights. They will not defend your property. They will not defend your home. It is upon you to defend yourself. That is the, the same deal as whatever the fuck else we just talked about. This is what underlines all of this. You cannot trust these people to protect you. You cannot depend on them for your safety. You are making a grave grave fucking mistake if you do that we saw some of the parents here try and cross that border try and get across that line and defend their own children we saw the way they were stopped yep that is morally wrong that is unquestionably morally objectionable you are a piece of human garbage for stopping a parent from trying to defend their child you deserve to be in hell you are a piece of yes, garbage that is just pure evil when you have abdicated your responsibility that people have given to you you have no right to defend a parent from, from trying to save their oh, child. Dude. So there is a special place in hell for somebody like that yeah. who will willingly stop a parent from trying to save their child. I yeah. would happily, I would willingly, I can't say that. Yeah, can't say that. Bad things would happen if somebody tried to stop me from protecting my child. That's yeah. what I can say. Yeah, that would, that would be a safe way to say that. I think it's, it's interesting that you said in like the – the capacity to the capacity of job or whatever these cops are doing are given are given to them by people right they're the capacity of the community your capacity to to take life or save life has been given to you by the community but it really hasn't right it's been arbitrarily imposed on the community because you don't get to pick who your cops are no if you're lucky and you you might be able to elect a elect county sheriff. sheriff yeah and then through that kind of like in a representation type of style you can elect a guy you like who you're going to trust or going to hire deputies that he he or she will you but know that's a it, fucking big ask dude it's a big ask and then 
you're talking m- municipal police forces and shit like that that are working directly for the state. On I a, see three different groups of cops every single day. Oh, yeah. Every single day. And that's in a 15-minute drive from my house to my work. So that's, you know, in two different towns. Yeah. I see the Kitsap County Sheriff's, I see the State Patrol, and I see the Bremerton Police Department every single day. That's, that's, a, that's, that's a lot. My house, and only and my, one of those technically is elected by the people. Yes, yeah. The other ones are just dudes yeah. that get hired by different cities. Yeah, you know? go apply for a job with the city, and then boom, all of a sudden you're a cop now. Yeah, I mean, you got to go what, academy training, whatever the fuck. But right. at the end of the day, anybody, anybody there can get that job. You're not. I looked appointed, into it. You're the not threshold elected. is extremely low. It's yes. not, they don't ask much. It's no. really just a high school diploma. That's all really that you got to oh, have. Yeah. That's a driver's license. You got to be able to drive. Dude, it's That's it. it's gotten bad yeah bad i remember when i first was going to be moving back out here i had looked into it i had i had signed up to take the tests and to do all the things and the only this was back when i was looking at getting into seattle pd which was it's bad yeah, that's there. real bad i would not be there anymore i get youtube ads for them all the time like come work and work in seattle oh, yeah. pd I'm like well, absolutely not well i fuck i told you back when i was living in long island i'd see billboards on the freeway advertising for fucking seattle pd they're so hard up and the base salary was like two or three times what the nypd was at yeah. the time so it was all fucked but there was a point i had to that shit requirements uh, to get oh yeah it was it required a two-year degree yeah. well, unless you were act if coming from active duty or right. something like that if you did four years active duty you could get past that and now that's all gone now. Yeah. Dude, they're so desperate for people. They just need bodies. I remember that when I was a kid, interacted with the bodies with to the feed sheriff, the and he said he had to have a degree. Yeah, um, but I guess I never really thought about a that. Lot, yeah, a lot of them don't anymore. Yeah. Also, you, know, you don't need a degree. That's, it's a symptom of the fucking <laughs> that you know the that's administrative the fucking, bullshit. Yeah, yeah, the credentialist nature of the administrative state. Yeah, my mom got a criminal justice degree through the University of Phoenix. You know. That's around that time that cop was like, yeah, I got to have a bachelor's degree. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I bet, you know. I have to invest (laughs) $25,000 to get a piece of paper so I can get this job. Fuck off. Fuck off. That's precisely what he said. I hate hate credentialism so, so fucking much. It is the enemy of meritocracy. Sounds like a lot of that shit's going out the window, which uh, (laughs) which is a good thing. Desperate times call for desperate measures, apparently. Yeah. It's amazing how desperation can, can... Bring into focus what used to be very, very blurry. I saw a clip from Wrangler Star. You remember seeing Wrangler Star the other day? Mm-hmm. Um, and he, <clears throat> I don't know how old this was, but he called the Navy. He called just like a you know field office of the Navy and fucking petty officer answers and petty officer whatever. And Wrangler Star's like, uh, yeah, I heard that you guys are no longer requiring high school diplomas or GEDs to gain entrance to the Navy. He's like, is that true? And the guy on the phone was like, uh, I'm not sure. Let me ask really quick. And so he asked his committing officer to come back. And he's like, okay, so the deal is, yeah, you don't have to have a GED or a high school diploma, but you have to score a 50 on the ASVAB. Yep. And then, 50. And Wrangler Star, Wrangler Star says, all right, thank you. Sounds like we're going to war. And uh, the guy <laughs> on the phone says, oh, well, let's hope not. Have a nice day. And then he hangs up. And like, that was the end of the clip. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a good sign. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, when they're when they're open it up to literally anybody, and it's you know me, I don't have a diploma. It's not like I'm like you need a diploma to serve in the military. Like that's definitely not my argument. But when they're opening it up to literally anybody, mm-hmm. not a good sign. Not a good sign. Not a good fucking sign. And you're not going to get a good 
pool of individuals to come yeah. in at that point. Because a 50 on ASVAB is not wild. No, you know, I think the minimum, like minimum to just get a, be a grunt is like a 35 or something like that. So. Like that's like, you don't get a real job. That's you only people tell you what to do all of the time forever. <laughs> There's that's, one job for a 35 and that is an army infantryman. Yes. Yeah. So it's not, you know, 50 is not like a huge barrier. I first time. No. First one I took the ASVAB, I got 73, and I was 15. So it's not like, you know, I'm smart, but I'm not fucking the smartest guy around. So, <laughs> I, it's, yeah. That math is, portion's a bitch. Yeah, it is, dude. Well, in the simple, there's like a simple machines portion that's yeah. like, you know, pulleys and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is this? How does any of this shit work? So we find out if you're a combat engineer or not. That's exactly. what this is. <laughs> you're retarded. You know how this machine works? Get your ass out there. You're going to go blow shit up for a living. Congratulations. Yes. Yeah. It's super interesting. Very super interesting. interesting. Yeah, the when they're lowering the threshold, something is going wrong, whether it's just a reflection of how badly people don't want to do that job or or how desperate you need their people. projections for the future, mm -hmm. you know. Not a good sign when there's zero qualifications that are required to be in other than like so are you fucking alive and yeah. not totally retarded? Then they will be fine. Yeah, and the military's one thing. But when you're talking, like, law enforcement, who, buddy? I'd be curious, too, to check out, like, the FBI requirements now. Stuff like that. Because yeah. that, that always required degrees and stuff before. I wonder if they still <coughs> do or not. To be a cop, you do have to kind of know some stuff. You know, yeah. you got to remember some things. You got to be able to know whether or not something is illegal or not, because there are certain statutes and requirements and yeah. things that are actually dictating someone's behavior, whether or not they're breaking the law. This is all stuff you have to know. Yeah. There are books and things you can carry around for, like, to find out if a specific circumstance or if it's also mm -hmm. going to fit into this, you know, statute or whatever. Like, that's that's very common. You know, you can't know all of the laws. The most common shit, though, you have to know those things. You have to know whether or not you can demand an ID from somebody. You yes. need to know the times in which this is, uh, is okay. Oh, yeah. This is all stuff you have to know. And basic, like, constant constitutionality of yes. things, I think, should be a requirement, too. Yes. Like, that should be one of the key. you got to get past... You got to build from the foundation, right? Yeah. So you start with these. This is constitutional law. Yes. You have to know what people's rights are because you can't be taking those away arbitrarily. I've seen many people be illegally detained for flipping off police officers. Mm -hmm. It's totally protected free speech thing. It, there's like been a ton of different court cases on it. You are oh, yeah. absolutely allowed to do it. There's but you're getting no handcuffed. Question. People get handcuffed. They're illegally detained. Eventually, they like they get let go because the cop calls their commanding officer to try and find out what they can arrest this person for. Their commanding officer is like, oh, you fucking can't, you asshole. Yep. Let them go now. And then they bullshit, try and make up something, and they let the person go. Yep. Almost always, they get sued afterwards. That's You, you can't just fucking put someone in handcuffs and put them in a car. That's, oh, yeah. that's legal detention. You're, if you try and take them somewhere, you've just kidnapped that person. That is exactly what that is. Yep. So... And they're not going to get in trouble for it. No. That's where the qualified immunity comes in. Yeah. It's like, oh, they're a cop. They're fucking whatever. You know, nope. the amount of people that get arrested only for failure to identify and resisting arrest is insane. Because oh, yeah. it happens all the time. All the it's, time. Just so everybody knows, right, you only have to present your ID if they can if they can reasonably articulate a, articulate a crime that you're suspected of. That is the only time in which you are or if you're involved in like an investigation, if you're around something and they need to investigate, mm -hmm. if you're involved in that, you're required to identify yourself. Other than that, they can't just roll up on you and say, hey, let me see your ID. That's illegal. You are not required to identify yourself at that time. You don't need to tell them who you are, no, what dude. you're doing. You don't have to show them anything, nothing at all. 
that happens all the time. People roll up, give me your ID. This person refuses to identify themselves. They start to resist arrest because then they're going to arrest them. Then there's an investigation going on. Now you're detained. Now you're refusing to identify yourself. Now it's a crime. Yep. Two tickets for both things, even though it's the only thing you did wrong was not identify yourself and resist me trying to arrest you for nothing. You're going to go to jail. You're probably going to get a ticket for it. Maybe nothing. You're just going to spend the night in jail and then let go. At the very least... You've been fucking arrested, probably had your ass beat, and then locked in a, in a jail cell for five hours while they book you and then let you go. Yep. This is not okay. This no. is not something that should just be, ah, it's just part of the jam, you know, when there's fucking cops out there. Like, no, that this is this is my freedom, my ability to freely travel in my life and not have my ass beat by somebody with a fucking badge and a vest on. Yep. You this can't matters. be having the fucking Gestapo come by no. and say, show me your papers. No. and That's, that's not how any of this works. precisely what it is when they don't have a reason as to why mm-hmm. you need to identify yourself. Yep. That shit happens all the time. All the time, dude. All the fucking time. It's hard to hire good cops because they feel they will be persecuted for political reasons. Derek Chauvin should be released. Uh, when the pendulum swings back, <laughs> it will get better. When crime slows, it will get worse. Yeah, hundred percent. When cops, when bad cops take over, like the fucking mafia with diplomatic community. Yep. Yes. Yes. I don't know about the Chauvin release thing. I definitely didn't agree with the murder charges. That's that I definitely didn't agree with. Yeah. Um, I also don't know. I don't want to get into it because I don't. That's a whole other thing. Especially not now. I don't have enough of the active details in my mind to be able to articulate an argument as to one way or the other. I will agree with you. I do not agree with the murder charges. That was bad shit. That was bad shit. That was a bad call. That was a yes. sacrificial. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah, you yeah, nothing the, about that was okay. No, that was wrong. So that I will agree with you on. Um, I think that is, is all that I have really for the Uvalde thing. But I wanted to make sure. Obviously, these things feel relevant to me. I want to make sure that we underline all this stuff. Um, yeah. You know, this this is happening all the time. These were regular people who were serving in law enforcement capacity in these areas. A school shooting happens, and they let uh, what seventeen kids die. So, this yeah, is, dude, it was not good. Yeah, you need to be you need to be arming yourself. You need to be responsibly arming yourself. You need to be training. You need to be prepared for things like this because no one is coming to save you. That is kind of facts. The ending note for that. Uh, facts and fucking logic, yeah. bro. You want to talk about some government funding stuff really quick? Oh uh, yes, this, will, this one will be a little bit quick, and then it'll kind of lead us into the twenty twenty four stuff. Um, so we have a new. Uh, a new government funding bill. We have another continued resolution, um, and what this means, you guys already know, this is a continuation of the current spending levels, and this is until like mid March or something like that. We had a we had a two phased government shutdown that was in the works, one for mid January and one for mid February. Um, I don't know if we ever went over the exact things they were going to be shut down, but I had an article up at one time because we were going to go over, like, these are the people that are going to be affected. And let me tell you, in that first phase, uh, nobody was actually going to not get paid. That's, That's everything, how that goes. Everything was going to continue running. Like, the VA, all the shit that was supposed to close down, they're like, oh, but it will operate for three more weeks until after the shutdown. So nothing is actually going to change. You're just fucking fear-mongering about all this shit, about how the government is going to be over, and the cops aren't going to be there, and the parks people are going to be closed. and not going to get their social yeah, security checks. stamps aren't going to come out. You're not going to have any money. You're going to lose your fucking house in seven days. Everything is going to be terrible. Everything is going to end if the fucking government doesn't get That's funded. Right. This is a lie. It's all a fucking lie. That's, Always. 
government shutdown is a good thing for you. I just listened to our part with Josh Keaton yesterday trying to find out exactly what I had said. This is a good thing. I was trying to find out if I had predicted this, and I did <laughs> not in this episode. I did predict this. The longer this happens, it's going to keep going on like this. Just like I said, oh, yeah. if they don't figure something out, they're going to keep this short-term funding bullshit. CR, baby. Mike Johnson, is that his name? The, uh, Mike Johnson. Mike Johnson. Speaker the, of the House. Uh, Speaker of the House right now. He's like, this is uh, you know, important that we do this for us to get on the road back to non-omnibus spending. Okay, tell me what exactly is different from this as to what you fucking kick Kevin McCarthy out for. Oh, uh, nothing. nothing. Precisely nothing. <laughs> exactly nothing. Yep. Because what is it? What are these continued CR bills? Brian. Other than just more omnibus the bills. The exact same spending bill, exact same spending levels mm-hmm. until the next time that we come back and do this. Yep. The one time that Republicans in the House started to talk about bringing border stuff into it, you know, let's make this a little bit more whatever. He was like, absolutely fucking not. We're going on with this. We're moving forward. Yep. I've, these people don't care about you, brother. No, dude. They, don't, they don't care about you. <laughs> they don't uh, care about you. Yeah, this this would be why I inf- argued in favor of the government shutdown. Uh, the fallacy of the shutdown is that the only thing, the fallacy of the shutdown is the only thing that motivates any of these people to do anything different. Is this lie that they have going? You yep. know, and everybody is on board with the lie yes. because they all get to benefit from it. Yes, that and the thought that they might have to face the plebes over an issue that they unquestionably caused, you know, is Ooh. like a horrific fear of theirs. There's no one else to blame other than the government if they choose to not uh, fund themselves. Mm-hmm. And so they're the only people they can't tell you to like, oh, don't, you know, don't talk to me, talk to fucking this guy, you know, the way that they can when it's like a bombing in another country. That's why it's supposed to me, talk to fucking DOD, you know, or we can't answer that. I'll have you to direct you to the DOD. Yeah, we can't talk about election stuff. You got to talk to his fucking campaign. I don't know. That's, it happens all the time. So <laughs> yeah, that's, but it, with this, they don't have the ability to do that. They, they have to answer these questions and they don't have a reason why because they also don't have a reason why they need to continue to get money because nothing's different. So right. what I say is Fuck him. Fuck him. And uh, <laughs> as a very Larry-esque suggestion, you know, his kind of soft, like, if we all didn't pay our taxes, if we all just tell them we don't care if the government shuts down, then what? You know, Go just tell it. them you don't care because you know that it's not real. This mm-hmm. is not real. So do your job or get the fuck out. You know, they're continually showing you they can't be trusted to do this thing. You know, we talk all the time. I don't know what the... I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm still young at heart. Maybe I'm still foolish. Maybe I'm still naive to still carry that little bit of constitutional faith inside of me. It's, you know, I go back and forth the time. And, ah, this is a fucking... It's all, it's all bullshit. It's all it's bullshit. All, it's all pipes. It's you all know? T- we don't need to. It's all bullshit. <laughs> the whole government is a lie. This is not going to work anyway. We can't be having any structure over people. And then I think about things a little deeper, and I'm like, oh, maybe there should be some rules for some things. You know? I don't know. Rules are good, but... It's they they should be in they should be created and enforced at the lowest level possible. Yeah. And by the time you get all the way up to the executive power of the or the legislative power of the federal government, it's already too big. Should and bear, you should not be doing that at sh- all. It should bear very little relevance on your life. What yeah. They have going on there. Yep. So let's show them that it does. This doesn't yeah. matter to us. No. There should be two things federal government does if they if they have to exist, which I'm. I don't think that they have to, but it should be like straight up national defense. Like the Department of Defense should just be interested in defensive natures of things and border security. That should be about it. Yeah. You know, take make sure interstate and international trade can be protected. Ensure the the borders are secure so yep. that you don't trade get invaded sure. and 
be have the ability to wage war if needed. That should be about it. Other yeah. than that, they shouldn't touch your life at all. Yeah. And 99% of the time, you're not even going to know that they exist if they're doing their job correctly. Right. You're just able to live the freest life possible. And that means they're doing their job. But that doesn't exist. And that's fine. Yeah. It's all just pipes, bro. That's right. It's all pipes. So we'll see what happens uh, with the government funding thing. You know, it goes on until I think like mid-March. Yeah. Um, and, and it gives them something to do because they're not going to do anything else. No. I it's mean, there's a – Yeah, it's an election year. They're all just – you know, it gives them something to argue about for campaigns. And then at the end of the day, they'll just sign whatever CR needs to be signed, and then they'll just do it again. It's, yeah. Every issue a politician brings up as an important factor is a – it's their current topic of the month to try to get people to, to vote for them and give them money. It's dick's wing That's time. That's it. They yeah. do not care about anything no. they actually bring up. Yeah, no, it's dick's wing time. That's all that's going on right now all year till fucking – November 7th or whatever, it's all... All the micro phalluses out there just flapping in the breeze. Yes. That's what they do. I can't even hear it, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's all that it sounds like. It's just uh, like a fart or something, like a loose fart. Like, what was that? <laughs> it was Jerry Nadler. Weird. Jerry Nadler. That's right. <laughs> Took his pants off again. It's weird. You shouldn't be doing that. Carried away in a sail. <laughs> um, Ain't nothing <laughs> carrying that guy, dude. You need... <laughs> You need at least 300 horsepower to move that guy. There's no amount of wind power that could be harnessed to move Jerry Nadler. <laughs> yeah. So there's that was a really, fat joke. There's nothing really, you know, that's really it as far as the government funding thing. Yeah. You can move in a little bit of 2024 type of stuff. Yeah. Um, Loosely so related to the funding bill, though, is a proposal now going through the Senate. They're trying to come up with something for border security. Yeah, that's But that's right. more of like a border issue than anything right. else. But that's right. going to affect – that's going to be an ACR at some point. I've not heard any, uh, like, details on that yet. I don't think they um, truly have any. But I've, I've heard – I have an, one article here, you know, that's really just quotes from people saying, like, oh, if this passes, it's going to be the most fucking restrictive border thing, whatever. And I was like, yeah. well, compared to let anybody come here – you know that doesn't really mean that much no like, it doesn't i don't just you know yeah. whatever who whoever wants to come is fine like that's i saw just uh, come on up dude a video this morning it's a video online so you know it's what it is so i can all whatever um from la jolla california and there's like some people on a walk and there's like a zodiac style boat that just that fucking storms just the beach and right drops up and people just like probably three dozen people that just, just run and just run straight into the town yeah like Okay. What the fuck is going on here? And that's, and that's small potatoes. Right. That's small potatoes. But it's it's interesting. The, uh, the, the, the storming the beaches tactic is the very strange. The idea that that's happening is insane. Yeah. yeah. Just fucking jump a boat, you know? It's different when you like... Zip, zap, boom. It's different when you come from somewhere that isn't connected by land. Yeah. You know, like when someone, when, when, like when, the, when Cuba, you know, come here on a raft, like this makes sense. That's an island over there. Yeah. It's the only way to get here, you know? But you've chosen to infiltrate from uh from, from the, the sea, yeah, dude. from the sea, from the sea. You're gonna go from land to the water, yeah, just so you can zip around a little bit, and then, yeah, it's an amphibious assault. That's a <sighs> classic tactic. And 
amphibious assault. Dude, <laughs> the teams know something about that. <laughs> the teams, they're learning from the teams. That's bro. what they're that's doing, what they're dude. They it saw looked th- like a Zodiac, yeah, really. Like it, it proper, did. really did look like a Zodiac. Yeah, it looked like a, like one of those 1990s era like yeah. Navy SEALs commercials. Just rolled right up on it. And yeah. that's, at first, I was like, I wonder if there's like a, some training or something they're doing right here. You know, whatever. If they're training for like urban combat, like we need to come up on the waters and go whatever. Yeah. But then it's just fucking illegal immigrants. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> what is that's happening? Crazy. Because we see that type of stuff here, you know, the maritime training, like the amphibious yep. stuff. They, we, we went over an article maybe a year or two ago. People complained at like wedding venues. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, we're at the park and there's fucking Navy SEALs coming up in the water and I get scared. <laughs> Shut up, bitch. Get the fuck out of here then. But so that's really what I thought was happening at first. And then it was just yeah, a, you're like, whoa. Bunch of fucking animals. And the way like, they okay. just kind of scattered and ran yeah. into the town. Right. Cops rolling up on the one side and the cops yeah. are probably just like, what the fuck even is this? I don't happened? even. I expected some type of combat here. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. Scattered, dude. Weird. I don't want to, like, make a dehumanizing comment, but it looks like, you know, like the, the stereotypical, you, you've you turned the lights on and you see right. cockroaches scatter. It was weird. Yeah. I'm not insinuating that the, they're, they're cockroaches. Yeah, but, we're not you equivocating know, or anything, but it's... Uh, it, it, that's what the it looks like, yeah. man. It's just like they hit the... They hit the fucking free soil of the United States and then just poof, scattered. I built my house next to a racetrack. How dare there be loud engines on a weekend evening? How dare you? How dare <laughs> you? Yes. Precisely. Oh, I don't have the button anymore. Precisely. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. But precisely. I think I got rid of the tunes. The tune birds. Oh, no. How dare you? There, there it is. is. <laughs> <laughs> the long way to do it. Yeah, so we had some 2024 stuff. Uh, we had the Iowa caucuses that happened, which is a bunch of idiots standing in a room together. Uh, the <laughs> Fact check, true. <laughs> the New Hampshire primaries, which is the first like actual voting that happens in the country. Yeah, um, the Iowa caucus was won handily by DJ Trump. Donald Trump. And, of course... It was really funny. Ron Santos came in second, yeah. uh, followed closely by Nikki Haley in third. And then Haley made a speech that night saying that there's obviously this is a two-person race. And, right. like, we did it, guys. I'm like, but you know you came in third, right? That's how that goes. Right. But then it was after New Hampshire that uh, DeSantis dropped out. Yep. Is that what it was? Yep, yeah. So we lost Bad Vivek. showing. Yeah, lost Vivek after Iowa, lost DeSantis after New Hampshire. So we're down, as Nikki predicted, down to a, a seemingly a two-person race between her and Donald Trump. Um, she was defeated by, like, 11, 12 points in New Hampshire by Donald Trump. Yep. So her home state of South Carolina is next. That would be why she is maintaining there in hopes that she can push forward but uh from everything that i understood the reason that she had even the decent showing that she did in new hampshire is because of the amount of like supposedly the amount of independents that are there and it's an open primary so anybody can kind of vote however they want there's a lot of spoilers going on there that type of stuff happens here all the time a lot of republicans in here that will register democrats so they can vote in the democratic primary and try and fuck things around jory monson used to talk about that all the time shouldn't Um, be doing that r.i.p jory monson uh but the memory died last yeah. year. Um, yeah. So, was you looked at me? I was just confused. thinking. I was like, "Fuck, that's right. He did yeah. die." Um, so that type of stuff happens all the time, and that's I think what um, Joseph was talking about. Yes. Um, the yeah, switching earlier. the parties and stuff like that. All the Democratic support that Nikki Haley has. So, and they can do South Carolina. I think is a closed primary. So that will be kind of a better idea yeah. of what conservatives like Nikki Haley and, and where really would the radar on the party is. I think I would expect it to be a little bit more in favor of Nikki Haley. She'll get a little point bump just because it's her home state. It's her home state. She was the governor there for a while. But um, she's not real beloved in her own right, state either. She's right. she's the Kamala Harris of the Republican Party. I'll yes. tell you that much right now. 
Yeah. And so she, she says weird shit, but Donald there, Trump does see. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was saying, there was a weird write-in campaign on the yes. the Democratic yes. side of the New Hampshire primary too, because yeah. they're not really doing a primary. Well, right. We had but kind of sort of. We had talked a few weeks ago, maybe even before the it was before the Christmas break mm-hmm. um, about RFK and the allegations that he was leveling about the way that the DNC was conducting themselves in the early primaries, in the Iowa caucuses, and in the New Hampshire primaries. Yep. That. There's a lot of intricacy here involving, like, state laws and state constitutions and statutes and stuff like that for when those states are dictating when they have to have their primaries and do their elections and stuff like that. Yeah, on balance with the ever-changing rules of the DNC, the Democratic National Committee, because they they change their rules arbitrarily at will to achieve whatever ends they want to achieve. They don't really rely on the rules. They set the rules to ensure that the end goal that they want to happen at that particular time gets done. So the cancellation... That's how they, that's how they rub, rolled out fucking RFK. Yes. It's why they're essentially not really running primaries unless they absolutely have to in states where the Constitution dictates they have to. Because, no, the DNC is not awarding delegates for the New Hampshire primary. Yeah. That's because they're not recognizing it because they were supposed to do it in a different order, but New Hampshire's Constitution says they need to be first, and they have other statutes that says that they need to hold their primary seven days before the next state does their primary. Yep. It's a whole bunch of bullshit rigmarole yeah. nonsense that leads... leads to the states holding their own primaries, which is, you know, before seven days ago, what we all assumed is what was going on. That's yep. how we operated 2020 is that well, everybody does their own thing. And so but now apparently the DNC needs to be the law of the land and the right. only people can do what they say. So they yeah, the DNC used these things use the elimination of the primaries to benefit them and benefit Joe Biden to just eliminate competition in the field because RFK yes. was gaining uh, traction and stuff like that. Now that the field is so separated because there's like 20 different Democratic candidates or something like that, yeah. they had to do something to ensure that Joe Biden still appeared to win New Hampshire, yeah. even though they're not awarding delegates, but to show that he's still the top dog in the Democratic Party. It still needs the popular vote. Right, because Dean Phillips got like 20% or something, and then Marianne Williamson's there, and there's like other people that took smaller portions of it. Supposedly, yeah, so like a week before this all goes down, the, Hampshire, the New Hampshire primary, they start a write-in campaign for Joe Biden. That's even though it doesn't matter, we need to come out strong and show the country that That's New right. Hampshire is for Biden and for all this type of stuff. Also went along with the ceasefire thing. There's like other yeah. people that were doing a write-in ceasefire as a protest to Joe Biden to show him that we really want, you know, a ceasefire in Israel and like all this stuff, yep. or whatever. So I like it better than blocking traffic. <laughs> so to try and we're gonna talk about that later. Um, to try and defeat this all these things happening, they started a last minute write-in campaign to write in Joe Biden's name in the primary because he's not on it because he wasn't it does none of this makes any sense no. dude, because he's not actually on the ballot because they chose to not enter him in the primaries because they're not recognizing it but they still want him to win so they yep. had people write in his name <laughs> supposedly he won in a landslide i don't believe 70, that th- 77,061 ballots were joe biden was written in i don't believe that for a goddamn second 77,000 i don't believe that for a goddamn second which i think they say was the largest oh, voter. I bet. of course it was i bet the it largest was turnout I bet it was. E- even though the Republican uh, primary had the largest turnout as well, where mo- multiple people, a, a decent percentage of people, had switched their party to Republican just so they can vote for Nikki Haley. I don't believe her for a fucking second. Dude, tell um, me this is not just full fuckery. Yo, it's yeah. all just fuckery, dude. 
Allegedly. Allegedly. Because, you know, last thing we need to be pulled off of YouTube for fucking whatever. Allegedly. Allegedly. Alleg- but I don't believe that for a goddamn second. No, dude. I do believe they're fucking lying about this. Your yeah. Honor, I do believe they'd be fucking lying. <laughs> I do believe. I do, be- I I do, do believe they'd be fucking lying. Yeah. So. Yeah, ceasefire got uh, just under 1,500 votes. Right. 14, right. 1,497. Um, there was. <clears throat> A robocall thing that happened for Joe Biden, oh, like the 48 hours before yeah. the primary, where a deep fake robocall was going out to registered Democrats that was Joe Biden saying, you know, save your vote for November, like this one doesn't matter, don't, whatever. And then the yeah. phone number that they gave was one of the PACs that did support Joe Biden. And like, so there's a lot of you know, question about this why is this happening who's fucking whatever i don't safest and securest bro that's all i'm saying it's very weird this is gonna be the safest Um, and securest election since the last safest and securest election i'm telling you that's right right now that's right there will be zero fuckery going on it's a very interesting deal that we have going on here yes save your vote for when it it matters (laughs) that's right that's so hilarious south carolina is next week i believe on tuesday and uh yeah the 28th or something like that when is that? 28th is Sunday, so it has to be the 30th yeah, is, is Tuesday. Because it's always on a Tuesday. Elections are always on Tuesdays. Always on Tuesdays. Yeah. Why is so it Tuesday? I never understood that. I'm sure that there is a weird historical reason as to why it is a Tuesday. There's some, there's some farmer base in there somewhere. Yeah, it's for the farmers, I'm yeah. sure. It's, all, it's always for the farmers, bro. The, the farmers of 1860 that right. had to, you know, right before they got drafted in the Civil War. Crop day is Monday where everyone turns in their crops. So Tuesday is the only day where we yeah. can afford to go into town. It's market day, bro. We got to get in. We got to sell all the goods at market on Monday. And then Monday market day. That's right. And then we can, then we can vote on Tuesday. <laughs> I bet we're way closer than we think. <laughs> Probably, dude. <laughs> so, um, let's talk about Joe Biden a little bit. There are a few different things, unless you have anything else for the New Hampshire. Yeah. No. Nope. Anything else you want to do for the debate stuff or the, for the um, primary stuff? No. All the fucking chicanery is already. Nikki know. Haley is saying now that because it's just her and Donald Trump in the race, that he should debate her. That there should be more debates. Yes. There should be. Now should there debate. needs to be more debates. Tell you what, there's no way that's fucking happening. Fuck no, no way dude. Donald Trump is wasting his goddamn time no. debating Nikki Haley. And there's, it will be an hour of him saying, "I'm sorry, I used to fucking write my name on your check, bitch. Get out yeah. of my face." Do <laughs> you remember when I hired you right. for the job that you used to why... to build your career and get into the board at fucking Boeing, where they're fucking blasting outdoors in the middle of the sky now? Yeah, the same reason that she's not going to be VP is yeah. exactly why he's not going to fucking debate her. She is a just the worst person i I told you i've had a couple of people that i know from here like people i went to school with uh excuse me i follow on instagram stuff like that ladies in in particular excuse me that you know post on their story like someone tell me more about nikki haley and i've just been like i'm telling you she's not the one like just trust me on this she's not the one it's like the same thing i did the same thing with Kamala Harris to Morgan, right? When Joe Biden picked Kamala Kamala Harris, Harris. I hit up Morgan, and I was like, I'm like, you know, because she's posting a story. It's just fucking great, and it's a transitional, and now it's amazing. Glass ceiling, baby, let's go. And so I was like, I'm begging you 
do not let the media mislead you about who this woman is because she is a fucking demon and her immediate response is i'm not changing my vote it's like i'm not telling you that you should vote for trump that isn't my argument to you my argument to you is that this woman is a piece of garbage and when joe biden dies she's going to be the president and that's going to be a fucking problem that's what i'm saying to you not that trump is the best that isn't what i'm saying to you and i think that you know at the time i was like i'm a little offended by you fucking response by that because I think you know me better than to think that I would try and convince you to vote for Donald Trump. What I'm telling you, that woman is a demon and that is going to be a fucking problem in the future. Yep. <clears throat> oh, so yeah. What do you mean? Send me some links. So I sent her fucking a bunch of YouTube links, you know, watch her fucking the way that she interacts with people in Senate, the way that she oh, questions dude. people, the way that she fucking berates people. She's like, oh, this is terrible. I'm, like, I'm oh, fucking yeah. telling you. And they look at her record of all the fucking things in California. Like, this woman is a demon. She is terrible, dude. Throwing parents in what throwing the fuck parents in jail what for the their kids being tardy to class or being absent from school yep. fucking withholding evidence to keep innocent people behind bars so they could be used for fucking slave chattel labor to fight fucking fires and to go out and die for the state she is the worst fucking human she is pure fucking evil dude. i'm just a fascist what do i know yes hey i did want to show you this video real quick to yes. cap off Can new I have hampshire while we're looking at this yes this is a video this is a video of an anecdotal situation where somebody is admitting to doing this fuckery with the switching of the parties and whatnot for the new hampshire primary there was a little quiet we'll turn he said nikki haley nikki haley and why did you vote for nikki haley uh it's a vote against trump uh, i think it would be better to have her against biden in the uh, elections, and it would be Trump and her. Do you consider yourself generally independent, Republican, or Democrat? Uh, Democrat. So when you undeclared, you voted for Nikki Haley. If it was Nikki Haley against Joe Biden in a general election, who are you voting for? Joe Biden. What is the... That, the fact that that system can exist and indeed does exist to the point where some fucking idiot who has no concept of what he's actually doing to the system itself can go in there and just fuck everything up. This is not the way this, this is a, Ooh, do I dare say a fucking uh, election interference? As hard as they've been about it the last four, eight years, you would think this would be construed as that when oh, they're yeah. talking about political gerrymandering. This is an attack on our democracy for right. God's sakes. Right. You're not, you're gaming the system to, to remove somebody else's democratic process in the election system. Because they think Nikki Haley will be easier to beat in a general election than Donald Trump will. Fuck you and everything that you care about. Because yeah. you're, a, you're a big enough piece of human trash. <laughs> yeah. You think this is a good fucking idea. Right. And mind you, you've been brainwashed by the corporate press to think this is what you, you have to do. This is what you're supposed to do to protect the democracy that we all live under. Our sacred fucking democracy. But this, this guy's a fucking idiot. And he should he should be the yeah. last person out there fucking voting. Period. Because <laughs> he obviously talk about it. Oh, dude, it's bad, 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 bad news. But there was a gang of those videos that were floating around the I bet. good old good there old was, X. There was people on the Daily shows um, mm-hmm. that were saying the same thing. People who were like in the oh yeah, you know, it's not good. And there's a lot of states now looking at. Uh, I think West Virginia is an open primary that's looking to change yeah. their rules before their primary primary comes up to a closed primary so we that you can't primaries. be doing that we have closed primaries here but i am registered as an independent 
so I get to vote for whoever the fuck I want. That's right. Just like Joseph said, unaffiliated voters are allowed to vote in primary Democratic or Republican. Goddamn right. Can the yep. RNC take action to keep that from happening? I don't think so. Like if you it's register, up to the state, it's Republican. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever register. This is the problem. Again, this is the problem with a two-party system where you need to be registered as any given party to fucking vote anyway. Yeah. That's this is the problem. You should. You gotta have join to the club. Yeah. You shouldn't have to register as anybody to vote anywhere. That's if it's a right. If a voting is a right. Ooh. Okay. Let's start here. Voting is a right. <laughs> You can vote for whoever you want. Dude, rights you don't are have just to wear ideas, a fucking bro. Hat to go into the certain place to vote for the set of people. That is now any of this is supposed to work. If it's if it's a right, you should be able to vote for whoever you want, regardless of what fucking party they're involved in. Yeah, it's, this is nonsense. I thought it was one person, one vote, bro. Yeah, it, it, it should be. Yeah, yeah large pools of people voting for one person. It's nuts. And then just, I mean, just add that to the pile of why democracy is a fucking sham to begin with. <laughs> right. It is legal in that state. Don't judge this guy when they allow it. Change the law. The other side can and will, so you would be crazy not to. My point being is that if a society is so untethered to a foundational responsibility that goes along with democracy, you shouldn't be participating in actively, actively doing damage to the system that society itself is supposed to be holding up the problem is you can't you cannot legislate morality and we have so many institutions that are required for western society to to exist you can't prop them all up with rules and laws because then you live in an authoritarian state right the idea is a moral and just society is created by a moral and just populace yes. that can hold each other accountable and don't have to be reliant on <clears throat> rules and laws and regulation. But absence of that, you get fuckheads like that. Yeah. Who are just actively going to do a disservice. You know, democracy dies in darkness, baby. This dude is full of darkness. And this type of shit has been happening forever. You know, let's not be fucking stupid about it. I'm like, yeah. that's in the beginning. You know, there are election oh, yeah. bosses that are controlling who can and can't vote. And, like, that's this type yeah. of chicanery. You already do that. The chicanery, has bro. It's been happening since the beginning. But it's my Joe Biden word of the day. Chicanery. But, again, it, it underlines the, I believe, inherent lunacy of this fucking, you know, rights-based voting system. That's It's, it's nonsense. This is a privilege wholeheartedly. Yeah. So let's either call it what it is or just give people unfettered access the way there should be if it's a right that you get to vote in the elections. We make sure the only vote the one time, you know, there's make sure that you fucking belong here or that you live in the right place and then you're good to go. Like yeah. that's there. There should good. if it's truly a right, there should be very few limitations on voting. It should be maybe subjected to particular areas, you know, for your district things. We make sure you live in this district for I know it's getting warm in here, right? Yeah. Um, get the fucking sweatshirt on today. Yeah, for your state, obviously, we ensure that you fucking live in this state. For the country, we ensure that you are a citizen in this country, and then we move forward. But I don't... Uh, what other things should we... What are the limitations should there be on this if this is a, a right that is so intrinsic to your ability to be an American? Yeah, yeah. No, and, and the, the thing that really pisses me off about it is the that whole, you have to pick a team? Yeah. Fuck you! There's... That's not how this goes at all. Yeah, I love this you, not... Thomas Jefferson, but fuck you also. Yes. You did this. <laughs> you you and Hamilton, you me. pieces of shit. You fucks. Eh, they're all racist anyways. We get to say that, right? That's how that goes. They're all just a bunch of ra racist white supremacists. Slave owners. Uh, the, the worst. <laughs> Tell you what, guys. I fucking love Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's yeah. pretty based, dude. Yeah, it's... um. This is going to be a really, really interesting election year. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of 
dare I say, unprecedented things happening. You know? um, I think that the actual election is going to be super interesting, like the actual voting portion of it. The general election run-up to voting is going to be very interesting. Presidential debates, if they happen, are going to be very interesting. You Dude, know? can you imagine Trump and current Biden? I don't care what kind of fucking amphetamine cocktail they shoot him up There's with. There's nothing they can he do. Can't, he can't do that anymore. They'll have to cut mics. They'll have to just cut off Trump's mic. No, 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 yeah, no, no, or no. else he won't be able to speak. Listen here, Jack. I don't... Because they did it like the way they did it with Hillary and Trump, you know, where uh-huh. they're both just walking around the stage and like have microphones and just kind of say whatever. He would fucking rape that man on the stage. Dude, verbally. verbally. Obviously not physically, allegedly, verbally. <laughs> he would verbally whatever. sexually assault Joe yes, Biden. Yes, it would be horrific. <laughs> it would, it be. would be a crime what we were going to see. <laughs> I don't want to watch that. That would be a crime. It'll be the next court cases after the first debate. He'll go up on elder abuse yeah, charges. <laughs> I only want to see the, the version that we see in Japan so that it's heavily edited for Ooh. content so that I can stop that it's the only way the japanese version of the american debate is the only one that i could watch i want to see the north korean edit let's see what happens <laughs> <laughs> <Let's> re- <laughs> that would be even heavier than japanese that would, edit. that would be epic that's awesome but yeah i don't see how they're gonna there's no way because biden will the the not biden biden doesn't do anything he is biden is a an empty husk of a human that has just moved around and and puppeted by the greater democratic establishment yeah that's it but if they're the dnc is not going to allow biden to get on a stage with trump yeah there is no way and they'll you know it's illegitimate he he shouldn't even be up here this he's an insurrectionist or he's you know he's been found federal or he's been found legally liable for sexual assault and on top of that defamation now because he just lost that He, he just lost that fucking thing and then, yeah, you got court cases now that that we talked about last time about him being a, you know, on paper, an insurrectionist in the court system. So, right. like, they're going to find some way so there will not be a debate, which, I mean, I would put money on that. Right. There are going to be no fucking presidential debates like that, man. It just won't happen. It'll probably be separate town halls where yeah. Biden will do something and then Trump will do something. Addressing the comments that the other person made at their town yeah, hall. Yeah, dude. It would be... Let's address these comments that Joseph has here. He says, mm. we're talking about the election stuff, and he said, they've done the damage with the law. Use the law. It's not unjust to use the system to the best of your ability to make it how you want it to be. We have to agree on the system we live under or violence will ensue. So vote to your fullest extent possible. Option B is going to suck. He's talking about the guy... Uh, switching parties to and i don't like i get what you're saying i'm just arguing that the system itself right is so inherently undemocratic to be allowed to give space for that right so i think the other side of the coin of what joseph is talking about is not to use the unjust system but to change that unjust system make it in a way so that if you're going to have this party bullshit if these are the rules then we don't do any of this party flipping stuff so that they're like it's a i wouldn't go as far as the to say uh, let's make up a term, right? Because I wouldn't go as far as to say election like interference, right? But you're like you're ballot spoiling, you know? Ballot spoiling. Like the, the, you're ballot spoiling for sure. You're oh, making yeah. it so that it's this is not how it really should look, and it's the same thing that the DNC is doing. You know, you're ballot spoiling by choosing who can and cannot be in these primaries, when the yeah. primaries take place, which ones are recognized, which ones are not. That's you're ballot spoiling by doing that. Yep. And the same thing with the court systems, right? That are with the states that are choosing to remove Donald Trump from the ballot. You're 
your ballot's boiling. And now I would probably say the higher levels you, you push, it goes closer to election interference than just ballots boiling, you mm-hmm. know, because this is a, like Joseph said, it's, it's, acceptable within the law you know so it's yeah. not illegal election interference is 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 illegal but this is fucking ballots boiling or something yeah. to the effect this is you know? what do they say it's it's legal but it's it's contrary it's contradictory to the uh there was when they talk about laws and stuff in court it's like the what it was a meant to do mm. um the is it the nature no I'm not going to come up with the word. That's all right. But yeah, it's like you're you're doing a disservice to what the system is supposed to be doing right. because you found a loophole to that's get away with it. Like, that's not Yeah. Yeah. It, it's bothering me that I can't come up with this. It's It's like a shitty gun law. That's not what they meant. Yeah, that's know? not what they meant. It's fucking I'm, it's going to pop in my head at some point. It's like right on the tip of my tongue. But yeah, it's if if there's a legal loophole that can be exploited, then doesn't mean it should be, but it can be. Because you can doesn't mean you should. Yes. So, yeah, I don't think any... Not wrong either way. It just uh, the intent, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just a different... So it's just this different side of the coin, you know. Yeah. You, you're because you're right. You're it's it's not illegal. You're not wrong for doing that. There's it's uh, a <coughs> Dave. You say there's a thousand ways to skin a cat. You know, it's just a different way to handle the situation. Yeah. That, um, and I will. Say, I mean, it is wrong just because it's not legal. Yeah. Or just because it's legal doesn't mean it's not wrong. Right. Right. And yeah. that because what you're saying, you can't legislate morality. You no. know. And the only reason that it's questionable of like what well, we should do it is because there isn't that moral foundation we we're talking about that says no. That's fine. That it's legal like that there's an option for it but yeah. you're still a piece of shit for doing that yeah you know it shouldn't be an acceptable thing for him to do even if it's there's a legal avenue for that yeah. you know it should, it should be socially unthinkable yeah is what it should be you know because you're yeah you're going against the true intent of what it's meant to do you're supposed to go out there and try to make your voice heard quote unquote with with your one vote and if at the end of the day all you're going to go do is go right off somebody else's vote that actually truly meant to cast their vote for their person and by you coming in and spoiling their ballot, right. you just took away their voice. Yeah. That is so contradictory to like the concept of this sacred democracy that they all claim to hold up in such high esteem. Yeah. It's it's so contradictory to it. It's just you your team is bad, so that justifies me to do any bad thing or in any immoral thing I can do to make sure that you get to stay right where you need to stay, right where we want you with as little power as possible. It's, it's wholly undemocratic. And well, and I would, let me, let me fucking flip it to you the other way that it speaks to me almost as uh, an essence of pure democracy, that it's mob rule because there's more of your team in that state. You have the ability to fuck or to spoil the ballot yes. of the other time to- of the other side. Yep. That's mob rule is what that is. Your, mm-hmm. your team is bigger. So you're able to control the choices the other team has and the way that they're able to express their rights. I would, from the way that we interpret it, we talk about, it, I would almost say that it's, there will be an interesting discussion. Yeah. Um, that it's it, it's either anti-democratic or the purest example of democracy that we can point to for yeah. this instance. I that mean, your team is bigger, so you're controlling how this election turns yes. out. Yeah, you you have a 51 percent majority, right? And if everybody's voting, and then you know that you can peel off as many percent right. as you want because you're still going to be able right. to 
to maintain that majority. New Hampshire's still going blue at the end of the day, so it's all right. Oh, dude. Yeah. yeah, so much for that fucking libertarian free state project that they're <laughs> so fucking proud of. God, that place. Man, I remember when I was seriously thinking about we trying to move there. there. We almost moved there. Dude, and then, you know, when I'm driving I'm driving down the fucking interstate in, in New Hampshire, and there's state-run liquor stores, and there's no legal weed, and I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. This is the libertarian paradise that I've been told is, this is the thing? Doesn't seem very libertarian to me. It seems very, very authoritarian. For, I don't like the fact that there's... A, State-run liquor stores are not a cool thing. Right. That is a bad, bad situation. We have a bad situation here, too, because we just decided to allow a shit ton of extra taxes to be put on all the booze just so that we can have the the and freedom to have a free market in alcohol sales. And I never bought it. It was always in grocery stores after I turned 21, so I, oh, yeah. I don't know like what the price differences were, You know if they went up oh, yeah. when it left the liquor stores or not. I'm pretty sure. Look at... Next time you do buy, well, I don't know how often you buy liquor, but next time you do buy a bottle of liquor, take a picture of the price sticker and then look at the what it costs on the receipt. And then you'll be able to do the difference in, because you know what the sales tax is, obviously. And then yeah. there's that fucking, the, the sin tax, the fucking alcohol, freedom to, freedom to have right. booze in private establishments, you know, that, that's on there. And I think it's, it's something like 18% or something like that. It's pretty fucking insane. Right. But. Joseph says that's why a Biden voter is doing it. They aren't exactly moral, but it proves my point. It is it's legal, and your competitors are going to do it, right? And that's what we're saying. Joseph, you're yeah. not wrong. That's that's what we're saying. You're not wrong. Not wrong. But, but you're bad. But you if you do that, you are still making an immoral choice. You're also you're stooping to their level. The moral, we would argue, the the moral decision there would be to change that rule so that you either can't do that anymore or this party bullshit is done and it's all completely open and anybody can vote however they want so it doesn't matter so you don't have to switch parties if that's how it's going to be just yeah. anybody votes however they want and the top dogs make it out that's that would be the alternative that is moral and you're not being a fucking piece of shit like yeah. that's this is the problem but you're not wrong that's yeah you're this, correct it's the the problem with an inherently immoral society yeah with uh, especially a low trust immoral society right. that requires rules and rules and rules on rules to make sure to exactly yeah, the low trust thing that's huge that's not yeah that's like it's a term i've been hearing thrown around a lot lately yeah. I, there's a lot of a lot of juice behind that squeeze i man. can't i can't agree with it more because yeah. of the amount of things that I've, the amount of discussions I've had with Jordan have been like, it's not you, it's other people, mm -hmm. you know, like it's because I don't trust other people. I can't trust their intentions, their choices. Yeah. They're like, whatever, you know, uh, Brian said, New Hampshire is a rich liberals paradise. No people of color. Everyone has money and tons of rules, but you don't have to wear a seatbelt. True freedoms. And that's, yeah. I guess, part of the question with the Democrats now is they're like, oh, this isn't a very fucking equitable state. It's not representative of the whole, uh, you know, yeah, country. Bro. And maybe we shouldn't have so many fucking white people there legal and moral are different if you legalize morality in our voting system that you don't expect moral votes to win that's we've already said joseph you can't legalize morality that's nope. your we've can't we, do we've that. completed the circle the circle has been drawn out here you you can't legalize morality so the the other option right would be to remove the party system because it's all bullshit anyway it's all fucking pipes right it's all pipes. so the, pipes more, all the, way the option that is not is not legalizing morality but would 
remove legislating morality. Yeah, is not is not legislating morality, but remove removes the question of morality from that voting process is to remove the party affiliation requirement from any of the voting at all. Yeah. Everybody puts a fucking vote in. The top dogs from they can the candidates can still identify for whatever party. I'm talking about the voters. They don't need to identify or register for a party to vote. The candidates register however the fuck they want, and then the top dogs from whatever yeah. parties is that's how it goes, you know, or just the two top dogs because the fuck party thing is gay anyway. But yeah, that's well. What about the concept of being tied to your party? You have to declare before every election, "Am I a Democrat or am I a Republican?" Yeah, either. And clearly, you're not allowed to participate in the other team's thing. It's an option. I'm not in favor yeah. of the. I think. I just don't like the teams, man. Precisely, and that's what I'm saying is I think that moving away from that is the way to go. You know, that's I think will be more beneficial for all of us. The two party system strings us up every time there is an election. It removes yeah. our choices from the very beginning because there's two groups of people choosing the people that get to make it on stage and that we even see and have options for. Yeah. That's a problem, um, and that's almost. It's a side effect of, but is almost separated from the voting portion of it. Yeah, you know, and both of those private companies are completely controlled right. from within that, right. which just within their top leadership, right. and there, there is no. In the spirit of it, that's what I was looking for. The spirit of the law. There it is. Um, in the spirit of the democratic process, both of these private companies, the the RNC and the DNC do not carry the spirit of democracy through them at all from the jump because they they already know who they want they've picked they've been watching them for years they a lot of term in a lot of cases they've been grooming them for years to run for specific right. positions and then they have their network of fucking packs out there to gain all the money that they need so that their chosen acolyte can go forward that you get the illusion of choice to vote for. Yeah. It's both of them do that. That's the, that's the true problem with the two party system. You can have a two party system and it would be fine if there wasn't a giant power machine behind them yes. that gave you one or two choices to actually pick from. Right. But I mean, think about the Republican party. I mean, there's Trump was just going to be the guy. There's, there's really no – the whole primary process has been a fucking joke from the jump, and we yes. all knew that. I mean, from the minute Ron DeSantis was kind of sort of almost thinking about running and putting all the indications out and then waiting for like a year to actually do it, there was no – T-Dog Millionaire was always going to be the guy. Always going to be the guy. That's just the way it was. And this whole pro – how many millions of dollars have people given to these failed candidates to go fucking nowhere? Tens. You know? Tens of millions of dollars. It's gross. The DeSantis campaign was a fucking wreck, huh? That from the dude. very beginning, huh? I forgot from about that. From the a... jump, dude. He went on a failed book tour to put out a book and then failed to announce. Failed to announce. And then in a fucking Twitter spaces at the time, had a failed system or a failed experience. There was no... There was no test run to try to see how well it would work. No nothing. They tried to do this big launch over fucking Twitter spaces, and it just fucking failed. It fell apart. Yeah. And once they finally, like, literally they crashed the, the room that they were in because they tried to do it off of Elon Musk's account. Right. And it turned out right. it, it broke Twitter. Right. Because <laughs> there's too many people in going to one account. And so after that failed, they started up another one and got a tenth, maybe, of the audience for... Ron DeSantis to talk like a robot and be like, I'm going to run for president now. 
and we're going to save America, and we're going to bring back America. And I'm Ron DeSantis, and I vote for me. And that's about how much fucking... That's how lackluster it was, man. Online, so there's no applause. There's no. no fucking... Right. There's no nothing. There's zero crap, which he doesn't... He's just a fucking train wreck, dude. He's He always has been. Joseph says, what if we eliminate primary elections? <clears throat> and I know... I'm not an election scholar, so there might be, you know... That's a slight caveat because there might be some whatever background stuff that I don't know. But I don't really see an issue with that because at the end of the day, it's just a... Uh, larger group of people that you're picking from the general election you still have the electoral college it's still whoever gets the most votes is going to get the delegates from that state anyway yeah so if i'm playing this out right in my mind right let's say we we go we fucking fuck the primary we're not doing that there's 50 people on a presidential ballot cool okay well <laughs> nobody's like nobody's going to get to the 270 required in the electoral college right off the bat yeah so you'd have to do multiple rounds right and so you would start eliminating people as they go down because so you got your two top dogs that are the most popular you got biden and trump right and then you're going to have 10 percent, seven percent eight percent you know 15 you nine, can't rely on eight. polling no and so like all those all those votes get peeled away from the main guys to show you their true like core of support but then once there's not enough delegates handed out for the required 270 then you then you knock off the fucking the last the two people ones. or something like that, and then you'd have to go through, yeah. and then then would voting it, would take fucking six months. The fuck, like a runoff election. That's yeah. A, not, if no one, yeah, if you don't secure enough, then you just fucking yeah. keep. Yeah, it's very after popular it. in parliamentary systems because right. of how many right. different parties are involved in the makeup of the government. And I would be more in favor. Uh, I would be okay with that. Um, Tiffany said we shouldn't have the political parties. I'm very much. I am right there yeah. with you. I'm right, right there with you. Um, and if we, I mean, I don't, I don't. We can't ban them or anything, but they shouldn't. Certainly, shouldn't have any sway or dictation in the political process. You mm -hmm. know, you identify, you identify. That's how people are. They're going to make groups, right? That is just how it is. But yeah. I have. I have argued in favor of the parliamentary style system on this show multiple times, multiple times, um, and I'll fucking keep doing it. Who is gonna Who is going to run for the Dems? I'm out of the loop. That's Brian. Uh, well, it's going to be Biden. Who's going to yeah. be unless he dies or something? Unless they swap him out. There's a lot of theories about people that are going to be yeah. swapped out. Um, but the top dogs after that is Dean Phillips, who is a representative, right, so, or yeah. senator maybe. He's whatever. He serves in legislature in some he, capacity. He's, he's a politician. Marianne Williamson, who is a writer, and uh, she ran for president with Joe Biden the first time around. Uh, yeah, he's or a last US time. rep. There he's a representative um, from like Virginia or something. Minnesota, Minnesota, third district, Minnesota. There you go. Um, he's an interesting guy too. He says some interestingly based things every now and yeah. again which is he's pretty moderate he yeah. says that he sees room left of biden which is obviously concerning but the things that he says are he's a fucking politician so it is what yeah. is. but the things that he says he's like he does he's not dumb is what it sounds like yeah. he's just also a leftist um <laughs> true yeah so those are the three kind of top dogs on the dems are biden dean phillips and then marianne williamson and it sounds like Marianne might drop out. I was listening to Timcast IRL last night, and they thought she had dropped out already. Yeah. Larry Elder last night. You watched that one? Uh, this morning. I fucking yeah. like Larry Elder, dude. I like him. He's a statist, but I like Larry Elder. Yeah. I like the shit he has to say. I definitely don't agree with him on everything, but I like. Oh, yeah. I don't like the fucking house. I like his father's thing. 
how simpy he is for like uh, the election workers and stuff, or like the cops, and he's like, oh, they're just doing their job. Yeah, yeah fuck, fuck them. them. Fuck you. Yeah, dude. That isn't a fucking excuse for anything. Oh, I feel bad that they're doing their job. Fuck you. Yeah. So were the guards that fucking you know during the Nuremberg yeah, trials. Exactly. So that's how that goes, fuck man. You. You cannot get away with doing immoral acts. No. Because you were ordered to do that. That's no. called an illegal order, and you have the duty, and you have the right and the duty to say no. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that, Fuck that. That bothers me. Bro. Um, <clears throat> a couple of things. We don't have to really talk about that much, but there's a mm. few things that Joe Biden has in the works um, that he has to try and bolster himself coming into 2024. One of them is a big abortion push, right? Um, they are doing what they can to bolster support for um, reproductive rights. And this specifically, the stuff that they announced, it was like on the anniversary of roe v wade or something i think and they increased the availability of contraceptives um to people who are on obamacare and when i first read that i was like that's really interesting i wonder how that's going to go down like with the hyde amendment right yeah it sounds like the way that i understood it last night is the fda is somehow ensuring that they are provided at no cost through the aca so there must be some type of like fda vouchers or something that is being provided to offset the cost of this but i have similar you shoot it it's a gun yeah. Oh, you have to pull the thing back first. Maybe it's not going to work now. The thing on the top? The, oh, yep. There we go. It might be stopped oh, by the cap. Yeah, it's stuck. All right. We'll just try and tap it out then. Yeah. I'll handle it. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah I didn't give you good. Um, so, you have, so pull that back first. Yep. And then pull that. And then, yep. And then pew pew. Yep. Pew pew time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you can shoot it. Um, yep. <laughs> it's a little sad, but that <laughs> does not. I was hoping yeah. for a little bit more. Oomph. They're a few years old, so I bet the spring is a little bit weak in there. Um, so let's see. I'll just read this really quick. Biden administration announces new abortion initiatives on Roe anniversary. President Joe Biden convened key members of his cabinet on Monday to discuss abortion rights on the 51st anniversary. It's the fourth time his task force reproductive rights railed on Monday against the Supreme Court. Fundamental rights ripped away. Roe's overturned. Reiterated repeatedly urged Congress because they've repeatedly asked Congress to pass a law to enshrine these abortion protections in the United States. Fucking never going to happen. Never going to happen. Uh, Department of Treasury Especially and now. Human Services. Issue new guidance on money to clarify standards and support extend coverage of Food and Drug Administration approved contraceptives at no cost under the Affordable Care Act for millions of women nationwide. HHS launched the new effort to educate all patients about their rights and help ensure hospitals meet their obligations under the federal law. So I'm confused. I don't know how the federal dollars are being expended for contraceptive care. Maybe it's not because it's directly abortion care. It's just contraceptives. Yeah, that's probably um, it. So you can, I, you can give more uh, contraceptive options under the Affordable Care Act is what it sounds like. Um, I, it's, they're just, what do you think of the, the concept that like abortion is like one of their main winning issues? It's the campaign only right winning now. issue they have right now. I, it's... I don't know. I, I, I think feel like the time is passing because I do feel like the time has passed because most all of the states that we saw vote on it, they voted for the state to have control of that. Like, yeah. So the, the argument in, in the least the way that I interpret it, the support is not necessarily specifically for abortion care, but it's for like choice. It's just for options for people to have the choice and for states specifically to be the ones to, to decide that yeah. and not based off of whatever the federal standard is, even though most of the states stayed pretty close to what the federal standard was. Yeah, um, and, and the, the few that have gone either way, 
because a few states have gone hard yes. in both directions. They've just done that, and it's been out of limelight now for so long. It's not. I don't see this being like a winning issue because like in, Trump's not going to campaign on making abortion illegal. He's already like stated. Right. He said like a couple months ago. He's like, no, I think people should figure out what they want to do, and then we just do that. And I don't think that the. I don't think the right to an abortion argument is very strong anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I think the argument for medical privacy and stuff like that, the privacy thing is going to be a way stronger argument as far as politics goes yeah, than, than the abortion thing. You know, I like I don't I don't agree with you on your right to take what I consider to be a life. You know, I'm not going to agree with you on that. Nope. But if you're going to talk to me about your right to make private medical decisions with your doctor that in maybe limited capacities to your life include an abortion this is an argument that i'm open to and i'm going to have with you but i'm not going to argue with you or discuss with you your right to fucking have an abortion that's i don't agree with you that's not a right i don't agree with you telling me you have a right to take a baby's life that's Mm -hmm. i don't agree with you i do agree with your right to have a fucking conversation with your doctor that you trust and to do a thing that you need to do to save your life right that's that is a very limited scope of when that discussion is like can expand to abortions you know but i feel like that's a way more viable political argument than i have a right to an abortion and you can't fucking tell me not to like it just doesn't i don't think that plays well right now conservatism especially among youth is growing i don't think the baby killing thing is going to go well you yep. know, and that's I don't want anybody fucking whatever. <laughs> but like I said, killer. I agree with your right to privacy and all the shit. But yep. I don't. I got two babies. I I agreed pretty early on. That looks like a baby to me. Even when I couldn't, you know, make out the baby in there, I was like, oh my god, that's a fucking baby. That's my view on it. You know, I don't. <clears throat> I hate. I would love and hate these discussions because I always feel. <laughs> totally self-applied pressure to like (laughs) pick what my deadline is you know and i just don't have one um so it's a very like uh Mm -hmm. kind of ambiguous you know Uh, i don't know I always fall down. You need never. I'd be like, I don't know. Probably shouldn't be doing that. Probably shouldn't be doing that. Exactly. And and also i'm not going to tell you i i'm not going to tell you when you're allowed to do anything i'm going to tell you that i think it's immoral and you shouldn't be doing that right and whatever private decisions that you make in your life that I don't know about are yours to make. And And I'm not going to, I'm not trying to legislate what you can do in your house. I feel comfortable empowering doctors to make those same kind of decisions. Like you shouldn't be doing that. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not going to, I don't want to do that. Um, I don't think you should do that. I don't think this is a good decision. So I'm not going to help you procure that thing, you know, Mm -hmm. and I don't think we should be living in a world where that doctor gets hate for not wanting to do that, you know? And there's going to be a certain amount of people that this is super wrong and we're going to have to make some type of law, you know, (laughs) that like, especially in the first days of that, if that becomes the law of the land, we're living in a hypothetical world now, Mm -hmm. right? If that becomes the law of the land, that's just like, we're leaving it up to the morals, you know? There's going to be a handful of doctors that are like, ah, fucking any time, you know, we'll get it done if that's what you want to do. Those people are going to be open to a lot of retribution for that, for like, you're a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> and that's yeah. the same thing is going to happen to the doctors that, that say no very early on, you know, when they're sitting eight or 10 weeks with the doctor and it's like, nope. I don't think it's a good idea. I think we're kind of past that point of where this is an option. Like, you should have maybe thought about it earlier. That person's going to get hate too, you know? Mm-hmm. That sucks, but I. That's the way the free market goes, dude. Yeah, I don't know. That's I, the way it goes. I think that will. 
um, taking the fear from the doctors and like the responsibility of having to do something will, I think, solve a lot of that issue. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, I don't know. I've never I've, thought about this before. I'd imagine I'm so. Sp- I'm spitballing yeah. here. Like, yeah, I like it. Yeah. The loose, the loose, cool nature of yeah, how you're discussing just, it feels you know, good. Very low, low pressure system. Shop around a little bit if that's what you want to do. I, that's, you, you might go. be what you have to do. Mm-hmm. You know. And if you have to go to another state to do it, then. You're living in the wrong state, dude. I'm yeah. sorry to tell you that. I mean, advocate for a change at your your state if that's what you want. But, so be it. But I, I live <clears> in a state very happily that I it's run by a bunch of tyrants who don't believe in democracy and that's I choose to live here. That's yeah. it's it is the way it is, bro. I know what I'm dealing with. Tiffany says they shouldn't be listed because people like the guy in the video. I think people should have to prove or test to show they research the candidates. Uh I am I'm talking deep dive kind of research. What companies donate to them? Who they donate to? Past current views on issues, and I would want to see sources. Uh, you know, Tiffany, it sounds like you are advocating for a fucking restriction of people's voting rights or some type of you know qualification test. You hate and, democracy. Uh, you know, <laughs> we may or may not have advocated for the same thing on the show before. Yeah, I yeah I agree with you. I th- <laughs> a lot of problems with voting. Right, One mostly that everybody can do it. Chiefly being that everyone <laughs> is allowed to do it. I don't. <laughs> That's the first problem yeah. with voting. Come, what comes partially with us acknowledging that it's a privilege is choosing who cannot do it anymore. There's going to be a lot of people who don't get to vote anymore. When we when we really acknowledge as a country, this is a privilege, and we whatever. Yep. I mean, a lot of people that don't get to vote. It's going to change every year. Voter rolls are going to change every year. You know, oh, it's going to be people get taken off that do whatever. It's going to be like you acted like a real fuckhead these last four years. You do not get to vote this time. That is not okay. Dude. But you're gonna have to. Yeah, you're gonna have to prove that you fucking earned it. You know, dude. And the fact that like voting rolls exist and they're just you sign up and then you're just always on the list seems you're removing as much responsibility from the quoted, the stated right to vote that you can possibly do. You're trying to make it as easy as fucking possible and make it to remove any barriers of entry, any, not really barriers of entry. It's just any obstacle in the way that would allow you to fulfill that responsibility that you have to participate in the voting system. And, and that is a huge, huge fucking problem. You cannot, every right has an equal and it has an equal responsibility with it, correct? That goes yes. along with every right. If you are, if there's a system in place to remove any requirement to demonstrate that responsibility for you to fulfill that right, I think you probably, you're paving the way for it essentially to just, you're bastardizing the right at that point because you're removing all responsibility required to do that. Right. You should not do that. It shouldn't be the easiest thing in the world to do. No. It should be inconvenient, and you should go out of your way to make sure that if you, if you deem your vote that necessary, your, your say in the system, then you will go above and beyond to fulfill that, that role. Making it easier for everybody to vote is not the answer. It should be right. It, sh- it you shouldn't make it harder for everybody, but you just there's a system in place that requires you to do a little bit of groundwork beforehand. And if that means that, hey, voting time's coming within 30 days of the vote, I have to make sure I'm registered. And then right. after that vote's done, the register goes away. 
and it's just gone. And then you have to re-register again, and that'll weed out a bunch of the senile people, the irresponsible people who aren't paying attention to it, who obviously don't care enough about the system to fucking participate in it. Right. And I, th I think this is a wonderful, wonderful point because the growth of ease in the system, it also is also what grows the administrative state, right? Yeah. So when you, f when you increase the responsibility demand on people, you are instantly shrinking the government because there are less workers involved, less people who have to do that background work that you are now doing. It's mm -hmm. your job now if you want to do this. So it isn't somebody's job to be consistently checking the voter rolls to all the bullshit that they're doing in the background mm -hmm. is eliminated. So a huge portion of that administrative state you are cutting right out from the bottom because they don't have a job anymore. Their job is no longer necessary because you are doing that thing. Oh, yeah. You are registering yourself. They don't need thousands of poll workers all over the country or all over the state to make sure that they're in fucking post offices and shit that you're signed up to register to vote you know you're doing it yourself you're going in to do that thing because you want to make sure that you mm -hmm. vote when the time comes because you want to do that yes. thing because you yes. care about it enough to actually yes do the do the work required to fulfill that right yes. that you claim more responsibility is instantly less government, in my opinion. So I think that that yeah. is a wonderful point. Let's do it, baby. Yes, beautiful let's, let's advocate for the abolishment of uh, carry you know, rollover uh, voter rolls. Yes. There we go. We fixed. We fixed it, bro. Uh, the other thing I don't really want to talk about, but I just want to mention, is student loans. Right? Is been oh, yeah. kind of moves on student loans. Yeah, that's continuing. Like, and it's very interesting moves, right? They did this save plan thing, which is, uh, it's very interesting. So I don't want to get super deep into it because we're going to close out this segment. But yeah. um, the save plan, which is to uh, help people adjust their payments dictated on their uh, discretionary spending as opposed to like their overall income or their aggregate, whatever the fuck, right? Um, aggregate general income, whatever the fuck it's called. So it's a different calculation of your money, which dictates how much your payment is going to be. So mm -hmm. for a lot of people, it zeroes out their payments and it lowers their interest and stuff like that. With this new thing they just did, it's going to cut a lot of people's interest payments in half, which is going to cut their general payments in half. Um, there's also a thing that I didn't totally understand that has to do with, like, if you fulfill the payment of your um, principal balance for that month, then you don't have to pay the interest portion. And so they forgive the interest portion of your payment if you can fulfill the principal portion of the payments. Like your payment's $50, mm. you can pay the 30 and they'll wave away the 20 or like I didn't totally, It's that's mm. my understanding of it, but it was worded very, very confusing. It's from a whiteout fact sheet or White House fact sheet. So oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. all fucking, it's all, it's all nonsense. Yeah. Um, and then there was something that I didn't understand it makes sense, but I didn't think it through to this logical end because I just assumed it was like debt already existing. Um, but under the safe plan, you can go, you can take out a loan at a community college because of this new thing has to do with like uh, loans under $12,000 or something. These are like totally forgiven. Like you don't have to pay them back or mm -hmm. the payments are zeroed. And then after 10 years, they get forgiven or something. So you can, with my understanding, Today, you could go to the community college, take out $10,000 worth of loans and use that to go to schooling and then never pay it back. Because under the safe plan, as long as you're low income, under the safe plan, that $10,000 is going to be zeroed out and you never have to pay that back because after 10 years, it'll be forgiven. So Free as long college. as you're low income, which I'm not totally mad at, right? Like I don't, they, I'm not, let me say, I'm not mad at people learning for free. 
right? If we're living in a fucking liberal world where all this stuff and we're providing things, mm -hmm. let a motherfucker learn for free, right? Like, I know I me, mean, I learned more shit as an adult in my free time than I ever did in this fucking dog shit public institution that we oh, yeah. run the kids through, right? So let an adult learn for free if they have the time for it. I'm not mad at that. If you're working and you have time to also take classes and do shit, if we're going to live in this liberal society of all the things we're going to give people for free, let a fucking person learn. You know, I don't, I'm not mad at that, right? I do, I would say, because I have to as part of the show and I'm, I'm morally obligated, right? This is another example of, of Biden and the government in general not giving a fuck about the dollar, the spending, oh, yeah. the anything. Just wipe it away you know we'll just uh work around the numbers we'll shift things we'll fucking move some zeros around and we'll just move it all into the same pile and it's fine because it doesn't go away right the money never goes away it doesn't just disappear no nope. it isn't how money works it isn't how debt works it isn't how it isn't how any of this works <laughs> so it, eventually the money just goes into a pool of fucking debt that gets paid off by taxpayers supposedly because we aren't paying off any fucking debt anyway right but that's where it goes eventually it goes into a pool that has to be paid off at some point yep it doesn't just go away. The Fed's ledger is always carried. Yes. This is a continued admittance that they don't care about the dollar or the fiscal future of this country. No, man, so, it's all monopoly money to them. They yes. just need to... It's lubrication for the gears of yes. the machine. You just throw enough lubrication on it, and things just keep going yes. forward. And then they get to create new projects and new new programs and new new laws and regulations and... That just in turn gets them more popularity, more votes, so they can just keep doing the same thing over right. again. The money right. is not fucking real. It just acts as lubrication for the machine to keep marching on. Right. Um, Joseph said... That's yeah, I want to read that one. Joe, that's going to backfire when you realize good people want to be left alone and will leave it alone. The most politically active people want to control you and will be registered to vote. Okay, This so, is the problem with democracy and, inherently. And my pushback to that, Joseph, would be the fucking founding of the country. The people who literally fought and died to be left alone then took voting to be their most intrinsic, one of their most intrinsic rights and fucking founded a country on it they showed up to vote they registered themselves they showed up to the fucking polls because they didn't mail in voting then so mm -hmm. i agree with you to the extent that that is possible under the current system but if you are making it a choice thing like colin said there's going to be a fuckload of people who the option and the privileged vote is handed to them on a silver platter and when they have to mm -hmm. work for it they won't when the size of the government has shrunk and freedoms are beginning to be given back to people, it will be worth it for people who are want to be left alone to drive into fucking town once a month, once a year, once every four years to vote for something, yep. right? Because yep. elections aren't held once a month. That's a, oh, yeah. that's a bad example. But once a year when a local election is held or once every four years when a federal election is held, it is worth it to drive into town to do that thing. Yep. That's that then becomes worth it when your rights are actually on the line, when you're actually voting for something and not dog shit that goes out into the ether. It's worth it to travel then. Yeah. When you have more free time because the size of the government has shrunk and your taxes have shrunk. This is all very fucking ethereal and fucking woo -wah, yeah. right but a lot of, a lot that's, of that's how today. this logic is supposed to work mm -hmm. right when that's the reality and you don't have to work 70 fucking hours a week this is a large number 50 hours a week right to make ends meet you have the free time to do these things that's 
that's how all of this is supposed to work. You are being intentionally yeah. held down by the administrative state that we exist under, so you don't have the free time to do these things. So that the idea, the concept of you having to work more to express your freedom is is inconceivable to you. That's it's working right now. That's it's actively working. The administrative state, the crushing that they want to do to you, is working right now. Oh yeah. So that's the whole idea. You cut out the administrative state. The weight of the government is slowly lifted off of you. That's the idea. Yeah. And by throwing a few arbitrary hurdles in front of, not even hurdles, but by not removing all the hurdles that already exist in the voting and registering process. The power of, say, like the liberal super centers of, you know, the major cities that control 90% of politics in, 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 the, in the country, that empowers the more, like, less populated rural vote because they're more animated and activated to be involved to make their voices heard. And the people that are too busy in the cities who aren't going to be paying attention to this, that just get a mail-in ballot in their mailbox or, right. or, you know, just doing the thing because it's cool to do that day because they watch the latest special on MSNBC or something like that are going to go down the day before and try. And then all of a sudden it was like, well, sorry, man, you didn't register 30 days as required by fucking law. So you don't get to participate this time. Right. And that'll help balance the scales out between the people that want to be left alone. When you still have to do, you still have to fulfill the responsibilities to be left alone. Like you have to go, if this is what you have to do, the responsibilities of being a citizen. Right. Still. I mean, if you want your right to be left alone upheld, you have to fulfill your rights as a citizen, as a citizen to go in there and make sure that you're going to, you're going to participate in that system enough to make sure that people aren't going to be flushed in the office. that are going to try to make it so that you have to deal with them all the time. Right. And it gets bolstered a little bit more when we look at the uh, the crossover. The amount of people that you're talking about that like want to control you right now that are registering like that. Those are bullshit administrative workers. When their jobs oh, yeah. are gone and they have to have a real job, we'll see how much they care about this thing. Mm -hmm. How much time they have to try and oppress you and how much they actually care about freedoms and liberties instead yeah. of fucking controlling other people. Uh, yeah. Yes, things are getting bad enough to get people to wake up. If we fix it, things get better. People forget. Wannabe tyrants never stop. It will get fucked up again. Endless cycle yeah, I mean, you can't you can't stop bad people. That's bad people are bad people. That's and they're always going to try to yes, take it. You're, they're always nipping at the heels of freedom. Baby. Precisely, you're talking about endless cycles of humanity. That's you know, I'm yeah. I'm not going to throw whatever a fucking white yeah. flag up because people are bad. That's no. that's freedom. When good must... people choose to do nothing. Evil triumphs. That's precisely yes. what happens. So exactly. you choose to make the moral decision. You choose to do everything you can to mitigate that evil and control that and get that out of your fucking society. Yep. When it pops up, you do the same thing. Yes. That's... You don't. You don't. Freedom is not a goal to be achieved. No. It's not something you get and then. Hey, we, we got freedom. It is a continuum, a continual and yes. endless pursuit. You always like the, the watchtowers of freedom must always be manned night and day, 24 seven. And the constant barrage of tyrants who want to come into freedom land have to be put down as soon as they're spotted yes. and you cannot, you have to always remain vigilant. Yes. That's the, you have to protect freedom. If you don't have it, you can gain it, but then you have to protect it forever. 
It's not something that you just get. And we won the game. We won freedom. We got it now. It's ours. seeds freedom to other people. That's the way. It, yes. It's always there. Are always going to be bad people out you there. You are correct, Joseph. That's right. Freedom is not free. Yes. And on that note. Yes, I have a. Uh, what does this have to do with freedom and liberty? And then we all can of it. Get out of here. Well, yeah. <laughs> we just did that. That was yeah. awesome. No, and I got a big one too. I got a fucking nice two paragraph. Ooh, there we both, go. They're both decent sized this time around. That's just how it worked out. Um, so oftentimes we ask ourselves, what does this have to do with freedom and liberty? Why are we Indeed. talking about this? That's what this whole show is about. I right? ask myself that every day. That's every single day. Uh, it is very common on this show for us to highlight precisely how useless the federal government is, how little effect on your daily life. And, on your life on a daily basis, how easy it can be to ignore. Most of the time, that's very, very true. Uh, we have seen the growing hostility that is seemingly that this seemingly feckless government has towards those who embrace freedom in American tradition and exactly how effective they can be at stalking, tracking, and imprisoning those willing to stand up for the freedoms of the American people. When our children are being taught the dangers of patriotism and standard nationalism, we have reached a harsh tipping point in this country. Uh, we have watched for decades as the legislative and judicial branches of our, co of our government have abdicated their responsibilities, ceding more power to the executive in an almost ancestral lean towards monarchical rule. We have heard Josh Keaton talk about um, how there's so many Americans that still seem to yearn for the crown. You yes. know, they Bring real, back the monarchy. Don't know what the deal is, but they still seem to yearn for it. Um, it is this increase in executive control and a hunger to be controlled that brings to relevance to whoever brings relevance to whoever it is that occupies the Oval Office. The chief executive has been granted the power to send armed troops right to your door, as well as arm your children and send them to foreign doors all supposedly for your own safety. We have expressed interest in who the president is and need to pull every lever that we can to roll back the powers under their control and ensure the individual that we choose to be in that office is willing to do the same thing. Cutting of executive control should be our first demand of anyone seeking the highest office in land. Your freedoms and your way of life are on the line as this continues to move forward, especially under this current structure. So that is what the presidency 2024 and the police state have to do with freedom and liberty. Nicely put. Nicely with put. With that, I want to remind you guys again one last time, at least for this segment, that you can find us on our own personal social media. I'm at Salt of the Street on Twitter, and that's alpaca underscore Don on Instagram. Collins at Big Bird Offie on both those things. Everything at saltofthestreets.com, including our Patreon, patreon.com slash salt of the streets, where you can find our newsletters. You can find uh, the unedited versions of the SOS ID. You Woo! can find all kinds of new stuff that we have coming out there. Um, like I said, everything at saltofthestreets.com. This segment and all the other segments are executive produced by Zeke. If you, also, if you would also like to be an executive producer head over to that patreon and get signed up we'll be back in just a few minutes for part three of salt of the streets we're going to talking about some international some israel some uh border concerns oh yes. that's a lot of stuff for us so the border we'll sucks yeah we'll be back in uh, just a few minutes thank you very much peace back. thank you very much for joining us everybody this is salt of the streets episode 163 my name is Donovan. I'm Colin. We're here in part three. I'm thrilled to have everybody here. We're going to talk about some international topics. We're starting with the border stuff. Before we go any further, of course, I want to remind you, you can follow us on our own personal social media. I am at Salt of the Street on Twitter and at Alpaca underscore Donovan on Instagram. Colin at Big Bird Offie on both those things. Everything at saltofthestreets.com. Including the Patreon. Patreon.com salt of the streets. Instagram.com salt of the streets. Everything. Go to the Patreon. Get signed up. This segment uh, and all the other segments are brought to you executively by Zeke. If you would also like to executive produce a show, go to the Patreon mm. and get signed up. There's going to be a very, very special episode of SOS ID hitting the Patreon next week. Yep. 
So be sure to get there and sign up for it because that is the pure unedited version of the SOS ID. This one, just by the nature of how we started it, it's going to be pretty heavily edited. So get it while you can. Get into the Patreon. You're going to get the, just the raw footage. And it's you get to hear us in our total glory. Um, we're going to be talking to Brian in that one yeah. for a little preview there. So get in there and get signed up to Patreon. Any level get you access to, to the new show, right. fully unedited and uncut. And then we'll look for the regular edited edition to hit YouTube on the 15th, which is our standard arrangement from now on. But get over there, Patreon. Patreon.com slash Salt the Streets. Let's That's go. Right. Uh, and with that, we are in part three. Uh, so we're going to be talking about some international stuff. I'm just making sure that I don't need anything on this uh, window so I can close it. Close the window. Okay. Uh, so now we, yeah, we're in part three. We're going to start, start by talking about the border, right? We talked a little bit about that last week. Yep. Um, started to kind of get into a little bit of those things because um, it was kind of starting to get it really hairy, you know, and you were starting to bring it up. So um, Colin is going to kind of lead us through this one. You've been paying, I'm, I'm watching it, but you've been paying a little mm -hmm. closer attention than I am. Tapped in, bro. Yeah. I'm always looking for civil war to pop off. And yes. If, if there's a possible avenue for it to go down, I'm, I'm there. And this was seemingly looking like it could go pretty sideways pretty fast. But yes. long story short, um, we'll, we'll get into all the details, but to sum things up before we get into it, border crisis is yet again reached another record high. It's of the, the flow of migrants and the facilitation and smuggling of the migrants all across the country is at a record level, continues to get worse, and there's... Biden admin. Um, it's been so bad that they've actually been forced to try to do something with it. There was a supreme and acknowledge the numbers. The three million yes. is like a legitimate number that yeah. you know, once the a month, best yeah. they can come up with. Yeah. Um, but yes, there was the Supreme Court ruling last week. Yep. That um, dictated that, as is correct from my understanding of the statutes and what the actual case was is that at the end of the day, the federal government has supremacy on border security and they get to make the call how it is that the border is to be secured or not secured. And essentially this all had to do with a bunch of Constantiner wire or you know, razor wire that the Texas national guard has been putting up along uh, the Eagle pass area of uh, it's kind of like the main illegal highway for migrants to come through open unfenced parts of the border indeed in particular around this eagle pass area and the texas national guard has been i mean we saw videos of it a couple times on the show over the last couple months where you, the the texas national guard would go out there and put up a bunch of razor wire we showed some videos of yeah it. and then cbp would go around and cut the razor wire or lift it with a tractor or something and just essentially remove it well, the Supreme Court case essentially reaffirmed that the federal government does have the ability to go in there and remove whatever whatever kind of uh, obstruction. Obstruction. That was the right. That's the right. word I was looking for. That that they want. And not that the state of Texas can't do it because they still can. They still can. The federal government can go then and take down all of that things, which is con yes. continues this weird cyclical thing that you were talking mm -hmm. about, this weird yeah, but fight the, they have going on. But the problem that we have run into now is that essentially the Texas authorities are not allowing 
the federal agents to go in and remove their barriers. That's where we're at now. And that's okay. where we're at now. Um, but it's a long road that we've gotten here. Um, so we're going to hit a few things and just kind of build out this story as we go along because there's a lot of moving pieces to it. Um, but first off, we'll, we'll get the president's current state of what he thinks the situation at the border is because he doesn't seem to think there's we'll just we'll just let him in his own words it's chaos down there asked if he oh thinks the border is secure he's actually acknowledging now no it's not months the whole year the whole time yeah. three years now that it is yeah and he says i haven't believed it for the last 10 years you said it for the last 10 years he says give me the money if i just had the money we'd secure the border this man is a proud thousands everything from judges to anyway. anyway and he trails off like he often does he has no fucking idea what he's talking about no um now compare and contrast to this from 2007 just not quite 10 years ago huh it's not quite 10 years ago would you allow these cities to ignore the federal law regarding the reporting of illegal immigrants and in fact provide sanctuary to these immigrants the reason the cities ignore the federal law is the fact that there is no funding at the federal level to provide for the kind of enforcement at the federal level you need. Pick up the New York Times today. There's a city not far across the river from my state that so he's arguing against sanctuary cities. Imposed the similar sanctions. And what they found out is, as a consequence of that, their city went in the dumps, in, in, in the dumpster. Stores started closing. Everything started to happen. And they changed the policy. Part of the problem is you have to have a federal government that can enforce laws. This administration has been fundamentally derelict in not funding any of the requirements that are needed even to enforce the existing so, Senator law. Biden, yes or no, would you allow the cities to ignore the federal law? No. You would, uh word so there you go there's a little compare and contrast for you for okay. what he's what he said back in 2007 to where he's at now but um obviously the border kind of consistent kind of sort of give me he, he said i need we need money federal law i mean I can, it's you know? consistent to the extent that federal law supersedes but that's also yeah. just like <laughs> kind of the rules you know so <clears throat> i mean he's not cracking down on california right now right. for <laughs> Or Arizona, now that they have a nice, cushy, you know, Democrat in, and we didn't in the governor position. we did about any of the Democrat states until they were complaining about the fucking immigrants there. Exactly. All the sanctuary cities are now having the, doing exactly what he said they were going to do in 2007. Right. When he had a more border, he was more hawkish view on the border back in 2007. Wearing a red tie. <sighs> Tells you everything you need to know. Red tie, dude. They're all wearing red ties. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, that was a whole that was a whole thing yeah. apparently before Trump made it cool. Right. Well, that is just to kind of add some context about the numbers we're seeing now. Yeah, it's from the Hill. The Biden administration confirms record three hundred thousand encounters yeah, at the border. United States Customs and Border Patrol (CPB) confirmed CBP confirmed that there were record 302,034 total encounters at the country's southern border in December. Just in December of That's 2023. 
uh, Border Patrol. And they're not turning anybody away. Like, it's, no. the language is super important because they use all these kind of, like, encounters, apprehensions, this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. They say encounters because that's all that it can really, they're just turning them into the state. They're turning them back into the United States, mm-hmm. and they're whatever, maybe being sent to a center or something where they're going to have to, you know, um, fucking register, and they'll get a court date, and they'll get all the stuff. But yep. that's it's encounters because no one is being turned away. Everyone is being brought in. Everybody and your is. case is adjudicated once you get here. Yes. This, and that's because the return to Mexico policy was ended very, like, in the early, early, early days, days of the Biden admin. Yeah. And now they're talking about, like, well, that's, like, the only thing that was Because we're not going to do kids in cages again. That's right. kind of what they said. And so their alternative was just to free flow in. Not a big deal. I don't understand why. It's interesting to me that the, like, the ports of entry... If this is the policy, just allow the ports of entry to just have people come in right. by by putting up this facade like, you know, there's a legal way to get in here when the by de facto, the legal way to get here is just to walk across the fucking border, be right. smuggled in done. You still get the same exact processing. There's there's zero difference. So by maintaining this facade of like an actual point of entry where there's security and you right. get then it just opens up to just the the mass migration across other ends of when the end the end is essentially the same it's not illegal by de facto to just walk into this country anymore right you get a package with a bunch of instructions you usually get sent to a there's a bunch of catholic charities in texas that are kind of facilitating a lot of this working with the Biden administration they come in and they get these brown or these manila envelopes full of all sorts of you know, information about what to do, how to do it in whatever language that these people are speaking, because it's not just the vast, vast minority. It ain't just majority of these people. Most of them are not Mexicans. No, that's not none. Almost none of them are Mexicans. All over South America. And now we're seeing a lot of people from Africa, China, China. all over Asia, Mongolia, fucking weird places. Middle East. There's a lot of uh, the rumor mill in the Internet right now is like there's supposedly a picture of a. A, a pretty severe terrorist right. that made its way and right. was like picture but it's like oh hey do you know this guy he looks like this guy well there's like I a video know, but... of a guy saying you know you're gonna know who i am you don't know who yeah. i am now but you're and now the, there's like pictures mm-hmm. of yeah the, the terrorist leader they're comparing to yeah. this um and who knows the you know the reality of that but knows what is real is that we have no fucking idea who these people are that are just flooding into the country and then being flown around to everywhere in the united states but they're getting these manila envelopes that have all the info they get a cell phone because you have to be able to be contacted um for your court date so you have to be able to communicate so that is entailed you get a cell phone and you get three thousand dollars cash because also you have to be able to survive somehow between now and your court date and the court dates are anywhere between two to five years from from now, depending on where they're going to be and which court they're being assigned to. You tell me exactly what the recipe of success is Well, for 90% that. of them show up to their first court date column, so it doesn't matter. 90. What, which, about, what about the other ones? Yeah, and then how many more after that? Probably not that many. But, yeah. I mean, we're talking multiple percentages compared to, like, the United States population of people that have just flooded into this country now. I don't know what you do about that. I mean, we're talking over three assaults, (laughs) including amphibious assaults. I'm pissed. I didn't save that video because it was good. I know, but 
you know, it is what it is. It's, and it's I saw not it, like great. randomly on Instagram this morning. I was like, I think I was just scrolling mm-hmm. reels, and I was like, what the fuck is this? Let me check real. I'm just gonna cursory look at the bookmarks. I'm I have an article say, that but... says that Biden says he's willing to press a border shutdown. Yes, um, yeah, yeah I do have some stuff for that. New York Times, crazy. Um, I don't have that video. No, uh, but what you're talking about the ports of entries. That's part of while well, you're looking for that. Um, kind of what yeah. Greg Abbott is getting at that he in his letter, the last letter that he sent, he's talking about the way that the Biden administration is incentivizing people to go to non-ports of entry, which the biggest mm-hmm. problem in deciders is that they're remarkably less safe. More yes. people are dying when you try and cross a random fucking pathway than an established road. And if the difference is going to be nothing, if you, the effective difference when you get there is you get to go to anyway, then yeah. just tell them, then close off the ports, the places where it's dangerous and force them to go to the ports of entry well, at least they won't die when they're going there. Yes. That's at least they won't be dying, you know? Yeah. And so, so we're gonna let them all in anyway. At least fucking don't let them die. Yes. You know, so there's given, still people given the nature of the problem now, right? That we've kind of discussed. There's hundreds of thousands every month. Yes, Joseph. We'll coming get there. in. Um, so the border shut down. Is what we want. Yes, uh, yes. We'll get there. We'll but, get there. Yeah. But it's fake. Um, but anyway, in response to the, the influx and that court decision, G- Governor Abbott, the governor of Texas, um, stand and deliver. He put out wheels. a letter. Yeah, he's Hot Wheels. That can you can you read that for us, good yes, sir? Yes, I can. Uh, January 24th, 2024. The federal government has broken the compact with the United States and states. The executive branch of the United States has the constitutional duty to enforce federal laws protecting states, including immigration laws, on the books right now. President Biden has refused to enforce those laws, and he's even violated them. Violated them. The result is that he has smashed records for illegal immigration. Despite having put on notice in a series of letters, one of which I delivered to him by hand, President Biden has ignored Texas's demands that he perform his constitutional duties. President Biden has violated his oath to faithfully execute immigration laws enacted by Congress. Instead of prosecuting immigrants for the federal crime of illegal entry, President Biden has sent his lawyers and federal courts to sue Texas for taking action to secure the border. President Biden has instructed his agencies to ignore federal statutes that mandate the detention of illegal immigrants. The effect is to illegally allow their en masse parole into the United States. By wasting taxpayer dollars to tear open the Texas border security infrastructure, President Biden has enticed illegal immigrants away from the 28 legal entry points along the state's southern border, bridges where nobody drowns, and into the dangerous waters of the Rio Grande. Under President Biden's lawless border policies, more than 6 million illegal immigrants have crossed our southern borders in just three years. This is more than the population of 33 different states in this country. This illegal refusal to protect these states has inflicted unprecedented harm to the people all across the United States. James Madison, Alexander Hamilton, and the other visionaries who wrote the U.S. Constitution foresaw that states should not be left to the mercy, uh, to the mercy of a lawless president who does nothing to stop external threats like cartels smuggling millions of illegal immigrants across the border. Order. That is why the farmers, the framers, included uh, Article Blah, which promises that the federal government shall protect each state against invasion, and Article Blah, which acknowledges the state's foreign interest in protecting their borders. Arizona versus United States statute, blah, 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 Scalia dissenting. The failure of the Biden administration to fulfill the duties imposed by Article 4, Article 4 and 4 has triggered Article 1. Oh, yeah, and, Article 4, Subsection 4. Okay. Yeah. And it's triggered Article 1, Subsection 10, Clause 3, which refers to, that's exactly why I said blah, reverse, uh, which reverses to 
Jesus Christ, which reserves <laughs> to this state the right of self-defense. For these reasons, I have already declared an invasion under Article 1, Subsection 10, Clause 10, to invoke Texas' constitutional authority to defend and protect itself. The authority is the supreme law now of the land and supersedes any federal statutes to the contrary. The Texas National Guard, the Texas Department of Public Safety, and other personnel are acting on the authority as well as the state law to secure the Texas border. Greg Abbott, Governor of Texas. So that right there is basically Greg Abbott's declaration of conflict with the federal government. He says... I've declared an invasion of my state now, which gives me X amount of powers to be able to defend my own citizens like and my own burner. Yeah, it's During like COVID or exactly. something. Exactly. Like it's like a medical emergency. Carrie Lake was talking about um, declaring an invasion of Arizona if she was to become governor back in that election um, because it would give her the same powers to do that. So he stated multiple times the truth that Joe Biden is breaking the law. The administration is breaking the law. Yes. Hands down. And so he's taking it into his own hands for his state to assert dominance over it. So he tells essentially the Supreme Court to fuck off. And he's not even telling the Supreme Court to fuck off. Supreme Court says the said the federal government can can remove, you know, Texas's barriers, but it didn't say anything about like forcing them to allow the federal government to get to those barriers. Okay. So that is the problem we have now is that essentially you have, and actually I think we have an article for this. Um, actually before we do that, in response to the letter, there was multiple, you know, Texas politicians to include. Kickflip, bong rib, Beto's here. That's right. Abbott, <clears throat> Abbott is uh, using the Texas guard to defy a Supreme Court ruling. No, it's not. When, gover when Governor Fubus did this in 1957 eisenhower federalized the arkansas guard to ensure compliance with the law biden just or must follow this example of bold decisive leadership and end this crisis before it gets bold, worse decisive authoritarian tyrannical leadership yes. what he's talking about there is that unless the president <laughs> activates fucking idiot he is you know kick flip bomb rip let's go jesus um unless biden activates the national guard to the service of the DOD, they are under the jurisdiction right. of Texas. What just happened, I think, like Phil Abondi talked about, the National Guard gets into Iraq and Afghanistan, stuff like that. That shit happens yeah, all the time. That's that's how National Guard gets deployed right. over there, is it's just through the process. The president said, okay, I'm activating this unit, this unit, and this unit to go do their turn over there. A lot of them don't that's, sign up, though, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll go for yeah. that. A lot of yeah, a lot of the, the nanny guard guys were really trying to do that. Right. But. It sounds like, it, at least then, like, this is totally fucking side conversation. They kind of like opened it up a little bit. You know, they're like volunteers. Anybody who yeah. wants to go, we'll put together a regiment and yeah. then we'll send You go them. to that unit, that's the unit that's right. deploying. Anybody right. want to transfer there? We'll let you swap in, swap yeah. out if you don't want to go. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of that stuff going on. It's got Beto getting involved, saying that Biden should activate the National Guard in Texas. Such a fucking fool, this guy. Should not be doing that. I hate Beto O'Rourke so much. Joaquin Castro, um, he, uh, no, he wasn't the one that was running for president uh, that last time. It was his brother. Yeah, he's a twin brother. Yeah, but yeah, he's in, he's a Texas rep. Um, Governor Greg Abbott is using Texas National Guard to 
obstruct and create chaos at the barrier if Abbott is defined yesterday's Supreme Court ruling POTUS needs to establish sole federal control of the Texas National Guard now and Greg Sazer who is a he's a another Texas congressman I agree with Joaquin Castro if Abbott is defined yesterday's Supreme Court ruling POTUS needs to establish sole federal control of the Texas National Guard so what they are asking for is for all those Texas National Guard that have been busy putting up barriers to be drafted into essentially the U.S. Army at that point under control of Joe Biden, the commander-in-chief, to turn around and do what they say, not what Governor Abbott says. And so he just wants to usurp the National Guard force that is busy doing the work of Governor Abbott to do the work of the federal government now and remove all those barriers that they just fucking put up. I wonder what the vibe is of the actual, like, National Guardsmen, you know? Everything I've seen is anecdotal, obviously. Yeah. But I've seen a lot of... Because they all live of, there, right? Like, you, yeah, they, they, all, they all live yeah, you in live Texas, in state. you know, because you just show up, like, for weekends or whatever the fuck, yeah. right? So... Yeah, it's, it's essentially the same like deal the as, like, the reserves. Yeah. yeah. It's like uh, every other weekend and then a couple weeks and... Until they call you up until you're going to the border. <laughs> exactly. Which, yeah, once the National Guard's active. And then it usually doesn't bother people because they're getting paid full-time right. at that point. So it works, but... That is fucking weird, man. It's super weird. I knew a guy... I used to know a guy in the Natty Guard. I asked... No, I, uh, I asked the question because I'm interested in, like... Um, what the temperament would be of the National Guardsmen who yeah. are being told, like, okay, you're fucking switching sides now, you know, essentially. Yeah, essentially. That's obviously, it's not a, an armed thing at this point, but, like, you're switching sides, now you're doing what we say. Yeah. How many of them are going to be, especially because they're from Texas, you know, they live there, how many of them are going to be more sympathetic to the arguments of Greg Abbott as opposed to the arguments of Joe Biden, and how many nope. of them are going to be like, oh, listen, I don't want to be here anyway. So if we can just wrap this up, however, then I just want to get out of here, yeah. you know? Um, well, from the anecdotal things I've seen on Twitter from people supposedly saying they're this or that in what either they're part of the CBP or they're part of the Texas National Guard, they say, like, we're all homies, man. Like, we all work together all the time. Like, right. there's no bad relationship between any of the people down there. They're and just all doing their jobs. They're all just doing their jobs, trying to do what they can, and the the areas of Eagle Pass that the Texas National Guard has, have essentially kind of like made their own, like CBP is not fucking with them. They just it's a big enough border. They just go other places. Yeah, you know there's there's lots of gates in the wall all along Texas that they're they're there to open or telling to lift people, up Bob Wire in other places. Man. Telling people the wall opens is one of my favorite things because it blows their mind. Like, did you know that the wall opens? And what? Like, what? Like oh, it fucking yeah. opens up. They tell you that it goes into the ground. It opens up. <laughs> it's fucking I, they wild. They just never know. I didn't know, so I don't blame them. But it's my favorite thing. It oh, shocks yeah, everyone every time. Watching the videos of like somebody going over and then like turning like yes. a latch and then it just opens up this fucking like ten foot wide fucking gate somebody built into the wall you go oh that's well there's that it doesn't matter if you were pro wall or anti-wall you for sure thought it was an impenetrable fucking wall and so when you hear that there are gates in it say go, Wait, what, what the fuck are you talking about oh, yeah. like oh i guarantee it i fucking men's warehouse it dude I they're all over the place it. and who who in a thousand years didn't think that you can build this big fucking bollard fence wall all along the southern border and then the next guy who gets in the office says, you know what we should do? Let's get some torches out and let's cut some fucking gates into this thing. <laughs> this, this, dude, it's come awesome. the fuck on. And then you don't even need to worry about, like, the wall not being there. Yeah, it's awesome. But, like, I saw a video today of a guy that was, uh, 
he was at the wall. I'm he sure was a, a cartel smuggler that was bringing a group of people in, and he was there in his fucking black clad balaclava, the whole nine thing, whole nine yards, and he's on one side of the fence. CBP's on the other side of the fence. He opens the gate, or no, the gate is open, and so he pulls out his phone, videotapes like the goods, the merchandise being delivered to CBP. They take a hold of them, and he like he like waves or salutes the fucking the CBP guys, and then turns around and leaves. Can go back for another delivery. My God, it's fucking dark, dude. We are facilitating human trafficking right now. Yes, federal government is facilitating human trafficking. Yes, the the Biden administration and all of its vestigial arms of you know like the CBP, the Border Patrol, all that stuff—they're all facilitating human trafficking, and have been for years. This is not something. This is highly illegal activity. Zeke says, at what point do we call what's going on at the border invasion? That's exactly what, what, what Greg Abbott just did. did. And that's how we're at this point. Remember the days when you could just leave your keys in your car and the doors to your house open? <laughs> that's, you know, I don't. Um, I, I've but, never lived in that world. No, I know, like, when I was talking to Sean, Sean lives in Montesano. Montesano. Yeah, he was like, I don't lock my car when I go to anywhere i just don't there's like four thousand people in montesano there's just no one who lives there so nobody everybody's <laughs> homies you know you know people at the when we went to we were in cleelum and um good spot we went to the safeway there and there was a dude <laughs> i've pooped who, multiple times in that safeway there was a dude at the checkout stand at the self-checkout who knew the manager by name and like mm -hmm. spoke to her and she knew him by name. And he's like, Oh, I forgot a thing. Like, can I leave these younger back? Oh, you should, yeah, you're fine. Small town vibes, Dude, bro. What the fuck, bro? Yeah. There's like the same, like 4,000 people that live in Cleom or something yeah. like that. Like, nope. It's 2000. It's like 1900. It's yeah, like it's no not many. people. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of people that live there. Some parts of like the seasonally. Year, yeah. But there's very few people that just live there. permanent residents of Cleelum. Yeah. Yeah. I told yeah. you, fucking Roslyn was 192 people or something. Mm -hmm. There was no one in Roslyn. Nobody there, baby. Nobody. Weird. Yeah, because you got to go to Cleelum and then you got to start backtracking through Suncadia. Right. And then get up to fucking 18 you know, or whatever the fuck. Yeah. yeah. There ain't nothing up there, dude. Yeah. Well, that ends at a lake. It just, you go past like Ronald, Ronald, yeah, wherever that town was. You keep going and then you're just in Forest Roads at that yes. point. There's a. You could stay at fucking Lake Cleelum. There's some campgrounds right. and stuff up there, and that's it. You were at the end of civilization. I there. wondered that. It just turns into wilderness areas once I, you go farther north. I wondered that because our Airbnb was maybe like ten minutes past Roslyn. You know, Roslyn like two minutes later is Ronald, and yeah. then, so we're like just five or ten minutes past that. And that's I wondered that when we were driving. I was like, I wonder what is past this like what do you get to after nothing. this nothing nothing it just campgrounds yeah just fucking trees yep. it's just roads through trees yep and that's it dude it goes it goes to gravel roads right. to primitive roads and that's what it's like driving to there you know oh, yeah. like through the passes and stuff it's nothing there's like a, a couple of tiny towns on the way out yep. there but there's nothing you get easton yeah which is a couple restaurants and right. there's a few houses and that's about it yeah i don't even know how that's a real town once you get right across the pass there's like pashastin and like a yeah. couple of like concrete or something like that yeah a concrete's couple, yeah, a couple up of there weird tiny I fucking, fucking love concrete that's like a liquor store and a, a diner yeah. and like a few blocks of houses and nothing that's it you're like they don't even take the population here no, <laughs> you just rolled into federal census <laughs> that's there's <right>. nothing <laughs> 
hilarious. Yeah, two, bro. three more people ain't going to count. Joseph That's not says, a big deal. one day I'm sure we can just air out the country, border doors wide open, letting the fresh air pass through. It would be nice one day. I'm sure that you're right. I know, like, yeah. I'm at some point in time, there will be come a day in which we can, you know, kind of harken back to our, like, uh, lean back to our history in which we're like, fucking whatever, dude. Ships full of motherfuckers coming here. We'll put you down in the book dude. and. Send you on your way. Just don't cause any trouble, and you'll be fine. You know, yeah. gangs in New York, bro. Right. I I don't. I think that you're right. You know, but now is not that time. No. Now is not the time for. Well, the problem is like the cartels have, have figured out like this is a new industry for right. them to make money, and right. so if there's if there is a free market availability that is you know on the illegal end. The cartel's going to fill it. They're always and once, for more money. Once there became the need for a smuggling operation to, to exist on the southern border, yeah. where there was very little recourse for the smugglers, if any, why are you not going to sit there and right. stack cash? And now pretty much none, as long as you don't roll up with a fucking rifle. You know, yeah. No one's going to do anything. You just they roll just... up, deliver your people. They're going to take the people, ship them out all across the country, and call it good. Right. They're going to be living in airports and in... Hotels throughout various big cities and schools, federal buildings. Yeah. Fucking... Yeah. Even though it costs you, I like this was a uh, brought up on Timcast at some point this week. It was like, you know, in, for all you young people out there that really are into like, no, yes. no person is illegal. Everyone can be able to come. Well, when those people get a free hotel room to live in with a bathroom and, you know, the whole nine yards. And you get to pay $2,000 a month for a a micro apartment in New York City, which is 75 fucking square feet that yeah. has a bed and a sink. And you have to share a bathroom. Plus your other bills. Congratulations, everybody. You are getting fucked by your own federal government. So much so that this comes from SCNR.com, formerly Timcast News. I want to say something just... really quick. Oh, Ryan please. Grimm made this. Oh, that's... We'll have to tell me about the name change. Um, Ryan Grimm actually said something that I thought was really good this week. When Surprising. He was breaking points. He was talking about this immigration thing, and he was saying, it's like, you know, during 2016 and, like, Donald Trump, the Democrats and liberals, leftists kind of painted themselves in a corner with this immigration stuff of being, like, super-duper pro-immigrant so that they could be anti-Trump. Yes. But they didn't actually believe that. They were just trying to be anti-Trump. And now... They're in this position where they have to be crazy anti or like pro immigrant, but they don't really believe that. So no. they don't want any of this shit happening in their cities. They don't want any of the nonsense. They don't nope. want the open borders. They don't want any of that shit. They're just almost as concerned as the conservatives or the Republicans that live in these states, but they have these fucking signs in their yard that say everyone, nobody is illegal and all the yep. things, and they have no choice but to just continue down this path oh, that yeah. they built for themselves because they're fucking short-sighted idiots. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know how exactly that happened. I don't know if the leadership was so, so short-sighted or if they thought they were going to be able to defeat him or exactly how this works <sighs> itself out, but they absolutely fucked themselves. And they, oh, yeah, dude are totally handcuffed now at this point of just being like, well, we need to find housing for everybody and everyone needs to be taken care of and oh, everyone yeah. needs whatever. And I think you're right. There's going to be a lot of people that if it doesn't take much critical thinking for this to really fucking irritate you, you yeah. know, with how much money is being taken from you and used on other people for shit that you oh, do yeah. not have. And even the politicians themselves, I mean, like they're reaping what they've sowed at this point. Mayor Adams of New York City 
I mean, they have an ordinance in the city, a law on the books that says there, you know, you can't have homeless, but you have to give these people shelter in there some ha- capacity. It's not even just that. There has to be a bed for every person That's on right. the street. It's not even that you can't be homeless there. Yep. The state needs to ensure there is a bed provided for every homeless person. That is a fucking crazy mm-hmm. ask. And you can really see the the level of the the, the social... adherence to what they've been preaching for so long by when he was talking about when mayor adams was talking about like at some point like if you've got an extra room in your house and you need to make some extra money you you, were looking at you you bring those people in and how many people i mean do you see hordes of progressive masses in new york city opening up their doors to these illegal migrants nope you don't because you're all a bunch of hypocritical pieces of shit that needs to shut the fuck up and think about what you actually think it drives me insane. Bunch of fools. Bunch of fools. But the letter from Abbott was soon backed up by multiple people. Um, 25 Republican governors have signed a letter backing Texas Governor Greg Abbott right to secure the border. A uh, joint statement has been signed by 25 Republican governors backing Texas Governor. Yeah, 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 yeah we got that one. Um, can you read that, good sir? It's too far away from my broke-ass eyes right now. Yes. The Thank statement <laughs> had empty on my lungs. The statement issued on Thursday says, quote, we stand in solidarity with our fellow Governor Greg Abbott in the state of Texas and utilizing every tool and strategy, including razor wire fences to secure the border. President Biden and his administration have left Americans in our country completely vulnerable to unprecedented illegal immigration, Im- yeah, immigration pouring across the southern border. Instead of upholding the rule of law and securing the border, the Biden administration has attacked and sued Texas for stepping up to protect American citizens from historical levels of illegal immigrants, deadly drugs like fentanyl, and terrorists entering our country. Um, The governors continued, the authors of the U.S. Constitution made clear that in times like this, the states have a right to self-defense. Under Article 4, Section 4, and Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3 of the the U.S. Constitution, because of the Biden administration has abdicated its constitutional compact duties to the state, Texas, every legal justification to protect the sovereignty of our states and our nation. Yeah. So long story short, we got a good split in the country now about people, uh, governors of states that are backing the same play as Texas. We even have... Um, Joseph says, uh, Tiffany said, I refuse, and they can't make me. Just give us right. one of your guys' rooms. Joseph says, Just so one. if I quit paying all my bills, will I get a free hotel and ticket to anywhere? Bus or, no, you, no, you, you got to move from to, somewhere else first. Yeah, you got to move to South America, Central America, or even Mexico, and Become then legally cross the border. Yes, yes, that's the only way this it's works. the only way to do it. That's how you do this. Don't you fucking get it, Joseph? Mm-hmm. So if uh, you're from here, they don't care about you. It's and they don't care about you if you're from somewhere else either. But they've I told you they're fucking hogtied. They have no choice. They yeah, have to pretend they to care have about to, you. Dude. So, you they don't have to pretend to care about. <laughs> along with the the other twenty five Republican governors this that signed this picture. letter, right? This is a very funny picture created by AI, by the way. That's the way Tim Cast always <laughs> does that stuff. Um, written by Cassandra McDonald. The governors weren't the only one to add in their two cents to this. Trump also had to get involved at this point. So Trump calls on willing states to deploy their National Guard to Texas. Um, and they even have his truth post that, that we will read, which is the actually important part about this. So, I've never been on truth.com. This is truthsocial.com. Welcome to it, baby. 
when I was president, we had the most secure border in history. Joe Biden has surrendered our border and is aiding and abetting a massive invasion of millions of illegal migrants into the United States. Instead of fighting to protect our country from his this onslaught, Biden is unbelievably fighting to supposed to be yeah fighting, fighting to, to tie, tie the yeah. hands of Governor Abbott and the state of Texas so that the invasion continues unchecked. In the face of this national security, public safety, and public health ca catastrophe, Texas has has rightly invoked the invasion clause of the Constitution and must be given full support in, to repel the invasion. And then we have to go back to the, his other post. Boom. Page two. We encourage all willing states to deploy their their guards to Texas to prevent the entry of illegals and to remove them back across the border. Page two. That's all Americans funny. should support the uh, common sense measure by Texas authorities to protect the, the safety, security and sovereignty of Texas and the American people. When I am president on day one, instead of fighting Texas, I will work hand in hand with Governor Abbott and other border states to stop the invasion, seal the border and rapidly begin the largest domestic deportation operation in history those biden has let in should not get comfortable because they will be going home he capitalizes the weirdest shit all i like all the weird shit i don't get it it's very strange seal the border yes. rapidly begin i don't like why like so, they're titles of things that he's gonna do yeah know? right <laughs> it's like this, this is this your new act that you're gonna have congress <laughs> develop um but along with this um Governor Abbott was on, he did a, an episode with Tucker Carlson on Tucker Carlson's new show on X. Okay. Tucker on X or whatever the fuck it's called. Where he's, That's a funny name. It is. Yeah, Tucker on X, baby. Yes. Hey where he stated, Governor Abbott stated that they have actually received support, um, National Guard or other law enforcement support from 10 other states at this point already. Really? That have deployed resources to the state of Texas. So... We got that going on. And the entire time this is happening, this is a very, very interesting thing. The entire time this is happening, where is Governor Abbott? Do you have any idea where in the world Governor Abbott is right now? Texas? Not in Texas. Okay. Governor Abbott is in India. What the fuck? Because, um, yeah, Go Texas Governor Dallas-Fort Worth officials visit India. Governor Abbott and several North Texas officials have spent a week fuck? in India with business leaders from Austin and around the state to boost trade and investment in Texas. So basically, Whoa. Texas is it's like the fifth largest economy right. in, you know. He's building international trade deals for Texas. Yes. And so he's trying to get business deals going on. He wants, he wants business to come into Texas. He wants India to do business with Texas. It's a whole big deal. So he's out there making big international moves. And the entire time, he's actually seeming as if he is in state. By I mean, he's he's plugged into this. He, he knows <laughs> he what's going Texas. on. <laughs> it seems like he is. But no, he's in fucking India right now. What the fuck? I mean, it's it's Saturday, so he might be back now. Right. But like all week when this was all happening, motherfucker was in India. Still handling shit. Ron DeSantis, there was like a massive like blizzard in Florida or some shit. Or there was a big storm or some crazy shit like that. And he was like in Iowa at the caucus, even though he was going to be losing like crazy. And he just was leaving the state high and dry doing some, some real Ted Cruz type of shit. Wow. But yeah. So he, like when he 
put out the letter and all that stuff. He's just doing it remotely from fucking India, which is like a day behind or or in right. the future. I don't know which direction it goes, but like he's operating in real time from literally halfway across the world from where fucking Texas is. So that's that's cool. Tiffany, you know that you're being ridiculous. So they live in a mansion. The politicians can house them. They live on 9.9 acres that can house temporary shelters, sheds, tents. You know that they can't sacrifice their room. You have can't to do, do that. You know hmm. that. This is this is a you problem, Tiffany. Yeah, it's. If it's you're not willing fault. to put up illegal migrants in your house, I don't know what kind of human that makes you. <laughs> you're just a bad person. Favorite <laughs> <laughs> tissue, please. Oh, that's. Oh funny. yeah. Tissues all around. So that's the the state of play on the border as it as it exists. The Biden administration had given Texas and Governor Abbott in particular until noon Friday to allow his CBP agents to go in and have access to the border obstructions that they had put up and or else. And then Friday came and went and nothing happened. So I don't he's starting to really show his lack of true authority at this right at this place so what of this supposed border closing the border closing we're we're getting to that oh, okay so and from this T tiffany says the governor of new york can house more than thirteen thousand illegals in tents at her house at 20 square feet per person you know math doesn't matter <laughs> tiffany you're being too logical about this math doesn't matter Okay, so we did that one. I bet they would love her place. That's hilarious. I love you, Tiffany. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. So now that this has become an issue and Biden has been seen to be feckless for immediate in his release. power. I uh, love like the false like oh, yeah. sense of it's intensity. In, you know? So intense. Yeah. Intensity. But yeah, he actually had to put out a statement the other day. This was yesterday. Um, statement of the president Biden on the bipartisan <laughs> such a piece Senate border security negotiations for too long. We all know the border's been broken. Okay, Jack? It's long past time to fix it. That's why two months ago, I instructed my team to begin negotiations with a bipartisan group of senators to seriously and finally address the border crisis. For weeks now, that's what they've done, working around the clock, through the holidays, and over weekends. Let's be clear. Let's be very clear here, Jack. What's been negotiated would if passed into law, be the toughest and fairest set of reforms to secure the border we've ever had in our country. I guarantee it won't be. You can't have both. No. It would give me, as president, a new emergency authority to shut down the border when it becomes overwhelmed. Wait, and if racist as fuck when Trump said it. I know. And if given the authority, I would use it the day I sign the bill into law. So... He's asserting right now that he has no power to close down the border. But if we just get this bipartisan, common sense migration bill that I've been working on for the last two months, if we just get this to pass the state, the, the Senate and the House, oh then I'll, I'll have the power to shut the border down that day. And I will. I will shut down the fucking border. But, yeah, it was super racist when Trump did it. Let's see. Further, uh, Congress needs to finally... Provide the funding I requested in October to secure the border. This includes an additional 1,300 Border Patrol agents, 375 immigration judges, 1,600 asylum officers, and over 100 cutting-edge inspection machines to help detect and stop fentanyl at our southern border. Can't do it without that. Securing the border through 
these negotiations is a win for America. For everyone who is demanding tougher border control, this is the way to do it. If you're serious about the border crisis, pass a bipartisan bill and I will sign it. What a horrific tone-deaf piece of garbage. Yes. Guarantee the president has the power to shut down the border. Indeed. Guarantee it. Yes. Ron DeSantis had a few choice words about it. I'm not going to play the video and just ruin everybody's ears with his monotone garbage, but he just he's not for this supposed deal. It's an interesting-looking cat. He is... He's very, very happy to be out of the race, I think, and just be back in Florida doing his little... Way more fun in Florida. The, the last bastions <laughs> of his political career. He just got to ride out the rest of his term as governor, and then he doesn't have a political career after that. Do you Let's think that real. he gets a job in the Trump admin? Mm, I doubt it. No? I, I doubt it, man. The two of them had been going at it for far too long. I don't think he's going to get a job. He endorsed Donald Trump, and he's been on like his little campaign yeah. things. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He might come. If he, if he starts kissing the ring enough, I mean. Something small. It happened with Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz now is sucking on Donald Trump's balls yeah. like nobody other. So it's a serious thing. But I wonder. So, but the, the thing with this, so for Biden to... To shut the border down, right? To close the border off, to just close it down, he needs this bipartisan piece of legislation, right? Yeah, well, which is a lie. And it's starting in the Senate, which is interesting. Um, senators zero in on high-stakes border deal. The uh, first phases of that will likely be quicker then. Like, the Senate deals get together quicker than the House ones, because the House is fucking yeah. insanity over there. Well... Just wait. Just oh, wait. <laughs> a bipartisan group of senators have reached a deal that would force the federal government to shut down the border for migrate for migrants crossing illegally during surges and expedite the asylum process. Uh, source sources familiar with the negotiations tell Axios. So again, he also said that in his statement that like it would give him the power to shut the border down during surges. Well the fuck does that mean? What's I mean, if it's just an ever-steady flow, where's the surge, bud? Right. It's been a surge for years. Um, yeah, so, a surge compared to what? What's the baseline that yeah, we're exactly. using? Yeah, exactly. How do you justify that? So why it matters, uh, courtesy of Axios, I like the way they always do this. The details of the deal come after a or days of um, senators scrambling to keep the deal alive. Speaker Mike Johnson threatening that it will be dead on arrival in the House and President Biden promising to use the expanded authority to shut down the border the day I signed the bill into law. So even when the Senate passes this bill, Mike Johnson already says, it's dead on arrival in the House, Why? bro. We ain't touching it. Why? I don't know. It's unclear whether the plan will satisfy the conservatives demanding significant border policy change. Especially with Donald Even Trump that's centering. That's what the Republicans in the House want because they oh, yeah. brought it up during the, the funding negotiations. Let me explain to you Fuck something, Mike Johnson, Donovan. dude. Mike Johnson is a fucking psychopath, little show. But, oh my god, um, where he's weird, dude. Man, I don't remember if we've talked about like this religious he marriage told me thing. He wasn't that he's in. good. He's not good, and very much so. Obviously, with all the continuing resolutions and all that. But the thing about the border, right? When it comes to every politician, nobody actually wants to fix it. Right. Nobody does it's too because it's too good. Issue. Yeah. Nobody does. And so they're going to push back. This is this is not going to stop. This is not going to stop. This is all just going to keep going, dude. Everything's going to keep fucking going until we get Trump again. We need to shut down immigration until we can figure out what the hell's going on. And then we saw how that worked last time. So that is the situation on the board. Wow. 
how do you feel about all that big guy? <laughs> so like nothing's actually happening and everything right. is still fucking terrible. Right. So let me ask you, because there was like some. Well, all right. Let me start here. The willingness of the Biden admin to ignore and push limits constitution, bad sign for the man and the office. Right. Indeed. It's just not. It shows weakness on his part. Yeah. It shows weakness on him and a willingness to, like I said, to just to try and just push the limits as far as possible. Let's yeah. see how much we can fuck around before they make me do something. You know? Yes. That's not good. He because... wants to fuck around as much as he can before he has to find out. Yeah. Let me ask you some questions, right? Please. Why? Why are I answered this a little bit? Why are the Democrats doing this? Why is it working out this way? Like, what the fuck is going on? I think is the reason why. No choice or? I think I think that's really what the reason is. At this point, they can't not do something about it. Yeah, because it is quickly replacing any other political issue that they would be looking to campaign on in twenty twenty four. If you are fucking up the Democratic stronghold of New York City and Chicago in L.A. by flooding or like how long before the immigration problem works its way up to fucking Austin and all the, yeah. that that progressive stronghold you start fucking with this all that much the the general election isn't for a minute man things can continue to get way way worse in those cities and when the economy is as shit as it is and all of a sudden you're comparing your situation to these illegal migrants and your kids are getting thrown out of school because yeah. they need a fucking gym to go in because the tent city they erected isn't going to do so well in the fucking wintertime. They're going to start losing support like that. And so it, they have to do something about it because it's no long, it's become a hot, the hot potato of the immigration topic, the issue for the, you know, whoever, you know, you hold it for a little while, you get some nice political points. You toss it off the other people, they get some political right. points. It's so getting, too, from it's, their own it's getting too hot now. Yeah, and they're, they're hearing from their own yeah, people Yeah, it's starting now. to become, they're just starting to burn their hands now. It's yeah. not not real good. So that's why I think. So regarding um, this step of the border, this conflict between federal government and state government. Indeed. Right? There's been a lot of... Uh, Pretty heated rhetoric, indeed, coming around, uh, especially talks of civil war have been thick lately. Yeah, especially amongst the different, you know, the people like us, the yeah. YouTube narrators, you know. Mm -hmm. So, what do you think? The you're a pretty reasonable person, right? What do you what do you think of this civil war talk? Like, what's the likelihood? How scared are you about it? You know, I told you, fucking Tammy's husband Jimmy's a good yeah. old Southern boy, so he was. Oh, you know, talking about loading up mags on the night and getting dressed up and going home. Yeah. And I was like, I, you know, maybe chill a little maybe bit. Maybe not like, do I that. I don't think we're quite to that point and when we need to be returning back. Please to remember, our... for anybody interested in going to the border, strapping up and going militia style down to the border, please remember January 6th. Yeah. Just please remember that. Oh, yeah. Um, because if... <laughs> if that happens, point. if that happens, guess who's going to jail? Yeah. You are. Don't go to the border. Don't be doing that. You know, you're... This is not your fight to fight, bud. Not not until and if something terrible happens. But I think that since Friday, Friday was a good, yesterday Friday, hopeful day. Yesterday Friday, um, because nothing happened. Um, I think that's going to be kind of the way things go at this point. There's going to be a bunch of you know, Republicans are going to start looking real good to the rest of the Republicans, and they're going to convince some independence that this is also a good thing and that 
yeah, dude, you should be able to defend your border because these fucks aren't going to be able to do it. The soft lefties in the big left cities that are getting fucked by these immigrant yes. policies now. Yeah, might, maybe maybe might they be were changing some hearts and minds there a little people bit. People that questioned the um, sanctuary city thing to begin with, and now yeah. they're suffering from the consequences. Yeah, but I, as far as like the civil war aspect of things go, I it would take the situation is kind of a powder keg. It's not real good. But if cooler heads prevail, this will become nothing. There was a conversation on somebody's show the other day that was saying that at some point, if the Civil War happens, this will be seen as the start. And if it doesn't happen, no one's even going to remember this incident. Yeah. It's just not going to be a thing. Because nothing will happen if nothing happens, right? If, if, the, if Texas can get away with this and stand up to the federal government and they prove to be impotent on it, it might open the gate to other states to fuck around and kind of put the federal government back to where, you know, back in its place a little bit. Which is a good thing to a certain extent. Yes, to a certain extent. But also, you're messing with constitutional crisis here. This is not... The federal government cannot be seen to be impotent. Right. By, by the states or the rest of the world. And that would not be a good thing. But, I mean, all it takes is for one person to do something stupid pertaining to the border. And you could have a, a real bad incident. Um, you know, one person going down there and popping off a couple rounds that's at one side or the other might cause a bigger issue to unfurl from there. I mean, fucking World War One was started by... A dude assassinating a fucking archduke, right? Which you know it's nobody like a gave a fucking right? shot. Yeah, a right. Serbian terrorist killed a, a Prussian like duke. Yeah, and then the rest of the world got fucked it up one time, and then did it success. Found him in that a cafe it? and killed him the second time. Yeah, yeah, he fucked up the attempt, and then yeah, then found him in a cafe right. and was like, "Oh my god, what are the chances?" <laughs> right, that led to millions and millions of people dying, and so. It's a precarious situation, but from everything that's happened since Friday, I get pretty chill vibes from it. I don't think this is going to be the catalyst to the next civil war, but the first civil war was essentially started over people's right to, you know, control their borders and what they do in it. Right. Particularly around slavery. And the second civil war could be about a bunch of states that want to be able to control their own defense if... The federal government tells them they're not allowed to. And human trafficking. And human trafficking. So, like, this isn't cool. We don't want to be involved Should in this. Should not be doing this. Let me ask you another one I just thought because, uh, another one I just thought of because of what you said about the uh, impotent federal government, right? Mm. Uh, in the view of the globe, right, do you think there is a difference between a. Uh, I'm trying to think of how I got to ask because I just thought of it. So it, does it, do you think that it matters if the federal government appears weak, if the country appears strong? Uh, what do you mean by like the country appears like, strong? Uh, like, like Texas ain't fucking around, you know, mm -hmm. if, like if, mm. if you look at the federal government and you're like, oh, they back down in Texas, but also Texas is fucking swinging their dick down there at the bottom part of the country. So um, it might I mean, it just, I think it adds to the, I keep using the word impetus, but the impetus of the federal government at large. I mean, they don't, 
the difference between letting Texas fuck all over the federal government and letting like the rest of the world fuck with the United States military right. is very different because we got National Guard and shit going on down here. This is it's all pertaining to federal agents and National Guard guys. It's not dealing with like naval aircraft carriers that are dropping bombs in cities and having fighter jets and submarines and fucking full on marines yeah. and all so, that. So, so I guess it would be very, very different, I think. If I was right. a world leader, I don't it's what that would tell me is like, well, let's fucking let's flood some fucking ne'er do wells and some bad people down to the southern border and right. let's do some shit on the inside. What other ways can we test this particular mm -hmm. uh, like a start shutting up some cells in there? Right. You know, right. let's there's a lot of Chinese migrants coming in, there's a lot of Middle Eastern people, there's a lot of African people coming in. Right. That's what Joseph was talking about now. We have more than one problem at the border. We haven't addressed the terrorist that said we're too stupid to know who he is and we'll soon find out who he is. After yep. twelve years in prison he came across our border in less than a year of freedom. Yeah. So and I know we don't we can't we can't verify for certain who that person is. I don't know, whatever. You're not wrong that terrorists definitely have come across the border before. Yep. Ill actors within the United States, you're definitely not wrong about that. Oh, yeah. And with the with the fuckery going on in Israel and Yemen and the rest of the Middle East, it's a real good time to get some people into the country that you don't have to worry about visas and passports and trying to get people into the country through standard means. You could just get them down to Mexico pay the cartel and they'll get you inside and then you just are another fucking migrant. Right. A nameless, faceless fucking migrant half the time. So that's, you know, a lot of these people, Ashley Sinclair did that whole big report about like a lot of these people being flown around on commercial airlines. Um, it was right after a big young conservative convention thing and all these young conservatives are at the airports leaving, I forget where it was, what what airport it was. And there's like these long lines of obviously illegal migrants that have all this, the same packages that we're all used to seeing. And then some of them, they start talking to them and they have all these tickets with no name given on the ticket. Right. It's like, what the fuck is going on here? Nobody has any idea who these people are. And the opportunity for bad actors to get people into the country is wide the fuck open. Right. Massive. And that's not even... To think about, like, the the epic strain it does on the social services throughout every, like, the federal social services, the state social services, the city social services, all that stuff. And then what that does to the economy and right. the jobs that get, to, you know, that's just, that's just one aspect of it. It's a big aspect, though, considering we, we're pissing off a lot of people in the, throughout the world, especially right now. Good time to get your fucking cells into the into the country. A lot of people who also happen to not be having homes anymore. Yeah, dude. You know, all yeah, a lot. Yeah, and all, all you're gonna do is put more demand on the housing crisis that we already have throughout this country. Right. Because the government hasn't fucked up that enough. Can you imagine a bunch of American Jews seeing Palestinian refugees being put in federal housing? <laughs> this is why we dig the tunnels. <laughs> this is why we dig the tunnels, bro. That Jewish tunnel tunnels crazy. is crazy. Dude, there's ah, there was a tweet. Tunnels was wild. The tunnels was wild. The, like the Jewish tunnel story was probably the greatest story to to come out of anywhere ever. But what was this? That was not the fucking tweet I did. Oh, the bookmark thing gets weird now on X. Um the year is 2024. Texas leads a coalition of over 20 states who oppose the federal government. Taylor Swift is the biggest name in professional football. Ben Shapiro is the number one rapper in the country. It's only January. 2024 is going to be fucked. <laughs> uh, Patrick Bet David has dubbed it from the beginning. He said 2024 is going to be the year of chaos. 
And he said 2023 was going to be the year of investigations. He was very right about that. And this, this is the fucking year of chaos. And I can't argue with him. We are going to fucking rise like a fucking phoenix out of the chaos of this year. Let's go. Hey, do you, uh, do you have any more questions? Do you have stuff? Like, I have to pee really bad. Um, no, that's the last thing that I have for this. But so We handled the border. We got the border. <clears throat> Unless there's more questions. Um, no, no, I think that we're good on the border. Okay. Um, so we're moving on to Israel-Gaza stuff next. Okay. So I can give some updates on Israel-Gaza if you want to run up and, uh, Please and thank go you. to the bathroom. Yes. Camera is yours. Deal. Uh, Israel-Gaza. It's a... Uh, it's expanding. It's chaos down there. Yeah, um, it's 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 really bad. It's really the easiest way for me to put that. Um, it is quickly turning into nothing but chaos. The level of civilian death continues to grow, as well as the death of the IDF soldiers. Uh, it's getting pretty extreme. I know one day last week they said they had lost like. 20, 24 guys in one day. Um, that was a specific attack uh, or a specific event. Uh, there has been attacks on the Red Sea shipping lanes, which I believe that we discussed last time. They continue. More and more ships are now choosing to go around Africa, down what's called the Cape of Good Hope, I think. I have a, an article and like a map that we can look at. I'll send it to Colin so that we can look at it. Let me see. I think it was the New York Times one. It is. Yes, yeah, so I'll send this to Colin and we will pull it up. On the chats here, um, I know I have a couple of good discussion questions for Colin. I hit uh, looked like him. Oh, Joseph, um, he, I didn't like what he said. Whether he is a terrorist leader or not, looked like him, but we need to prove that it's him. Meanwhile, he was not picked up, as far as I know. So we'll have to find out who he is the hard way. <clears throat> no, I totally agree, and I'm not wasn't wasn't downplaying anything at all. Um, uh, just for mostly for uh, legal and YouTube protections. I was saying we can't confirm that, but I agree. I also think that it looked an awful lot like him, and I also agree that I'm sure he wasn't picked up. He was probably released into the country, just like all the rest of the people that are coming across the border, probably given the same packet of information and data and supplies and asked where he wanted to go and then uh, sent on his way. And that seems to be how this is working. So hopefully that is not who... It is. Hopefully he isn't a terrorist leader. Hopefully he isn't somebody who intends to do harm in the United States. And hopefully he was somebody who was just having a bad day that particular day and said some wild shit to a camera. Uh, the likelihood of that, I'm not sure. But I agree. I am sure that we will find out. Hopefully not the hard way. <clears throat> I would like to believe that with as closely as we are all monitored as U.S. citizens by our federal government, they are also keeping an eye on terrorists. But who knows? Yes, the who has in regards to the attacks on the Red Sea shipping lanes. I sent you an article so we can look at the way Hold that ships are moving around it. Um, the Houthis, who are the ones that are obviously perpetrating these attacks on the ships in the Red Sea shipping lanes, have said that they will stop the attacks in the shipping lanes if a ceasefire is reached in Israel. Do you think that's true? No. 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 Yeah, and that's. Well, I, I don't know. Maybe. You I, never really know. Apparently, the attack stopped during the original. Um, uh, I have a fucking. I thought I had one. I thought you were signed into my fucking. Yeah, I was. I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to try to. What? Log in? Yeah. Log out. Try to re log in. Um, what the fuck am I talking about? The shipping the Houthis. Uh, yes. So apparently during the ceasefire, like the two-day ceasefire, there was 
Um, you think it's yours or? Yeah, go to mine really quick and see if that will fucking. Let me see your keyboard. Let me. I'm gonna try a couple and see if I'll fuck. I don't know exactly what it is. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure I just went to this exact same thing on my. Um, oh my Terry. god! First try. Fucking nailed it, bud. Or not? No, no, upgrade? no. Oh, continue. Yeah. Fuck them. I don't want to fucking upgrade. Fuck you, bitch. Okay, and then if you just open up that article again to the yeah. thing, then you'll be fine. It's really weird. And go. Yeah. There it is. Yes. Holy shit. Fuck. Um, yeah, so apparently during the two-day ceasefire, the attacks on the Red Sea shipping lanes did stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what Crystal Ball said. She's also the one that's promoting this thing. All we have to do is, is get a ceasefire, and it will stop. Everything will stop. I Maybe. I'm hesitant to believe that I think we're kind of pushing a little... We're pushing pretty far down this now. Yeah. I, I'm hesitant to think that it's going to stop immediately if a ceasefire is reaching Gaza. I think there's other shit that's going on. Well, especially that... now that we start bombing Yemen again. Like yes. Like us, actually, U.S. bombs falling yes. in Yemen on Houthi positions. The chain of violence has started. Yeah, we have uh, two Navy SEALs that drown in, what, the Arabian Sea? Yep. Um, and this was in an attempt to stop missiles or weapons being shipped from Iran to the Houthi rebels. Yeah. Uh, one of them so fell in the water. The other one jumped in the water to try and help the first one. They haven't found the bodies yet. They nope. identified the two SEALs that it was. Um, I, we're, we're, we're at war. I mean, yeah. the, the Biden administration has even had to admit they're going to have to try and find like stronger legal footing to continue to operate the same way that they are. Um, self-defense is somehow still being used to justify military action. There was an... Uh, uh, airstrike in somalia last week to yep. take out somebody from al-shabaab and like self-defense self-defense like, baby. super self-defense bro they're being pressed on it in the in the defense department and they're like no we're not at war you know that you have to congress has to uh declare war for us to be at war you yeah. know we're just so it's all self-defense it's all self-defense and that's that we're the doing stupidest fucking bullshit copped out by the way yeah. because we don't do war anymore we do um yeah the the u a and authorized <laughs> use of military force the Biden administration they were asked about whether or not the airstrikes are working you know and they're like anthony blinken no no and he's asked about whether or not yeah, he said no he said there's no military solution to dealing with hamas um there's they still maintain also that we are not at war even though we're operating militarily in multiple continents and multiple countries mm-hmm. i Good news flash for you, buddy. That's called war. I don't understand a way. We're not at war with a nation. Right. But we're just over there fucking killing people. We're in war in the Middle East and Africa. Yeah. Still. Still. Imagine that. Yes. We're no longer, you know, actively in Afghanistan and the force that we were. How long did we have? Like a year, maybe? We had a year where we weren't fucking around too hard? Right. I mean, we were always still fucking around. Been 150 plus attacks on U.S. base in the Middle East. Now they've been using ballistic missiles also. Mm -hmm. It's not just fucking bullshit rockets or like mortars. They're using actual ballistic missiles. Well, Houthis are what, they're much more well-armed and trained than any, like even the Palestinians. Well, I mean, prior to this, like prior to this week, it wasn't ballistic missiles being Use, which either indi- right, which either indicates indicates that there are more people, different forces that are being involved, or an increase in funding or supplies. Like something has shift now that mm-hmm. they're using ballistic missiles instead of just mortars and rockets and drones and stuff. Yep. Um, that would be the Iranians, right? There's uh, a couple. Of, uh, one report this week of uh, you know we had launched like 14 Patriot missiles to try and deal with them, and missed every fucking time. Oh yeah, that's you know uh, 28 million dollars. We a- couldn't shoot down a balloon the no. first time, bud. 
$28 million on the low end that we wasted in one try. Oh, yeah, Still, people were injured. It's yep. it's chaos. Absolute it's chaos that's absolute going chaos. on down there. And it's not a good look for our military yeah. either, you know, to be having those kind of batting averages. No. Uh, and I think it was Ryan Grimm that said it on one of the breaking points because Crystal's been gone, thank goodness, all week. I was very happy about that. Um, Ryan Grimm said that, you know, the the nice Iranian drones that are flying and launching the ballistic missiles or even the rockets off of these things, they're like twenty to $50,000 a piece to build, right? right. And we're sending up fucking $2.5 million Hellfire missiles or whatever to take them down. That's not how you win a war, man. That's not how that goes. Yeah. You can mass produce these cheap, comparatively cheap drones to do whatever you want, and we're just going to... Lockheed's going to be getting a lot of money out of this, which is, you know, that's all right back into the U.S. economy, though, right? We right. have a big, booming economy, and war is good for the economy. I'm being facetious, <laughs> but, yeah. It's not good, to say that much, and I doubt... At this point, we've already started to kill the Houthis, so now we're just in the blood feud now. So even if the ceasefire was to stop, they're not going to stop. Right. We've started. You start the ball rolling down the hill. It's it's only one way it ends. Surrender. You know, we had a we had a we had a good thing there in Afghanistan with the Taliban for a little while. That's not gonna. It'd be the same thing with the Houthis. I mean. I, I don't foresee that our interactions with the Houthis would cease if, if even if a ceasefire was to occur between Hamas and the IDF. Yeah. Like, I don't think that, that that's going to... I don't think it stops. No. Even if the Red Sea shipping lane attacks stop, I still think that we're going to be fucking around with... Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, they're already pissed off at enough just from essentially paying and supplying the weapons that have been bombing Yemen for fucking a right. decade now anyways. The first right. thing Trump did when he got in office was to make sure the Saudis had some real sweet-ass weapons to go fuck around on in Yemen with. Uh, and Joseph is saying uh, um, Hamas has broken every ceasefire thus far. What makes you think they want to stop? Uh, well, let's, let me answer that one a little bit. We'll talk about ceasefire a little bit more in a little bit. No, the Iranians have always been behind them. That's not what is different behind the uh, well, the increase in Iraq. Uh, no, the Houthis. When we're talking about who's supplying them, why they're getting ballistic missiles now? Yeah, I think it's just you no, no, increase. No, but I was, I'm talking about the ballistic missiles have been on the, in, the Iraqi Iraq. bases. Yes, that's what they've been getting hit from. And so my understanding was that those were those the are... various terrorist factions inside of Iraq, not Houthi rebels, right? Yes. So that's why I'm asking. I might have gotten that mixed up. Yeah. You know, and that's why I'm remarking about the ballistic missiles being used there is because prior to that, it's just the drones and shit that are being used in those bases in Iraq. Yeah. So that's what I'm talking about. And we can pull up a map probably of the different um, – I didn't think about this before now, so mm -hmm. I don't have one – of the different attacks on military bases. And that will give us a better indication because yeah. uh, I think at this point it's just been talking about like the Middle East. So they – could very well be you know over in that direction um but 52 attacks when was this that's from reddit give me a map fox news when was this it's october it's 31st october. so this will give us an idea i think of the general area yeah um, of what we're looking at so hit the button see around okay nope nope yep. you're right joseph you're right up there you're right you're right you're right you're right you're right you're right <laughs> China. Um, I don't know. 
Uh, I don't know. I have to. I, w- I would honestly have to do research. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't been hearing any. That doesn't mean anything. I haven't been hearing anything about like increased connections between China and Iran. I would have to. Because Iran is a pretty sophisticated country as it is already. Right. So they they have the technology base to make manufacture any, you know, relatively not quite top tier, but right. you know, just under Certainly top tier weapons. Clear, you know? Yeah. You know they're 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 out there doing their shit. Right. And. The weapons they buy, I'm sure, would be coming from China, the ones they're not developing themselves. That wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah. China is a is a very large weapons manufacturer. Yeah, my remark, uh, regardless, you are correct, Joseph, um, is about the increase in the sophistication of weaponry being used in these attacks on the military bases over there. I, I think it's... I guess I should say I don't know quite what to make of it yet, but I do think it's notable that they're... The weaponry is changing. They're using ballistic missiles now. They're not just firing drones at us. Yeah, it's it, they're going harder. It's stepping now. up, and so yeah. I also um, Iran doesn't support ISIS in Iraq. Al Qaeda. Joseph, you're correct. Chill. Um, <coughs> and I don't remember where I was going with this. I was going to switch into something else. Um, let's talk about the ceasefire thing, right? Yes. So let's talk about ceasefire a little bit. There's a lot of calls for a ceasefire. There was the ceasefire write-ins. Mm-hmm. Um, there's things like this, right? A whole f- 1,500 people. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm not sure that I... Let me restart over. I agree with Joseph. I'm not sure that either side, Hamas or the IDF, really has a whole lot of incentive or yearn for a ceasefire at this point in time. You know, no. this to me kind of connects with the genocide thing a little bit, right? Because that ruling did come down from the international crimi- criminal that they're saying that it is genocide. It uh, here's or the, that it has the potential to be or something to that effect. Yeah, right? I actually have the statement Jesus. from the boss lady herself. Here. All right, let's hear it. Let's just do the statement. For these reasons, the court indicates the following provisional measures. One, by 15 votes to two, the State of Israel shall, in accordance with its obligations under the Convention on the Prevention and Punishment of the Crime of Genocide in relation to the Palestinians in Gaza, take all measures within its power to prevent the commission of all acts within the scope of Article Two of the Convention, in particular, A, killing members of the group, B, causing serious bodily or mental harm to members of the group, C, deliberately inflicting on the group conditions of life calculated to bring about its physical destruction in whole or in part, and D, imposing measures intended to prevent births within the group. So in other words, they say you need to do your best to to not do those things. Stop doing things that look like genocide. Yes. And I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm a fucking fool, right? I'm sure there's plenty of people that will say that. And I don't. Crystal Ball would say that. I, certainly. <laughs> I, I, it just doesn't. Um, <coughs> that just is not the vibe that I'm getting from this. Like I don't. If you're doing genocide, you're doing a real shit job of genocide. I don't think that that's what's going on. I don't think there is a whole lot of care for the amount of people that do die. But I don't think that's the same thing as genocide. Mm-hmm. Like, being indiscriminate is not the same thing as intentionally trying to eliminate all people of that particular race. Yeah. That's what a genocide is, is the intention of intentionally trying to end a particular type of people. So... 
that to me is not what feels like is going on. Like I said, there certainly feels, you know, indiscriminate. It just kind of oh, yeah. is whatever. But there also the circumstances there don't leave room for a lot of discrimination between what's going on, whether you're talking about the type of people that are fighting, the sheer location of innocent civilians to the actual fighters. Like there's a lot of things that complicate that that yeah. I don't think would be better if they were doing more airstrikes as opposed to on the ground fighting you know that's uh like ben shapiro during that same debate with destiny is arguing he's like i mean he said he would argue that the israelis are being more discriminate because they are doing more on the ground fighting than straight up bombing and he's like you know they're taking they're losing a lot of soldiers because of that and they don't have to be doing that. They could just be dropping missiles all over the place and not giving a fuck if they were trying to just kill everybody all over the place. Mm-hmm. Instead, they're putting IDF soldiers everywhere and they're trying to, you know, they're doing house to house, block to block fighting, trying to get this shit done. And people are getting fucking hemmed up now yeah. because that's where the dying starts, man. So I don't, you know, I'm not trying to, is my internet cutting out on you? I don't know. Sometimes things just don't load yeah for some reason and then they do load it's the weirdest thing because uh, there was another aspect of this that i thought was really interesting to kind of go along with the ceasefire thing um they've noticed some there's a it's an ngo on the ground the unrwa um which they found was like supporting the hamas attackers on october 7th that we've been, as a country, been giving money to for a very long time. And so we finally, Christ. through an investigation, a, you know, the U.N. agency has decided that we're, it's a U.N. agency, and we've decided that we're not going to be giving them money anymore because they were found to be supporting what happened on October well, 7th. Well, thank God for that. It's like that's, there's so many, this, I think this just kind of speaks to the nature of like this broad, give everybody billions of dollars around the globe thing to make sure that our currency gets spent. Right. This is the fucking, the bullshit you end up dealing with at that point is bad actors. This is how you get ants. This is how you get ants, bro. That's how you get ants. (laughs) By just giving, you know, Pakistan half a billion dollars for gender studies every year. Right. It's not going to go towards gender studies. It's going to make its way into the hands of corrupt NGOs that are going to use it to probably do some shit against you. Which is pretty cool, you know. It's a good way it's to pretty do. Pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's a good way to do pretty, foreign policy, you know. And it's a great way to stay in shape. And it's a great way to stay in shape, dude. It's not good. Yeah, that's fucking bad news, bro. It's not good. Things are, you know, we had a, a decent year there where, like, we thought things in the Middle East were going to be cool again, and we were just going to be done. And yeah, now we're going right back into it. But now the big conversation is too is well. If we are essentially powerless to do anything because of our incestuous nature with the nation of Israel, yep, can somebody else do something about it? Namely, China. China. Well, China's getting involved. Uh, I got a political article oh, here. God. Could China stop the Houthis? Uh, let's see. The U.S. reckons China. Could, they reckon. The U.S. reckons. You shouldn't be talking the like fuck that. Is going <laughs> Who wrote on this thing? Politico. Uh, two people, so they reckon they should be using reckon. The U.S. reckons China could pressure the Iran-backed <laughs> Houthi militias to quit the, their assaults in the Middle East waters, as we reported yesterday. There's a lot of skepticism around that happening, so let's unpack 
how likely Beijing is to take it action. It has to be an opinion article. It's got to be. Does it say that, though? It's just, I mean, it's Politico. They're just a fucking... The fuck is going on here? They're an opinion rag They anyways. reckon. So let's unpack how likely... Yeah. Like, this sounds like a fucking uh, an article we would write for the newsletter. <laughs> right, exactly. It's like my journal on the fucking yeah. website. <laughs> <laughs> National Security Council John Kirby confirmed today that the U.S. would like to see China get more involved. China has influence over Tehran. Oh. And he said following a question <laughs> by Politico in the White House briefing room... And they have the ability to have conversations with Iranian leaders that we can't. <laughs> what are you doing? We would just really love the Japanese Empire would involve themselves with the Nazis to try and figure some shit out. You know, we on. like. Let's be real. I know here, they man. have connections politically. It would be really helpful for the Allied powers if they could involve themselves yeah. with the Axis. What the fuck are you doing, John Kirby? And I mean, we could read on, but obviously, the point has been made that. We as a nation now are looking to China to get involved with Tehran so that perhaps they can put pressure on the Houthis to quit fucking around because we're all starting to find out. It's not a good it's not a good look geopolitically for you to be going to your main adversary and go, hey, can you help talk to the guy we don't want to talk to, that we can't talk to because we spent so many decades saying that we're going to overthrow their country and they fucking hate us. So like. China, let's be real here. You Talk guys, you guys are good people, fucking bro. Fucking lines, dude. I mean, yeah, there it is. We're just picking both the teams, huh? The we're teams, just deciding bro. who is going to play for each side. That's yeah. fucking insane. Now the question is, do we go into World War Three first or Civil War Two first? If Civil War Two happens, we don't get involved in World War Three. But if it doesn't, then we're definitely involved that in World War Three. Like, it seems like this isn't a move you would make if you didn't want war. Oh, yeah. No, we, the Biden administration definitely wants war with Iran. A thousand percent. They would want that so fucking bad. Because once Iran is gone in the area, then we own the Middle East at that point with our good, good friends, the Saudis. I, China's already making more money with all this shipping stuff anyway. Okay. Like, they're, I don't understand why... What incentive does China have to defend our interests? None whatsoever. I don't understand the 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 position here. I don't get it. I don't. I, I don't see any leverage that we have. None. With China, why would this. we ask them to do this? Why would they do what we want? Nothing. There, there's zero reason why they would do that. I don't understand. She is like, oh, you want me to involve myself? Uh, All right, I'll get in there. You're probably not going to like the outcome, but I'll get in there and fuck around for a minute. I mean. You can never say that the Biden administration, past or present, has never found a foreign policy situation they can't fuck that's up. That's crazy. But that's... Could you think of a worse play? They're like, well, let's ask the Chinese to fucking figure this out. This is a, That's a good move geopolitically. That'll make us look real strong on the global stage. Let's see if China can fuck around in there. All we know how to do is drop bombs and missiles, bro. We don't really drop that many bombs anymore. They're usually like fucking sweet, yeah. guided, you know, whatever. They're like missiles, really. But like, we don't, that's what we're good at. We're good at blowing shit up. We could do that. Joseph says rising prices are contributing to increasing homelessness and competition with illegal immigrants for resources that are diminished. We'll end up with desperate people who have no options. In my opinion, all they have to do is turn off the lights. We're fucked. 
He's talking about China. I don't, I don't personally worry about long-term independence from China like in a catastrophic circumstance. In the immediate aftermath, there's going to be a lot of motherfuckers that die. It's going to be a rough couple of years. Oh, it'll be bad. But the United States has every ability to we, sus- we, need. we have the ability to sustain ourselves yeah. we don't we've globalized the shit out of our country so we don't sustain ourselves we have every ability to sustain ourselves that oh, is yeah. possible we can grow more we could. than enough food we can grow more we can produce more than enough energy oh, yeah. those things can well, there's going to be some shit that you don't get anymore for sure but uh, yeah but ability we could. to sustain the country exists domestically yeah as long as we can Figure out the chip shit. Yeah, with Taiwan, the shifting period is going to be fucking rough, nasty. But yeah, it'll be rough business. Yeah, the 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 standardized uh, Department of Agriculture, yeah, would have to drastically shift because yeah, it would have I, to be in a sustainability I, game that. We I understand, play, Joseph. But... We could come up with a list of a million things we don't we don't make here anymore. At one point in time, we did make those items here. We have yeah. the ability to make those items here. We, we don't technology. currently. So I'm saying they're. It's going to be a fucked up couple of years. Oh, those yeah. first couple of years, they're going to be nasty. Oh, it's going to be bad. We have the ability to make the things that we need. We currently don't produce those things. Mm-hmm. Mostly have, yes. because of the federal government's he, yes. um, involvement. Yeah, we have That's the why. ability. We have the technology. We can we, do it. We can do it, bro. We'll steal all of Mexico's things. We can build it better, faster, yeah. stronger. Mexico's like our number one trade partner yeah. at this point. Because we'll take Mexico. We'll take Canada. Everything's ours. I would love... We need to bring freedom to Canada, Liberate bro. Canada. I am so tired of this. Do you I'm see a, fucking Tucker Carlson went up there and had like a packed stadium full of 8,000 people or whatever and just did like a, a big live show thing that he did up there and all the Canadians came out for him. Canadians That's love really Tucker Carl- Carlson. And they really hate Justin Trudeau. Their Supreme Court just ruled that he was it was illegal for them to invoke the emergency powers yeah. act for the trucker thing. Yeah. Whole lot of fucking good two years after it happened, you assholes. But I'm really glad that you brought that up because that's one of the last questions that I have for this particular I have two last ones. One of them is about protests, right? Yes. The I the I five protest. I don't remember for the life of me who it was. I really wish that I could now. Um Joseph, I'm not going to get into hypothetical. We're not going to get into hypothetical what happens if China does this, if China does this, blah, 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 blah. We as civilians have no conception of the true military might of the United States government. So the idea that China... I just... I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to do the hypothetical war things. I'm not going to do that. We don't need to play Um, that game right now. No. No. I don't want to... And none of us... We don't have the knowledge required to like have that conversation we don't Mm -hmm. have a good enough conception of what china can do militaristically what we can do militaristically because there's shit that the united states government can do that we have no fucking idea of so i don't i don't like i don't that's what i'm saying is i don't like to play these games where like they can do this and we can't do this and they can turn the lights off and then do you think that we can't also turn off chinese lights their fucking buildings are falling apart. <coughs> Let's not act like all of the things that China has are crazy mm-hmm. top-tier infrastructure. That's, that's, I don't want to do this thing. We can <laughs> no. do this for the next five hours, and I'm not going to do that. No. We'll do another China special where we just Ooh, fucking hype on it. You know? Yeah, we'll do that a different time, but not now. It's like I said, it would be a fucked up couple years. I agree. War with game you. special. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, the I-5 protest. I don't remember who the fucking life of me said it right but they were comparing and contrasting the 
I five pro. It was fucking Red Bar. Dude. Oh, it was it Red was Bar. Fucking Red Bar. Um, Red Bar. He watching. he wasn't even talking about the i5 ones but this one made me think of mm-hmm. right because he was talking about the trucker protests and how upset people were about the trucker protests um blocking the traffic and doing the things right mm-hmm. so let me ask you what is the difference between the trucker protests uh-huh. right where they blocked roads and people were very upset and they couldn't go places and they couldn't conduct business and the i5 protests where they block roads and people were very upset and they couldn't conduct business What's the what's the difference? What's the difference? The main difference is why do we is, support the trucker protest, but we don't support the I five protest? Because the the trucker protest was pushing back against direct domestic authoritarianism, and the climate change protesters that are blocking roads or the and ceasefire pro- protesters, yeah, they're they're blocking traffic for foreign policy change. One of those I think is markedly more important because it's your domestic freedom you're fighting over, not someone else's you know somebody else's war across the world here i think one that's a major major difference um and i could see in a world um mind you it's the trucker protest too there are so many other things that went into that like people weren't allowed to be working and like doing all this other shit and so like you weren't really fucking up commerce that much other than the fact that the truck drivers weren't working anymore and they were just stopped in the middle of these cities. Right. But, you know, the the, the context behind what the world that they lived in when they did the trucker protests is very, very different than blocking standardized traffic on a normal fucking Wednesday when yeah. everything else is popping. I mean, you could try to block the, you know, the 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 ceasefire protesters could block all the tunnels and bridges they wanted to when New York city was fucking shut down during COVID because nothing was fucking open. It didn't really matter. Yeah. But they're, they're two very, very different things when you're stopping the everyday commerce from happening. When you're, when you're preventing ambulances from getting to the hospital or fire trucks, getting to a fire or people going to work or driving to the doctor or whatever the fuck is going on. You, there's a lot that goes into stopping traffic, right? There's, you don't know what those people are doing. Millions of people driving on that road all the time. You ever drive I five when it's fully fucking loaded it's and terrible. everyone's seven lanes, let's say seven lanes on each side. Everybody's cruising 60 miles an hour and there's just cars as far as you can fucking see. Yeah. Everybody's going somewhere doing something, dude. So it's a it's a completely different game when you look at the trucker protest compared to like, you know, the fucking ceasefire protest. Yeah, it's it's important to them obviously because they're like gonna go sit in front of traffic. But and you're talking like a small handful of people compared to like an entire industry in the nation of Canada. That was like <laughs> fuck all of you and yeah. the tyranny that you're doing. And then they turn around and get more fucking authoritarian tyranny on top of it. Yeah. Our police let these people just do what they're going to fucking do. Right. So there's so many differences. They're innumerable. So that's the answer to the question. I like it. No, I like it. Um, Fucking down with the protest, bro. Down with the truckers. And then I have like a two-state solution thing, but I think we'll leave that for next time because that's more of a – it's a pretty big – discussion thing because there is only one state of israel but yeah there is no palestinian state there's yeah now there's talk about like you know uh we have to do a two-state solution like semi-states for palestine and fucking uh, now we'll do it really quick right we'll talk about it because it's i don't think it'll really take that much um 
There's various levels of openness to a two-state solution. Talks of a Palestinian semi-state without full recognition. Um, you know, there's a lot of weird stuff like this, right? So we talked about the two-state thing before, which the semi-state sounds like kind of what they have now. Like that sounds like territories inside of there where you kind of make up your own rules a little bit, but also it's a giant chess chop. Yeah, um, that's really what it is. So it's just a giant chess chop. This is kind of where I'm at with it, right? No one, no one can give you a state. Like it's it doesn't work you that way, right? They can grant you, like I guess, a place that you can be, but um, if you can't create the borders and defend them yourself, you don't have a state. Work. You don't actually have a place that you're living in, and that to me is like kind of the core issue with what we have now. What they have now is that it's fictitious. It's not, it's real. not real. This is a fabricated thing that they're you, districts of Israel. You let other countries around the globe tell you that you had to let people live here in these places and you had to let them call it a certain thing. It's not a country. It's a fabricated thing that we created as like Western powers. No. So I don't, I don't think the Palestinians are ever going to have a defined country unless they're given a fake one and they legitimize it. You know, if they if they stop, they have to stop with the bullshit. Like, and I mean that on the stop most Western around. level possible. You have to stop with the bullshit. You have to stop fucking killing civilians. You have to stop with this Jew hating bullshit. You have to stop or else you're never going to legitimize yourselves. No one is ever going to think that you're fucking cool. We're never going to let you sit at the table with us. We're never going to call you one of the homies if you're doing this shit. It's never going to happen that way. The Western powers are never going to recognize you, and that's what you need. You can have all the Middle East recognition you want. China's never going to recognize you. The Eastern power is never going to recognize you. EU's (sighs) never going to recognize you. Western powers are never going to recognize you if your basis is we hate the Jews and that's our fucking whole jam. We're never going to fuck with you then. You have to stop the bullshit. Take take whatever you're given, as fucked up as it is, right? Take whatever you're given. Hone that shit in. Hone in those borders. Make a real government that people can fucking respect in the Western world. And then we will start to form trade with you. But if this is how it continues, this stuff that fucking make Joseph hates you, like, you're never going to... No one is ever going to fuck with you. So I, I'm... I sympathize fully with the yearn for a home and a state and, like, a place to call your own. Mm -hmm. If you're fucking around like this, no one is ever going to let that happen. Especially if the people you hate are the ones you have to ask for for a place to live. (laughs) It's never going to happen that way. So what you're saying is the Palestinians need to make their bed. Chill. Just Just fucking fucking chill, dude. Just chill. That's, I think, the easiest way to... You just got to chill. You guys need to calm the fuck down. The <laughs> IDF, the Israelis are also very upset. Oh yeah. So I'm. You got some angry neighbors right there, bro. Chill, everyone. Oh. Chill. Quit with the fucking rockets, dude. I get it. Quit I, I with also the rockets. get. You have like 15 year olds that are fighting with you, and they're pretty hard to temper if they have a fucking RPG in their hand. Yep. Stop. Quit giving them RPGs. Then don't do that anymore. I don't. I'm not trying to be, like, facetious about it, you know? Um, There's only one way for it to stop, and I, it's to stop you the fuckery. You have to chill. Yeah. You have to stop with the bullshit, you know? Uh, Joseph, I don't hate you. I fucking love this shit. Thanks for... <laughs> no, no, no. I don't mean hate us. I mean hate the... Hate Hamas is what I'm talking about. The people who hate the fucking... Hate the Jews. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, whatever they're doing... To make you hate Hamas, they need to quit doing That's that. That's what they need to stop doing. They need to stop yeah. all that. 
all the bullshit. That's I really like. I, they have to stop killing civilians. They have to try and be a real society. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't care. I'm open up for all of the, you know, uh, whatever elitist comments anybody wants to take. I don't. If you're asking me to rank societies, Western culture is pretty fucking it's, far up there. It's all top so tier. I am gonna look down a little bit. Stop with the bullshit. We are yeah. not doing that here. We are, we are to a certain extent, but. There's a lot of intricacies and nuances involved yeah. in us bombing other countries that is not like direct animosity towards those people. You know, that doesn't legitimize it. That doesn't make it right. But there's a difference in what's going on here. And we also should stop with the bullshit. But indeed, you've got to like the want, uh, women are for ba- for marriage and like boys are for pleasure or whatever that. Yeah, you can't, you can't have a society be doing that. No, like that's not a thing that's going to get you many friends. We're never going to respect that. We're never going to no. say that that's okay. We're not going to. Yeah. So what you're saying, Donovan, is that our society the that rest wants... of the world just has to be like us? They have to be Western democracies. Is that if what you you're want, saying? If you want respect from us, yes. If you want respect, trade, and legitimization in our from yeah. our standpoint, yes. A little freedom. A yeah, little freedom. Yeah, I know. That's, you know, the only reason that shit kind of works out between us and anybody in the Middle East is that they fucking chill, you know? That's you really, fucking, that's it, bro. When you pop off, we get very upset, you know? <laughs> yes, we may we or may do. not do anything about it, but we get very upset. We don't <laughs> like it, you know? That's you chop up people. That's how you operate. You we chop don't like people that. Up. We don't like it. We don't We're do not that cool here. With that. No. We're going to wag our finger and do some sanctions and stuff, and eventually we'll chill out. But we don't like that shit. Oh, so, yeah. And, and you have to, you have to kind of have us by the balls to get away with that type of thing. You yeah. know, if Saudi Arabia didn't have us bent over, then we wouldn't do no. that. We wouldn't. No. We would have done more like, shit. Khashoggi but, was our homie, dude. Right. Okay, don't be doing that. Right. But so. now, in turn, what do you do when people? Oh, Joseph says I think they should be given the opportunity to be bound by our constitution. Joseph thinks that fifty-first state. Joseph thinks that we should, yeah, make a state of Palestine. Yeah, dude, let's go. That is awesome. That's, a, you... that's an Ian Crossland line that is too. Awesome. He's super into it. He's like, you know what? Let's just make them the fifty-first state. That's the only way to stop it all. So awesome. Just to subjugate them underneath the American Empire that's rule, baby. So awesome. Start taxing them, motherfuckers, like crazy. Next thing you know, they'll have LGBTQ flags flying outside their schools. Women will be coming men, men will be coming women. It's a whole fucking like, great deal. Do you remember when I was telling you about part of Lewis and Mary with Lewis, right? Part of his mission going to West is to talk to all these different tribes of Indians, these tribes of natives, and tell them like who their father yeah, is. Yeah, your, your <laughs> new daddy literally tell them your new father is Thomas Jefferson and he lives in the East. We would love if you would go and visit him so that he knows who you are and you can talk to him and you guys will get shit sorted out. Literally telling people, this is who your fucking dad is now. Like, I know that guy. you live here, and you always have lived here, but also yes. we just moved it's in. It's exactly like that. <laughs> like, you guys are 51st Nate. That's your dad now. Yep. That's we're your fucking daddy now. Yeah, because realistically, oh, so though, awesome. you know, there's a lot of talk about this two-state solution bullshit, which... <sighs> Give me any realistic road <laughs> where <laughs> the Palestinians... <laughs> chill the fuck out it's crazy these ones it's not happening yeah it's not happening so this is just there's only one way this ends and it's fucking israel put the boot down and just accept the fact that this this little area they like to call palestine is just a district in israel that's it bro yeah and that's just gonna be the way it is there's no other way to do it 
you you give them up. statehood. Yeah, that's then we're, we're that's it. There's nothing. You you can call it whatever you want, man. But it, nothing's going to change. You fucked up giving them the the territories, the districts. Was a bad yeah, call. It's a bad call. I don't. You know. You should have found out a way. Yeah. To learn how to live together. Yeah. Because yeah. the districts was a fucking bury the fucking hatchet bad somewhere. Move, dude. Can't be doing that. And District nine is a bad spot. Now. Yeah, it's way too oh, yeah. late now. You got generations of just. You had adults in America who have you know mm-hmm. this entire fucking political ideology built on them giving land to another culture of people. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. You're way too far down the rabbit hole now yep. to do anything other than be like just back. fucking whatever. But yeah. all of this because yeah, Israel's just gonna cut off like a, the bottom third right. of their country and be like, yeah, no, you guys are this is you now. Yeah, but all this district settlements bullshit is not it's not tenable. Nope. You cannot continue this way because it's, it's gonna be the same thing for fucking ever until ever, it's dude. over until somebody wins i like being in america that's pretty, i like being able to, uh, it's way better dude. i like being able to pass judgment this is a fun <laughs> position to be in y'all motherfuckers yeah. suck at doing civilization you think you're perfect no we fuck around too but that's dog shit over there it's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy i felt very um you fuck one sheep dude i loved kind of when we were first were talking about this and i was bringing up i'd seen some video clips of uh, like people in the settlements and stuff like that you know and i was like they're fucking they are fighting over fucking piles of dirt like there is nothing there it is quite literally destroyed houses and i'm oh, not yeah. even talking about in gaza i mean in these settlement territories that people are trying to like stake claims oh, on yeah, land man. like it's literally piles of trash that you're trying to build a house on top of yep you guys are fucking wilding over there i just don't shouldn't be doing you're on that. some holy holy h-o-l-y different shit than what we're doing over here <laughs> h-o-l-y, H-O-L-Y like, baby yeah it's you're insane, no, bro. No W in that. No, the fucking the big man told you, and now you have to have it. That's f- cool, but I'm not gonna throw down on you battling over a fucking trash heap, dude. I'm not doing that. That's we don't do holy wars here, bro. No, said it before. We'll say it again. We don't do holy wars. I'm not here. gonna throw down for Staten Island either. You know, it is what it is. So, <laughs> which is literally just a pile of trash. Yeah, I think the North Sen- Sentinel Island. Joe should be met with an impenetrable defense to communicate the opportunities of being bound. What the fuck? Do you know North Sentinel Island? No. North Sentinel Island is that untouched um, culture that lives like it's an island south oh, of okay. India or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They killed the fucking the yeah. missionary dude. Yeah, okay. don't be, don't okay. be, don't be trying to bring Jesus to people like that, that's bro. That's a bad, I, that's a Joseph, bad idea. I fucking love you so much. I got a quick. Uh, I got a really good solution, bro. Let's make North Sentinel Island the 51st state and we'll just send all the new irs agents there to try to collect taxes problem one solves one. itself one by one, one. By one. you no know guns eh, we'll let them we'll let them go for like four or five yeah, peaceful society. four or five team squads you know they can get over there and then yeah and no they can have their guns i've seen the i saw the training videos they can carry them and they're not going to be much good so just let them give a fighting chance at least but <laughs> I have I'm not a... sending them there to die, Donovan. <laughs> they um, probably will, though. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, allegedly. I have a, what does this have to do with freedom and liberty? And then we can get out of here and we'll come back for uh, part four. Grab back. Yep. Unless you have anything else that you want to add to this? That's bad news, Bears. Okay. So, like always, we ask ourselves all the time, every day. Every day. I wake up and ask myself. 
what, what, does, what does my life have to do with it? <laughs> That's right. Uh, so Chicken Little, right? Checking in again. Uh, I'm going to keep sounding off on this because sending American sons and daughters to die in an unnecessary foreign war is one of the most tragic crimes I have ever been alive to witness. Um, I said it in Ukraine, and I'm going to say it now with even more certainty, I feel. These people are marching us towards war. A war, by any other name, is exactly what we're involved in if our military industrial complex is not tempered we will thrust the world into another global conflict there's been a lot of writing lately about like how we're going to be thrust into another war in the middle east stuff like that we're we are we have our we are balls deep in the middle east we can't we're thrust thrusting. any further it's too late um <laughs> the one that we are we've, if our military industrial complex is not tempered we will thrust the world into another global conflict one that we are woefully unprepared for on a more micro level everything that has happened in Israel since October 7th should be a lesson to us all that we can become victims at any time it is up to us to ensure that we are safe and that the borders of our country are secure it underlines the life or death importance of our right to bear arms as well as our duty to become proficient with them it is your job as an American to be deadly, to be hard to kill, and to be a fucking problem for anybody who wants to test us. In regards to the border, the people are quickly losing control of almost every facet of this country. The state of Texas is in active legal conflict with the federal government regarding its ability to defend itself and the sovereignty of the country they belong to. At the same time, the very same federal government is working to ignore and subvert the Constitution they are sworn to uphold while stealing your hard-earned money from you and giving it to unverified illegal immigrants as you struggle to make ends meet. Every day, they show their hand a little bit more. They do not care about you. They will not defend you or this country. They have no incentive, no fear will happen, and they do not because they are so... And if they don't, Jesus Christ, they have no incentive, no fear what will happen if they don't because they are simultaneously using every ounce of their power to strip you of yours. So that is what these topics, Israel, Gaza, all of these things, the war that is going on, the crisis at the border, have to do with your freedom and liberty. Nicely put, as per the usual, good Thank sir. Thank you very much. This has been a fantastic first part of the show. Woo! I am very excited to round this out with a grab back at the end. I will let my hair down when we come back it'll be a good time uh we're going to take a quick break so of course i want to remind you guys one last time for this segment you've been watching us on youtube.com salt of the streets we have our own personal social media i am at salt of the street on twitter and at alpaca underscore donovan on instagram colin is at big bird on both those things all of this at salt of the streets.com including our patreon patreon.com slash salt of the streets this segment and all the segments all the shows are executively produced by zeke we love you guys we thank you and we'll be back in just a few minutes for part four and we're back. Thank you very much for joining us, everybody. This is part four of Salt of the Street, episode 163. My name is Donovan. I'm Colin. This is the grab bag. We're thrilled, everybody. Here, this has been a great episode. It's been a good one. Really, really good episode. I was Strong. feeling anxious coming in today. I don't really know why. I was feeling unprepared, weird. Jordan said it was the stars. I don't know what the fucking problem is. Stars are the problem. I feel great. Uh, I feel very, very good. Maybe no, it was that the, wolf moon. I don't know. That yeah, wolf moon. Maybe it's the paper notes. Maybe it's the wolf moon. I don't fucking know. The paper notes. I feel good about. I really like having them printed out. I like being able to just have a thing to do this with instead of like having to be on my computer and yeah. trying to make sure it's fucking always unlocked and fucking it's good i way prefer this i like you the, like an anal you like a good analog thing yeah anything that's like text you know something to use with your hands to do physically yeah. you need 
you need to see, touch, yeah. move. I like being able to check the things off after we've talked about them because I have some stuff that's like just topic things. I have questions on here. I have things that I've mm -hmm. written out on here. I so like I like being able to work through and check them off and then write down on here. You know, when we started like each segment and stuff like that. Um, that's an easier thing for me to remember to do instead of trying to write something down on my computer. Oh yeah. Um, so there you go. You guys are going to see a whole lot more of this in the future. Nothing on the back. They're going to be blank. I'm not going to reuse the double sides. I'm not doing that shit. It just was for this one. I didn't think anyone was going to see it. I didn't think about it. I didn't consider anyone was going to know. I thought it was going to be our little secret. Oh, that's good. And here we are. So the hair's coming down. The grab bag's coming oh, out. Oh, yeah. Let's go. I was like, I'm not going to let you get away with the hair not being down. No. Whoa, shaggy dog. Yeah. You brush your See, hair. So when or, it's down, you it's... just washed your hair recently too. Yesterday, yeah, yesterday mm -hmm. was a haircut day, so I had to wash it. Look at that mane, dude. But, yeah. See, so when it's fucking, um, you know, when it's down, you like almost can't even tell. There's, I, I can't put my finger on it, but it's like real nineteen teens, like fucking that? New York gangster vibes, something yeah. like that. You know, like. There's something been, going on there. I've been there. going for kind of a straight pushback thing for a while, and not having the stuff on the sides really helps, you know? Yeah. But I like that it's not, like, it's not too harsh, you know? I'm into it. I like the, there yeah, I wasn't sure I was going to like the undercut, but I, I'm, I'm a big fan. I like the way that it's turned out, man. Yeah. It looks uh, good. There you go. Still, good for uh, you. Still a lot of volume there. Still a lot of body. <sighs> yeah, yeah. you got lots of hair up there. Yeah. It's thick. Joseph, you should see my fucking... Uh, I got a planner that I operate my whole entire life out of. That I don't know if Colin has ever even actually had a good like look into it, um, but I've gotten just random glances. I got some questions about it during our Christmas break when, <laughs> when we were when we were <laughs> in shit like George W on the final day. Um, we're playing games, and I was finally starting to like fill out my planner for the following week. You know, get some fucking. Um, and so someone was like, "What is that? Like, what is going on in this planner?" So I, it's just a month planner, like a year planner that has every month broken down. Then I write every day in there. Um, that yeah, that's right. Jordan likes it. That's all that matters. Um, every day I just kind of like a rough you know, kind of summary of what I did that day. Um, and then I have like a big sticky note for the week. That's all the things I want to do that week. It's broken into house stuff, show stuff, and like other personal things that I might want to do. And then I do another small sticky note every day. That's for the stuff I want to do that day. Um, and then I have other ones that are in there. Like right now I have the two for the fallout stuff. And then I have one for kind of like 2024 stuff that I've been working on slowly, like things I want to do, like um, personally, professionally at the house. And then like in the group, the shooting group, um, so I have a bunch of different sticky notes all over it and then like a couple index cards that are pinned in there. Um, the man's got a lot of stuff going on. Very all organized. The time. Yeah, it's very, you know. Well, the way the volume of things that you guys do require serious management. <laughs> and if you did not organize your life thusly, it would be the level of chaos. <coughs> Would be that level. <laughs> I almost right? lost my beer. <laughs> I was close. <laughs> All right. Grab bag time. <laughs> be chaos. It's chaos. So the first, this is a video we're going to play. And just stop me whenever you want it to stop. It's a TED Talk. But this is a TED Talk where great ideas go to be shared. Yeah. And this man has some thoughts about rights. And I thought you'd be oh, very God. interested in his, uh, his thoughts about rights. So let's go. 
Many, maybe most legal systems are based on this idea, this belief in human rights. Belief. But human rights that. are just like heaven and like God. It's just a fictional story. Get the fuck out of here. Invented. What the fuck are you talking about? The human rights are just like heaven and God, okay? If you're talking about human rights like fucking abortion and healthcare, yes. Go ahead. ...and spread around, it may be a very nice story, it may be a very attractive story, we want to believe it, but it's just a story. It's not a reality. It is not a biological reality. Just as jellyfish and woodpeckers and ostriches have no rights. All right, hold on. If you want to <laughs> only operate on the biological... You're gonna you're gonna have a bad time. You don't look like that big of a dude. If we're operating on just fucking biology, then you're dead. <laughs> so, bro, rights are just a story, bro. Okay, it's they're a, a made-up thing that we we made up. Human rights don't Tell exist. Tell it to the gat, you dumb bitch. Homo <laughs> sapiens have no rights. Also, take a human, cut him open, look inside, you find their blood, and you find the heart and lungs and kidneys. But you don't find there any rights. The only place you find rights is in the fictional stories that humans have invented and spread around. You're living in a fucking fantasy, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> None of this is real. It's all a fucking simulation. No, this where, is not real. Yeah, where your body, your blood, and your organs are in a fucking meat suit somewhere, and that's experiencing this dream that is your fucking <laughs> rights and freedoms and your whole fucking life. What are you talking about? He's French, so he has no concept of this. And the same thing is also true in the political field. States and nations are also, like human rights, and like God, and like heaven, they too are, are, are just stories. A mountain is a reality. I think he, there must be a, a, an issue with the translation between story and concept. It's a big idea. That doesn't mean that it isn't fucking real, you retard. I, I get it. It's a thing that we made. That doesn't make it not real. A fucking right. car is still real. Just because we made it, that doesn't make it not real. I don't... We're existing in a world where only things you can hold in your hands are real. Yes. The stars are fucking fake, right? The earth is flat. The stars are fake. The sky is fake. All the things All the there, things. None of that's fucking real. A bird, if you never hold one, isn't actually real. The birds aren't real. What are we doing? We know that. That's a bad example. Birds aren't real. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, well, you get the point. Who is this man? He's just a fucking TED Talk dude, man. This I remember when TED Talks used to be like... A very informative thing. And I'm sure there's some out there that are worth it, but man, they've gone downhill. I remember when Goggins was doing fucking TED Talks. Yeah, right? There oh was... my god, I haven't seen this video yet. Okay. Jordan so... just told me about this morning. I saw a screenshot from it. It happened a couple days ago. So I didn't have time, so I didn't watch the video, but I saw that something happened with Mark Norman. And she tried to explain it to me, and I was like, what the fuck are you even saying to me? And she said, no, it's exactly that weird. Exactly. <laughs> so... It's super, super weird. And nobody knows what happened because mark's not saying nothing about right, it right because his twitter feed yeah. is still just bad jokes you know or punny jokes whatever you know his thing that he does yeah but this is the the incident so mark norman for those of you who don't know stand-up comedian based out of new york city he was at new york comedy club when this happened buddy okay all right uh oh oh geez hey how are what do we got a license here hey what's going on oh geez everything all right <laughs> 
You want to make sure everybody's good here? What's going on? Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Hey. Anything can happen at a comedy show. That was some kind of weird swinger sex party thing. Oh, God. Somebody got tased. Oh, boy. Oh, wait, what? I really froze there. I went Mitch McConnell. He's still doing bits as he's being ushered off the stage and pulled off. Weird shit, dude. And the follow-up from, like, the staff is what gets me. Guys, everything's fine. Um, We just had a momentary interruption. Um, uh, just stay, get up, get out the, the taping, um, mm-hmm. guys, do we get out or what? Yeah, 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 I'm one of the producers of the show, um, yeah, we just need everybody to get out, please, uh, nice and slow, nice and slow, everything's fine, Yeah, the empty out of the comedy club. And, the, yeah, and they're saying if you have photos or video of what just happened, they're asking for it. I, I don't know. The, some guy, so, so for those of you that are just listening, some guy in a yellow beanie got up on stage with a girl following behind him, and she waited on one side of the stage, and the other guy gets just kind of gets up next to Mark and is, like, looking at security, and then eventually just, you know, the security reaches out, and he goes with him, and so does this lady behind him. And then there seems to be some form of, like, noise or commotion that goes on outside. One of the other staffers goes outside. Mark's trying to riff, and then all of a sudden he is ushered out as well. And I know, so he has said on Tuesdays with Stories before that, like, if he's try, if he wants security to remove somebody, he'll say like somebody tase that guy. You know, like it's yeah. a joke, um, and then that's kind of his cue for. And I don't know if that was a joke that he said that on the show, or if that's like because it seems it's pretty genuine when they're doing yeah. the things. Um, so, it's, and then he said somebody got tased. So I wonder if that was like code to get out, or I don't know. That is super fucking super weird. Strange. Super strange, and I haven't heard anything from that sense so i don't know if there was like an actual maybe there was a real life threat that happened but i mean to to then turn around and have that staff kind of be like everything's okay everybody needs to like get up and get out everybody needs to leave weird super fucking weird and it's not like he's filming a special or anything i mean he's just up at new york comedy club she said something about a taping so they might have been taping something um yeah i would assume he's taping sets and stuff but i mean it's a tiny little room there wasn't that many people there, so it's, right. it's very he just did his special in fucking like August or whatever. So he's yeah. not going to be doing another one. That is super fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Get out of fucking New York City, man. That yeah should not be doing that, dude. He's him and fucking Joe List. Well, Joe List's talking about like moving back out here. Gig Harbor. Yo, dude. You got all that family in the harbor. Yeah, now that you know, because he got the the kid and stuff now. I bet you that's what's facilitating the move. Well, and I mean, to be honest, coming from fucking New York, you'll get it'll get more conservative for them out here. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> so <laughs> go to Gig Harbor, dude. People shooting Harbor, guns out here. Yeah, it will be chill, you know. Yeah, it would not suck. He'd be up at the fucking Tacoma Comedy Club all the time. You should have um, a couple months ago, not too long ago. Tyler asked me about what it was like living over here, and um, you know, crime and like whatever. 
Tyler from work. Um, Over here, like in, in fucking Bremerton, Bremerton? As opposed to Paulsbo. Oh, okay. Um, and I was like, yeah, I mean, we'd be hearing like gunshots and stuff like that. And he was like, you do? Like, yes, yeah. we live in the city. There's real people that live here. It's We don't live in the fucking county. We live <laughs> in the city. There's real people. I'm not telling you people are being murdered on a daily basis. I'm saying there are gunshots, which could be anything from somebody shooting a gun in their backyard to someone actually being shot. Like, yeah. I mean, it could be any of those things. I don't... That's, you know... Never really know. No, you? there are people who live at the bottom of the hill with uh, the other hill in their backyard. They shoot guns all the time, like twenty twos and stuff like that. Oh, shit. Because they have the fucking big-ass hill right behind them. I don't blame them, you know? And the cops aren't quick to come down here. They never come down here, so I wouldn't... I don't blame them. No. Know? That's where the people are, really. Yeah. That's fucking wild. I, just, I mean, it's interesting. Like, the bubble you find some people live in, yes. even when they live... 10 minutes away. Right. And you're like, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, you don't understand where you live? Right. Like, you do realize if you drive 10 minutes one way, you know, if he drives towards Seabeck, which is not that far away from his house, you know, 10, 15 minutes, and people are shooting guns every fucking day in their every backyard. Every day. You know? I mean... You got whole ranges out there. Yeah, dude. In their fucking backyards. I'm excited to buy our next house. First priority is land. Mm. And that's, I cannot wait to have an Ambleman range just in the backyard, you know? Like, all right, I'll see you guys at fucking nine. Let's, Let's go. go. I'm, line I'm, up. I'm looking for an apartment. Yep, <laughs> I, I got a gravel patch. I'm going the opposite direction. I know. House gone, apartment in. Let's go, baby. Life will be simple. <laughs> that would not suck. What do you got here? Uh, you know how I'm always talking about Carrie Gold and yeah. how awesome it is, right? Well, just more proof how awesome Carrie Gold is, right? So, uh, this guy tweets at Kerry Gold. He says, you know, he takes a picture of, like, you know, a bunch of Kerry Gold, which I'm assuming at Costco. And he says, this is what the vault inside the Irish Federal Reserve looks like. Just nothing but Kerry Gold. And then, you know, must have, I don't know, he didn't at anybody in the initial post or anything. So, he just yeah. kind of gets around. And Kerry Gold fucking Ireland hits him up and says... Hey, Will, your tweet had us howling. Nice work. We'd love to give you some merch, butter, and perhaps a tour of the home Yo. of Carrie Gold here in Cork, Ireland, as well as a farm tour. How does that sound? The Amy Monitor Twitter. I've spoken with multiple corporate entities on Twitter before. Yes. It, it happens. I fucking tweeted about Rite Aid one time, about like how I loved Rite Aid, and they tweeted back at me about, like, we fucking love you too. What's your favorite product or something like that? And I was like, <laughs> oh, bro, I be fucking with these heavy. Yeah, they, they get you. They do. They fucking... I, there was they nothing watched. better than like the fast food wars when yes. like Wendy's and Burger King they were all thrown awesome, down with dude. each other. Jack in the Box was getting into it. Okay, this I just I need you to watch this trailer. It's a little PG thirteen plus, but parental supervision required. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, get the kids out of the room here. Jordan, there's, don't show this. There's to your nothing kids. blatantly bad about it. Volva original. Yes. This is a. This is, okay. I'm just gonna stop. Just working out. Yep. In those clothes, Very apparently. Small clothes. That's in, sweating. Yep. He's like a, a trainer. Her thighs are sweating. He's right. grabbing his arms. He's getting real he's into it. Interested in what she has going on. Where she's sitting. Her whole body is sweating. Her thighs yes. in particular. And she gets off the bike. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. You can sure. see her you vagina a little bit. A little bit there. Now that's just her vagina. So she's working out on this exercise bike and obviously making some sweatiness. A lot on of that shots bike of her pelvis. And this dude is into the seat. Smelling the bike seat now. Uh, that's right. This is creeper status. And he's having flashbacks of what, what it looked like. Oh. Here we go. And so he is obviously... Unzipping something. He's, he's carrying the bike seat with him. So he, he took it home with it. him. He wiped his go. hand on it and smelled it. Yep. What the fuck? It's in a, it's in a duffel bag. The seat of the bike. sometimes <gasps> you need vulva original. It smells like... Vaginal scent. Pussy. Now, this... Is a real life product that I sampled last weekend. So you put it on your pussy; it doesn't smell like. No, 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 no. This is for you put it on stuff, and, and it, it smells, smells like, like vagina. And so, yeah, what? we. we <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, my buddy Rich got this because he saw this commercial. Um, and I have <laughs> Jordan got to call it. What the fuck? This does is real. Like this pussy? is real shit. It's. It smells I feel like every push is a little bit different. It smells like close enough that you could get there, but it's not real. Like it's not it doesn't it's not that. Like if you but were really hard enough. up, you could use it to maybe get you in the mindset. Maybe. That is but it's fucking real weird. I'm telling bro. you it's real potent. It's like this little thing and I it's bet. like a roll on thing and so Vagina is potent. I did not put that on my skin, but oh. a couple of the homies I was hanging out with they, they put it week, on they put it on. And, you know, you rub it in and then just let it dry out and then you smell it. And they're like, well, you know, it's, it reminds you of that smell. It's not that smell, oh but. Oh, my God. Yes. And it's, and well. Why he, does P, why would anyone want this? he got this just, you know, it's, it's a goof. Like, right. he's got it right. And so, like, he's been showing he it off for years now. And so that involved, like, oh, my God, does, I was, like, sitting there. I'm like, this is it. I'm, this is, I, I'm going to blow Donovan's mind with this, right? Yeah, what the fuck? Well, they are still an active store. I have to watch out because the website is it's pornographic oh, in nature. We'll just say that. But they have a new, they have a new scent out called Mature. And so we're oh, like, we're new, like, dude, oh my God. you have to it get the new one. Like old puss. He's got to get the new dude, new. What the and fuck? So, we convinced him, and he ordered up the. Oh my he God. ordered up Volva Mature. I have to smell the old pussy it's, perfume. It's, I'm very That's crazy. Very interested to mature. see what this is. Exactly. I've never been with somebody who wasn't in my age range, so I've never like gilfed up. You know what's <laughs> the fucking? What does an old puss smell like, dude? Well, we're we're gonna find out. Apparently. Oh my God. So all this stuff, it should. Surprise nobody that this, this stuff comes from like Frankfurt, Germany. Yeah, you buy it in Euros. Yeah. Uh, yeah, even Joseph is like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> oh my but God. But this is a real life thing, dude. And I had no idea this existed. We've got the mature on order. <laughs> Joseph, okay, Don, what the fuck? I'm curious. I'm I like, what's the difference between old pussy and new pussy and smell? We're going to find out. I've never even heard of such a thing. It's wild that that's an, It's a company that's existed for years now, based what out of Frankfurt, fuck? Germany. And so he ordered the Mature last weekend, and 
How long does it take to get here? It's not here yet, so I don't know. <laughs> but all I know is that it's not here yet. I need to report back. And so dude. That's I will crazy. be once once the mature comes in, we're gonna do, we're gonna do a taste test I've and find out what's going on. Never heard of anything like that before. There. Oh, so there's a dude. It's gonna kill me because I don't remember his name, but he's an early YouTuber that would just make. He made a living out of like pounding fifths of whatever alcohol, and it was real, real bad. And at one point, he got this Volva original thing and then, like, drank it and proceeded to have a really bad time. Drank it? Uh-huh. Shouldn't be doing that. And that, that led us down the road of finding out what this thing Volva yeah, original is, What do you is, have dude. to synthesize to make I don't it know, something man. smell like vagina? I don't know, dude. It's, yeah, yeah, Jordan, a taste test. He drank that, and he just popped the little top off. There's like a little roller, and he just whoop. no way it tastes like it. Oh, dude! No yeah, he had a real like bad it. time. That is horrific, sir. <laughs> Indeed, I have never heard of such a thing. So I think what's going to happen is when the Volvo mature comes in, I'm going to get a piece of paper or something like that to put it me. on there, and then we'll That's deliver the test strip. Crazy. But I was surprised the homies put it on their actual skin the other night. Yeah, that's but wild. That was, I was like, man. Those are degenerates. I mean, he is a a lonely Navy sailor, so gotta, it did make sense. But. I gotta fucking, <laughs> I gotta meet these guys again so I can be like, this is the guy with the pussy skin? Oh, dude. This was, is the guy that put the pussy on his body? You've that's never, crazy. You never met this cat. He's a relatively new addition to the D-Gens. He's a, he's actually a naval officer. Mm-hmm. Show my challenge. He's a good coin. bro. He's a good bro, except that he roots for fucking Steelers. Show my challenge coin. So we think about that, bitch. Bitch. <laughs> All right. So now that your mind has been blown with the product of Volva, that's crazy. Yeah, that's, it's a weird thing. This is Dahomey. Synthesized fish. Joseph says, yeah, "Dude, I like coming down here in the afternoon and sitting down. I like to do um." There's gators in them waters. Oh yeah, he likes. Do, he likes to do crocs spotting. Crocs There's body. a lot of big saltwater crocs out there, look. And I like sitting there with my legs hanging down because when the crocs see your leg hanging down, they come up and swarm. Oh, oh my god. Them. But I always get up and run away when I see them coming closer. But that's what I like to do every afternoon. <laughs> Dude, what are you doing? <laughs> you want to some crocs spotting, bud? I'll tell you what, when we went to the zoo for Dax's birthday, I had a real, this show resonated in my mind because of things that I've said on this show, <laughs> that we had a, a true wildlife encounter at the zoo. When we're leaving, there's a deer walking through the parking lot, you know? And so uh, Cody and Micah met us there, and Micah sees this deer. It's like right by our car, and so she has an apple core. She walks up to it, and she's going to give it this apple core, and it's going to take it from her hand, but she like gets scared, so she drops it, you know? And so it's eating this apple core, and I started to walk up to it, and it's chilling, you know, because it sees people all the time. It's chilling. I start walking towards it. I'm chilling. And then I, like, go to, like, put my hand out to it. I was like, how many times have I talked shit about people yeah, on the show for that. fucking with nature? Like, don't I be can't fucking do with this. nature, I dude. I can't tell you. Even if it's chill and nothing happens, I can't do this. I've talked way too much shit to come don't out here and be touching nature. Yeah. Because you would be that guy. Yeah. That's what <sighs> would happen. It was all of a sudden you'd get yeah. hemmed up by something. So I got close, and I put my hand out. I was like, no. Nah. I turned around and walked away. I was like, no. No, there's yeah. only one thing you need to be doing is getting them in your sights, squeezing the trigger, and then getting some meat. Yeah, not that's, today. That's what needs to happen. Should have blasted it, taken it home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, just, the hood of the just walk up to it, give it a little cuddle, and bam! Wow. Uh, grandma's based. 
That's the that's the narration I'm going to give. This you one. ever seen before this? You ever seen the video? Of the it's an old German lady, and um, she's sitting around with her family, and they hand her a shot of liquor, and she she puts it up and she's how Hitler? Oh, yeah, they, <laughs> and they all, like, put her hand like, like no, no. <laughs> it's going back to the old country. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! <laughs> all right, Grandma's based. It's a quick one. You ain't getting. You ain't got no gun. That's why. What you got? She ain't got no gun in there. Grandma's got the Glock. Holy shit! <laughs> she just keeps it in her in her fupa pouch, dude. That's no way to do. It's just fumbling all around with it and shit like that, dude. Just... You ain't getting. You ain't got no gun. That's oh why. You ain't got God. no gun. What are you doing? She ain't got no gun. I'm gonna reach on in here real quick and then. Uh, <laughs> so I got this gun here. Oh, that thing was upside down no. in her pants. It was yeah, aiming dude. up at her face. <laughs> oh my god! Grandma's based. That's all I gotta say about wow. that. <laughs> and the lady behind her just freaks the so fuck out and funny. runs, dude. <laughs> Love it. Oh, oh, I saw this. This is like. I think I sent one of these, not the same one, but one of these to the chat. Oh, I did you? I, I think so. <clears throat> but yeah, this is life on board a ship. Oh, fuck that. This, this, this is just what happens, dude. This is life. Sometimes you have fun times. You ride a broom <laughs> around. And sometimes you just get your, your salad tossed all the fucking time. I forgot I got to turn the, the Muzak down on this one. Because this is, dude, Yo, it just happens, man. What the fuck? This is primarily on... These are like Alaska shipping boats, really. Or um, I think it said something about the North Sea. Have you been in waters like this? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But my ships were bigger, so they, they ride a little better. But, yeah. But it's oh super cool, man. When Yeah, when you're when you're riding that shit, that's how you go to sleep. That's why you're really thankful that like they're so small. Oh, yeah. And it's super weird when you yeah when you have a table. when you have a stable <laughs> when you got a stable camera like that it just looks like a bunch of drunk people but this is just this is life out at sea and people don't understand bro this is why they get paid the big bucks to do this because they're doing that shit all goddamn day and all night that's so fucking cold too by the way you should not be doing that well the life of a young man though you know. Oh, yeah. It's all about adventure and danger. Goddamn. That's good shit. <gasps> Ooh. This dude calls two Chinese restaurants at the same time. And what happens is the best thing. Hello? Yeah, how can I feel? Hello? Yeah, how can I feel? This is a Chinese restaurant. Yeah, how can I feel? Yeah. What? Yeah. What can I order? How can I help you? What do you mean? Are you want to order or no? What do you mean? Don't talk. Hey, Chinese restaurant, I don't call you. You call me. No, I don't call you. No, I don't call you. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's, I mean, it might be a little racist, but. God damn it, it's funny. You've seen this. The vape gravity bomb. I don't know if we're technically allowed to show this on YouTube, but that's fine. I don't know, but when I saw it, it was labeled as Jeeb meets Penjamin. 
Jeeb meets Benjamin. Yes. I don't know what this means. Jeeb is gravity bong, right? okay. which is what they're using. That's mm-hmm. this device when you pull it out of the cup. That's a gravity bong. There's like a ton of different ways you can make this. I've never heard the term Benjamin before, but it's another term for these dab pens. Oh, Benjamin. <clears throat> so Jeeb meets Benjamin. Yeah, and I like I've it. Made, I've seen gravity bongs from anything as small as that to a uh, big like a water cooler thing Ooh. with the bottom cut off that you pull out of a five-gallon bucket. I've seen those before. I've hit some... That's a lot of volume. I've hit some monster gravity bongs. I've made them in the bathtub before. That's sometimes the easiest way to do oh, it. Oh, that's fun. And then you're super chill. Get yeah. the Epsom salts out. Be really relaxed. You used to use an item called a lung, which is the similar idea. You take like a juice container, right? You cut the bottom off of it, and you take a bread bag, and you tape it around the bottom. Wait, wait, wait. What is a bread bag? Like a, like a you bag a of for, bread. Okay, okay. Yeah, gotcha. The, all the bread's gone. You take the bag, and you tape it around the bottom of it. Okay. Right at the bottom of the juice container, and then you push the bag up into the juice container. The lid, you put the yeah, little yeah, piece yep. in there, and then you just pull the bag out. Oh, my and God. And that creates the suction. And you fill the whole thing up with smoke, and it gets all yellow and crazy, and you pull it off, yeah. and you... You, you shouldn't be doing that. Shoot the whole thing in there. That just seems rough, dude. It gets you fucked up. That's how you have a psychotic break. <laughs> yeah, for sure. If, if the, you're prone to yeah. such things, you're going to have one. If you're prone to such a thing, yeah. It's, it's a good way to find out, I guess. That's like right <laughs> up there with like the knife hits and stuff. You know, we talked about the knife hits before, yeah. right? So that's, you know, when we were, when I was a kid, like people didn't really have coil stoves anymore. That mm-hmm. was pretty much past the thing that most people just had a flat top stove. That's just, you know, it wasn't very expensive anymore. Yeah. Most most people had those. Most yeah. entry level stoves are fucking are flat tops. Glass top, flat yeah, top. Yeah, so it's super hard. To, I've done the knife hits on there. It's super hard. It's really, really oh, yeah. difficult. It takes a lot of time. Yeah, you know, heat you doesn't conduct very well. You got to like press down. It's a whole bitch. So um, this was like a good alternative to that. That You just take a real small bowl piece. If you have one like a metal pipe or something, you take the bowl piece out and just screw that into the top of the plastic just make a little hole with a knife and just put that in the top and that way it's just a little nug and you're getting a fat blast off of it and everyone getting roasted off like one little nug dude it was a a poor man's alternative to a poor uh new generation alternative to a fucking knife hit yeah well i mean it's very ingenuitive i'll say that much yeah kevin i'll be able to watch damn we had a good show today. Oh, we had a good show, yeah. Kevin. Worth going back. We watched this one last time, We right? watched that one last okay, time, So I yep. think we're caught up on this there one. There we go. Okay, so let's do that. Why now. do you always hate on the ATF? <laughs> Fuck you. Every time. Why I do it? I do it because I fucking need to. I want to. That's not why I do it. I do it because I fucking need to. That's I right, dude. need to. Fuck the ATF, That's why we dude. do it. Fuck the ATF. I don't remember what this one is, but... Uh... Oh, yeah. I've yes. seen that. Yes. I've seen that. Yes. We'll go on the right. This is... And I got you. Let's go. Bam! Incredible. That's nuts. Absolutely incredible. This guy, this fucking Buzz Lightyear motherfucker, made this shit with a 3D printer. He can't be doing this type of stuff when I have one in my house. Go ahead. Play that fucking video. Fuck this guy. Oh, dude. He's making all the pieces, right? He's soldering it together. Oh, my gosh. 3D printing. He's sanding. He's painting. He's, he's going fucking, hard, man. He's got elastic pieces in there to make sure everything stays together. The arms are staying. Yes. 
3D printing more pieces. You gotta, everything. You're spending way too now much time flex, doing this. Legs that flex. Yeah, this ain't for his kids. This is for him. This, this is for him. Yeah. He's a Disney adult. Yeah, but That's I can't what... be letting my kids see this type of shit. Ooh. You know? But look at this fucking suit this guy has on. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, this has got cosplay to the max. It's pretty fucking cool. That is, that's super legit, actually, it's, dude. It's insane what you can make at your house, you know? Just the things you're able to create at your home by yourself. Just a little, little arts and craftsy. Yep. Yeah, isn't that Buzz crazy? Lightyear. Dude, super sick, bro. That's super fucking sick. That's nuts. Yes. That is fucking nuts. I don't remember this one either, but uh, I like it. Christmas gift, I got my five-year-old son a pottery wheel. Yes. So he can make his own bowls uh, and cups and vases and, uh, you know, pottery. <clears throat> and, uh, you know what he made? Savages. Yeah. Kids are savages. Fucking shanks. <laughs> As a Christmas gift, I got my five-year-old son a pottery wheel so he can make his own bowls uh, and cups and vases and, uh, you know, pottery. <clears throat> and, uh, you know what he made? Fucking shanks. <laughs> Dude, you can't be making shanks. Why does a five-year-old know how to make shanks? <laughs> Screws said it handles made of clay. <laughs> Fucking shanks. How does he know how to make a shank? Dude, that's, that's a my video question. of me. We could watch it again if you want, but... Yeah. I know that area. It's called Scrambler Drill. This is the first day we ran this. Alpha News is the first time I ran that 12.5. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's still black, right? Yeah, it's Oh, yeah. The look on your face after. You're like, yeah, I know. I know. Knew I burnt it. I know. What a guy. Straight into the radiator. Straight in. Oh, it's a dresser. Oh, oh, the <laughs> corner, like, dude. The corner. Oh, my God. Right on the back. Oh, my God. Destroyed that printer. Oh, Boom. Yeah. <laughs> right oh. off the edge of it. Fuck around, find out. <laughs> Don't be swinging in the house. Oh my god! Otherwise, you'll end up like that. Oh, ramen yeah, soup. Yeah, so this guy's got a nice little recipe for us. He's. Uh, it looks like he's living in this truck. So I'm interested. Let's see what you got on this recipe. Snorted a little ramen seasoning. That's fucking good shit right there. Dude, don't ramen. Ramen. To it. It's gonna put some, some ramen. Nice noodles and chunky soup. <laughs> <laughs> propane torch <laughs> and uh, the shopping cart that he's cooking on. Okay, so, yeah. yeah. Nice little shopping cart setup, huh? Yeah. What is going I don't on have right? more water, so I'm gonna add another can. No more water, so just a little more bacon. can for some more liquid. Bacon. I'm making some eggs too. You're making some eggs. Here. It was a real clean pan. Yep. You're thinking, don't have to worry about carbon monoxide poisoning. And to that, I have to say, the less oxygen in your van, the more it kind of feels like you took a whip it. And that's not always a bad thing. <laughs> that's 
not always a bad man. Heating up the pan. Some eggs in there. Yeah, we are. Oh, All right, yeah. we got some noise. They're yeah. frying. They're frying. Not looking too shabby. Oh, uh, nice little flip move. You see how black the eggs are, so you know oh, yeah. the pan was dirty as fuck. Oh, yeah. Just That's put them right into the old fucking ramen dish. With the hot sauce. A little hot sauce. It's got soot on his face now. That is fucking amazing. <laughs> Dude, that... He's got that hot-ass <laughs> pot just sitting on his lap, too. God, that... <laughs> That really bothers me. That's really upsetting <laughs> That's to like watch. like the third comment was, yo, how is that hot pot not burning his fucking legs? Yeah, dude. <laughs> you had time to fry eggs. The pot cooled down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's how that goes. The, okay, so you were talking about all this uh, mountain biking that you've been doing lately, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. So I, I, in the next couple I months, feel like I've seen this. In the next couple months, I expect you to be bringing some things. Yes, I saw this. <laughs> I fucking saw this. Should not be doing that. Look at this fucking guy, dude. That's nuts. Yes. Some type oh. of Red Bull competition or something is what it looks like. Yeah. This is fucking insane. Yeah, dude. That's fucking nuts. People do wild shit. There is... There's a lot of people oh, that... Oh, uh, God. Oh, dude. And, whoa! That Straight gap, buddy. There. Yeah, there's a lot of really good YouTube videos you watch of like these competitions these guys do. And you just go, that's not... That's not really a nice little backflip in there. Fuck. But yeah, you gotta go. You cannot be, Just be nervous, dude. You can't be nervous. <sighs> oh, yeah, baby. Look at that fucking shit. Another backflippy. Oh, let's go. He's just cruising. Dude. My, my balls crawl back inside <laughs> my body watching that mountain biking yeah, video. Yeah, this is not... I will never be doing stuff like this, Kevin. I'll fucking do wild shit gunning all day, but... Like, uh, the mm -hmm. big gaps are one oh. thing, but, like... It's a pretty straightforward technical trail, to be perfectly honest. It's just the giant gaps in those jumps are yeah. nuts. But other, other than that, right like, here. he's just... You just gotta pick the line and go. But that... There's death underneath you, bro. Yeah. There's fucking death underneath you. All right, this guy's going to make us some fucking weapons, right? So if the government comes and they steal all in our ninja shit. Ninja Stars are something that I wanted to make, make for a long time. Oh, so this video, ninja stars. I'm going Have to be chipping a Ninja Star no. Obsidian and testing them out. Obsidian is perfect for this because it's one of the sharpest Volcanic materials on glass, Earth. Right? It can also be chipped into the shape that I want. So it's just like Now that the cobble that I started glass. out with is thinner... I make it into a disc shape with an antler tool and then start to shape it into the throwing star. So he's using straight up. Yeah. I use a smaller, tool. more fine antler tool to make the points of the ninja star and then sharpen shit. them up with Whoa. the same tool. He's gonna make a he's gonna make a couple I of made them. a small group of these and it's time to test them out. Yes. Go. Oh <laughs> that's your noggin, dude. That's your fucking noggin. As you can see, I was really impressed by how well these ninja stars Ooh. worked, especially the saw blade one. Dude. They were even Into able the to pumpkin. penetrate the hard skin of a pumpkin. Look at that fucking shit. Obsidian ninja stars <laughs> are something that I've wanted to make for a long time now. So, in this so we just need to get our hands on a little bit of obsidian here. How do we get obsidian? I want to get obsidian. I have no idea. 
So we know a guy oh, who's no. in the concrete industry, right? He's, yes. He's a concrete con. He's a concrete guy. Con con. Is what con con. Do what Jordan's called World it. con con. This guy is also, this. I'm here at the World of Concrete show in Las Vegas. Hearing the CEO speak about the various new products they've developed was very refreshing. So I found this video. Obviously, it's fucking hilarious that... He was yeah. hanging out with the homie. So, so this guy has a saw blade that's fucking, you know, it's for a cutting concrete? Diablo steel uh, demon cement two blade. Yeah, so check how fucking nasty the saw blade is. Let's go. Flange on this is half inch. So we're going to show you what you can do. Half inch steel. blade on a typical wood Diablo cutting makes good circular shit. saw. In a Makita saw, you're just going to, oh my God. Straight through that steel right there. Oh, dude. So, cool to the touch. It's basically still room temperature. The finish quality is going to be a lot better than your factory edge. It's good to go. You don't have any cleanup to do. The what flange the on this is, is half in there. That so is, that's a miracle. This is what the world of ConCon has to offer you. Dude, <laughs> the world of ConCon so is we what's ask up. Jake if he saw these Diablo steel cement blades, yes. too. That's right, the we got that from, one. Uh, yeah, and that's a Michael Malice piece. I think that's oh. the last one in here, so we can watch that to cap it all off. Yeah. This is a nice little. Uh, this, you know, if you have not watched this episode of Trigonometry, I'm going to this last week now. Phenomenal. Yeah, I'm going to Trigonometry is good shit. I just forget about them, so I don't. Yeah. Like and... Well, it, they're based in the UK, so like yeah. when they're not doing like their US tours and shit like that, or having people on from the US and stuff, like I. I usually don't care that much because it's all just British stuff. Right. Which I get, but also, this is good. Yep. So, this is our think last one for the day. A little quote from our fucking, mm -hmm. our God here, Michael Malice. Michael Malice is God King. We pray at the feet of Michael Malice. Indeed. I think people underestimate to what extent privileged, especially white women, mm -hmm. are willing to sacrifice their children for the altar of status. It's for them, having a trans kid is like winning the lottery, right? And you laugh, but it's, it's really the case. It's very disturbing. Uh, they're the only ones bringing their kids to drag shows because for these affluent white female liberals awfuls, a man in makeup is like the second coming. And, you know, they're showing dad or their husband or whoever how enlightened they are because this is what corporate media tells them. So they can't wait to bring their kids and show how with the program they are. So they are a menace. Um, and this, in my opinion, is Munchausen's by proxy. You know, they're torturing their kids for the sake of status and accolades. Yep. Fucking fact check true, and dude. Let's actually go to Kevin's really quick and go to his profile. He said that he posted a reel, so go and click up on his thing and see if that takes us to let's do it. You're see Kevin's reel, and we'll end that for man. the day. Uh, it said it's the time that Jim's been posting off, so it should be uh, yep, right now, right there. Let's see what's got here. Kevin's getting the fuck after it. Getting after it, fuck Kevin. Yeah. How many pounds are you down completely, Kevin? Give us an update. Oh, damn, dog. Look at that weight, dude. Your fucking triceps are nasty. Jesus. Good Lord. Damn your whole stack. Tell me you did the whole stack by the end of the day. Because you're fucking knocking out reps on and that He's like, shit. no, I'm good. God I'm damn, good. damn, brother. This dude is nuts, man. God damn. Power, powerful, powerful stuff. Shout out to Kevin at Triangle. Make sure you guys check him out. He's a fucking beast. Yeah. He's out there crushing the pounds. He's hustling. He's making crushing money. Yeah. It. Just doing good things out there. Make sure you guys check out Kevin the Triangle. He's one of our one of our big supporters here all the time. 220. God damn, Kevin. I'm just building on my muscle. Of course. Of course I did. Of course he put down the whole stack yeah, by the of course. Day. Of course he did. Of course. No, you're crushing Kevin. That's fucking awesome, dude. That's awesome.
Huge fan of that. Oh, yeah. No, we can show that after. I'll show you that one after. Yeah. Um, well, with that, everybody, I think that'll be, we'll call that for the end of the day. I like it. Um, this has been a fantastic show. I feel very good about it. I think good we'll stuff, covered buddy. some good topics today. We'll have some good clips for you next week, obviously. Of High CDM, highs and low um, lows. You know, uh, the uh, freedom and liberty things always are good clips, always make good clips. So we'll make sure that we get those clipped out and put those, those out next week because yeah. those always do well, especially with the new beats. Um, thank you guys, everybody who stayed here with us, who's in the chat. Shout out to G Unit. Shout out to Kevin. Shout out to everybody who's here all the time. You guys are amazing. Shout out to Bilbo. Everybody who's not here right now, you guys are balling. Shout out to Brian, who's here earlier. You guys are crushing it. Uh, don't even worry about it, bro. What's the next show? The next show is two weeks from today. That's right. Which means that it's going to be. Um, Consult the chart. Yep. February. That's March. That's March, he says. February 10th. February 10th. February 10th is the next show at 12 Pacific Standard Time. We will Fucking be getting here. into Black History Month, bro. Let's That's go. That's right. Black History Month. It's going to be the blackest show of all time. Thank you guys again. You've <laughs> been fantastic. Of course, you can find us on our own personal social media. I'm at Salt of the Street on Twitter and at Alpaca underscore Dom on Instagram. Call me Big Bird off you on both those things. Make sure that you guys like, subscribe, and share. It's the only way that anybody ever hears about us. Obviously, we have a hard time with the algorithms. Make sure that you guys share that our stuff. Please, please help us get out there. It's what's going to make the difference for us is you guys just telling people about us uh you guys know that you like us we like us obviously so help us get the word out there we can only do so much with the algorithms uh thank you guys again we'll see you in two weeks and uh, i want to remind you of course to stay smart stay strong stay safe stay free we'll see you guys in two weeks love you peace